tell me like all you have to do is like i mean what is it like road piracy or what are you doing so legitimate legitimate salvage pretty much i gotta go up to canada though because it's like i was looking at west today and, and there seems to be a lot of cars that get abandoned on the side of the road right yeah, they're so, the nice ones too, Volvos and Subarus and stuff. Yeah. And you see it here every time it snows. I messaged the, the the Providence and they were like, Yeah, if you want to come by, me and West are literally just gonna go pull cars out. And if the owner doesn't come and like claim on whatever, how many cars. days I don't remember. So you're basically there becoming are. like a tow truck, the tow truck like a, like an unlicensed tow truck driver. Hey, pretty much. Pretty much. Whatever. You only have to have the woo lights on the top to get it done. <laughs> Seriously, here, you don't so. have to have like a permit or anything? No, you just have to have the Wuha lights. As long as you got the Wuha lights, then it's uh, considered safe. Can we wait outside like some people's houses? Because then like all the Ferraris will basically like stop and we'll just be able to take those. And they're probably so much they wouldn't notice. Wouldn't that be nice? You don't want a Ferrari. It was stuck. Right? Don't we all? Guy like uh, can't drive on ice, but he wants to impress his girlfriend or something like, oh no, it's a Ferrari. It has the best motor and best engine and the best tires. Don't worry. Maybe that's not real. What do you think? Can we do it? Can we pull it off? I mean, I was going to tell you about this solid gold elk that I found in the fucking forest, but I don't know. That's for what the fuck? I don't know. We're live, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I have no idea. Ixnay on the goat. A welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, uh, elite. Uh, I think uh, elite might be the first in the chat. Welcome, my friend. Uh, Which means he might have heard a little bit more. Hint, hint, hint. Smashed. Uh, Anyway, uh, Guerrero grows in the house. Uh, Mr. Greenbody, T. Rarington, Mr. Craigie T. What's up, buddy? Cheers, T.O. in the house already. What's going on? Dank Annex, Atomic Spoon already legendarily in the chat. Noob grows modern privateers i don't know what you're talking about dude gross i have no idea for anyone in the show or listening to the show that's over the age of 21 that's that's you i'm talking to uh, check your ice cube situation go brew a cup of tea i don't know uh, i don't know maybe you are the spoon man check check if you are the spoon man perhaps you are uh you have a second to do so in the meantime, uh, anyone who's under the age of 21, for 20, 19, 18 and a half, 17 years old. I mean, those are perfectly acceptable ages in other places. But in this place, what do we like to say, Wes? Not here, right? Ghetto. Kick it's your a, ass and ghetto. You can't stop uh, beer. Come back when you're 21 and uh, you're done. Have tons of fun. See, they were probably thinking, oh, man, that's an, a welcoming, like, reggae hat. Like, it's, it's super cheerful. He's going to be, like, super, like, yeah, come on, man. You know, sit down. No, no, no. If you're over 21, right, West Engine, you'd be like, yeah, man, sit back, relax, chill out, have this a pop. You. you know what I mean? Right? Come on. But if you're under the age of 21, get the fuck out. Honestly, get, get out. Told- Just honestly. All of it. The stragglers in the back. Get, get the told- fuck out. They're like, oh, man, get we're told- hiding behind someone. Stop. No, you too. You too. Oh. Get the fuck out. Get told- Thank you. There we go. Now, now everyone's gone. Now it's just us adults. Uh, uh, Dan Gannix is, is saying cheers. Cheers, buddy. What's going on? Uh, Grace Hunt. Cheers, my friend. Big love. Uh, massive respect. Cheers, G3. Long time no see, my friend. Uh, one spoke away. One smoke away. What's going on, buddy? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you would like to... Uh, why am I stuttering? If you guys would like to listen to this show in a podcasting platform, I'd be honored if you did. Honestly, we. Uh, I, I really am stuttering. Blah, 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 blah. Backing up, ladies and gentlemen, do that beep, 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 backing up sound. Uh, I take great pride in uh, editing the, the podcast and finding some good music for it and everything else. And I'm trying to upload, you know, a couple, three times a week lately. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys uh, have long shifts at work or I don't know, you're going fishing or whatever else, maybe going for a long drive, I think I have the perfect podcast for you, ladies and gentlemen. Where else can you get a podcast where Smashed and D and West Engine and all the Coot and Potent Ponics and all those folks talk about, uh, uh, well, Coot comes on here and talks about his Apple computer. He's probably going to come on and talk about his awesome new iMac. 
I'm this is literally like I bet you five dollars that he's gonna come on and talk about his awesome new iMac. Anyway, you guys know it's gonna happen. Anyway, uh Coot comes on here, talks about soil, barley, neem, and then also of course iMacs. Uh ladies and gentlemen, if you guys would like to listen to that kind of stuff, uh please do over at uh, Chronic Table on your podcasting platform of choice iTunes uh, is uh, one of the biggest uh, sources for us. Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Pandora, a few of those other ones, even Google Podcasts. So we get a few listens there every month. So folks, uh, wherever you are listening to us, by the way, thank you very much. If you could leave a, a review, that would be very, very helpful. Uh, folks, uh, honestly, most of the time don't realize their reviews are quite helpful. Uh, I've had this thought myself, like, oh, what does one review mean, you know, matter in the grand scheme of things? And then I'll get this email like 50 freaking times a month. Like, oh, your review has been seen by... I don't even know how many thousands of people at this one time. I remember a couple of years ago, I was like, ah, who cares? But I wrote a review and apparently a ton of people have seen it. So you honestly never know uh, when a review will be uh, influential, important, whatever else. I can tell you that any reviews you'll leave uh, on my shows would be uh, quite helpful. So please do, uh, ladies and gentlemen, preferably a positive review if you can. Uh, but of course, I don't want you to lie. If you guys don't like the show, well, uh, I don't know, go watch Casey Neistat instead or something. You friggin' ingrates. I don't even know. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, Portland Cannabis Tasting Society photo contest is up. I'm hoping to kind of refresh it a little bit. I don't know. It's uh, it's not that it's stagnating so much, but uh, I don't know. It's kind of the same thing over and over again, basically every month. Uh, uh, I don't know. If you guys have any ideas to, to shake it up even a tiny bit, uh, perhaps this month it could be video submissions or something. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, let me know. The contest is live. Uh, go hit me up at Portland Cannabis Tasting Society. Uh, we'll still use the same hashtag as last month, Fumi's Contest. So pound sign Fumi's Contest. Uh, just hit me up over there. Message me. Uh, you could also uh, message me at fumidor at chronictable.com. Uh, that's a very good uh, way to meet me or to, to match. Or to, what am I fucking talking about? Very good way to contact me. I swear I'm not stoned. I did smoke a joint before the show, but I'm not that stoned. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, questions, comments, concerns uh, over at uh, fumidor at chronictable.com. Speaking of which, I could honestly, since I'm freaking bringing that stuff up, I could honestly just thank you, D, uh, okay. for oh. reminding me. I can just open up a new freaking tab here. Go ahead, D. Cheers, buddy. It's called humidoro.com. And you can get some bomb seeds like Morgana. Please get thousand and one nights. You got packs. You got packs. I'll let Humidor take it over because he knows more about it than I do. Uh, Cheers, buddy. I appreciate you uh, saying it, though. Uh, Folks are always like, oh, it's a freaking uh, Humidor talking about it. Well, other people like it, too, apparently. Look at that. Oh, my God, they like me. They really, really like me. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, perhaps uh, that's an old like uh, SNL skit. Possibly too old for this crowd. Uh, You never know anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, contact Fumidoro over at Fumidoro.com. Easiest way to reach me, honestly, is uh, on my website. If you're ever wondering, oh, my goodness, uh, I didn't get the Discord link or I didn't get this link or that link or whatever. I'm trying to make sure that it's always current. Uh, The Discord links do change from time to time. So if for some reason it doesn't work. I'm not trying to lock you out or something. It's just it must have changed and I forgot to update it. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, visit my website at fumidoro.com, F-U-M-I-D-O-R-O. You can also click fumesofgold.com. It'll redirect to exactly the same place. Go to the contact page, and it'll show a Discord link right there. Uh, Those of you that are watching can see it right there. You can email me. It'll click right up to your uh, email uh, platform, whatever, however you have your email set up on your computer. It'll go right to it, fumidoro at chronictable.com. Of course, you can copy and paste. Subscribe at uh, YouTube. Uh, dot com forward slash fumidor and the flavors on and on and on you know the drill ladies and gentlemen 
Everything on the website is guaranteed. I'd like you to be satisfied and happy after the, uh, man, this is getting fucking weird. It sounds like a brothel. I want you to be satisfied <laughs> and happy. We don't provide happy endings for any of these scenes, ladies and gentlemen, but I do want you to be pleased. I don't know. We're going to have to figure out how to say this in like non-stupid stoning. I must have, I must be more stoned than I thought. I had a joint before the show, but I was like, like was it wasn't actually, well, you know what? It was, it was an old joint of Ruby Jack. Actually, it was, well, it was uh, old Ruby Jack, but it was a joint of that. So maybe it freaking like happened that. I don't know. Yeah. That's basically half Morgana. So maybe that's like, dur, 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 dur. ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to get dirt, 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 you could either check out Morgana right here, or you could check out, for example, Black Prince Ruby. Actually, you know what? the one makes me really dirt, dirt, dirt is this one. Uh, perhaps your effect will be different, but this one is the uh, of my strains, the one that I smoke, and I'm like, oh, what was I talking about five minutes ago? Just, 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 what? I'll walk into another room and I'm like, I don't, I don't, why am I here again? I don't remember, and I have to go back to the other room and smoke a little bit more so that I remember. Oh, right, I needed the chickabasas or something. Anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, lots of flavorful uh, cuts from uh, Shares on a Thousand One Nights. Been calling her a Thousand One Nights for uh, simplicity's sake. Lately, I finally pulled out. Uh, now, granted, I didn't have a chance to, to uh, uh, grow as many of this uh, strain as, let's say, the BPR or the Morgana, a few other ones. So finally, I have found not just the chewing gum ones that I told you guys about, but several like uh, grapefruit, horseradish, grapefruit uh, phenotypes. I'm looking forward to uh, looking forward to, looking forward to popping quite a bit more of these in the future. Hopefully you guys will hear uh, quite a bit more about uh, Thousand One Nights. Uh, I think that the high is delightful. Uh, this is the mom right here. So unlike with the BPR that I showed the same mom, this is actually the mom for the uh, Thousand One Nights. Thousand One Nights, you could basically call call a uh, BX of the Ruby Jack. Uh, the Ruby Jack's my old friend uh, Stevie's uh, Ruby Slipper by Son of Jack. The Ruby Slipper was a three-way cross of uh, a local strain, basically a local Portland, Oregon strain. Alaskan Thunderfuck, Shushkaberry, and uh, NL5. And uh, the father was basically son of Jack, literally uh, Jack Herrera crossed to a mystery Afghan male. Loved everything that came out of it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, take a look at uh, the other in cross, basically. You could uh, more accurately maybe call this an F2. This is the strawberry side of uh, the Ruby Jack. Most of Ruby Jack came out uh, uh, grapefruity and in a variety of different ways, some sweet, some sour, uh, mostly sweet, but a little bit of sour. But there was a little bit, let's say 20, 25, maybe 30%, uh, uh, I don't even think quite 30% strawberry of some sort. And uh, this was the most strawberry uh, plant that I think I've ever uh, pulled out of anything. It's for sure, it was, the mom was my favorite tasting plant, uh, period. Uh, I called it Ruby Jack number seven. You know, the, the Pink Panther one that you guys just saw is Ruby Jack number eight. So that was the, the, the previous keeper that I liked. In fact, I can show you the, the previous keeper. Come on, scroll down. So this is Ruby Jack number eight. Ruby Jack number seven. Uh, I liked her flavor better, but her structure was a little bit, uh, I don't know, she wasn't as powerful. She was, for example, this plant right here, basically I'm harvesting with all those you know, dark leaves and stuff. That's basically like a week to 12 and a half, I want to say. I harvested it just before I harvested uh, the Mac that I was waiting to turn like completely and totally purple. Anyway, uh, long story short, this one finishes a little bit stronger, a little bit more uh, resilient about everything. I guess a little bit the, uh, the, 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 uh, maybe the citrus terps, honestly, resistant to, to bugs, all kinds of different times. So I thought it was a little bit stronger, uh, a mom to uh, pass forward. Anyway, I guess I'm babbling a little bit, but I loved the flavors on uh, the mom back. Uh, there we go. The mom for Black Prince Ruby actually looked very much similar to, if this will probably scroll out again, please. Okay, it's lagging up again. I don't know why. There we go. 
and it's zooming in again. <laughs> this freaking website. I don't know. Maybe because the photos are so high detailed. I don't know. There we go. Okay, stay. Stay. No, don't do anything. Don't. There we go. It's like the freaking website has a mind of its own. Stop. Stay. It's like a goddamn dog. Over. Right, I'm gonna have to give it a I'm gonna have to give it a snack and a pet after this. Okay, good, good, good website, good website. Ladies and gentlemen, the mom looked very much like this and tasted like strawberry candy. So if you uh, uh, find that appealing, take a look at Black Prince Ruby. I'm, I'm hesitant to even do anything because then the website will freak out again. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's go back to really quick the uh, shopping page and I'll show you the uh, package deals. Your mama likes packages. Uh, West Engine Swindle Bundle. These Witches yeah. 3 package deal. And I see which Morgana two French package deal, basically a pack of Morgana and a pack of two packs of something else. Uh, this one right here is three packs of Morgana. And this pack is uh, essentially no, no Ghana, basically not even Morgana, but Norgana, no Ghana. This is Morgana. See, that's the joke right there. You want Morgana, you got Morgana. Here you have less Ghana. Here you have it some. It makes Ghana. sense that you can't get the uh, Morgana with the West Indian Swindle because uh, I just can't get a fucking Morgana here. Morgana. You're going to get some Morgana. Don't worry. You're going to get a couple oh, no, different kinds of Morgana. You're going to get some. You're going to get some. Don't worry. Uh, okay. That's not that funny, but it's a little bit funny. Morgana, less Ghana, some Ghana. I don't know. But anyway, take a look, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Black Prince Ruby. Look at that freaking color. You want some strawberry freaking candy flavors and terps and just a crazy smell that even like non-weed smoking people would be like, what are you smoking? Is that strawberries? That's how strawberry it is, ladies and gentlemen. Take a look. You know, you want to. If you don't, I'm telling you that you do. Uh, coupon code BRAINS for 14% off, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen. I don't know why I'm leaning back in my chair so much. Every time I start the show, I'm like, I'm leaning down, laying down for the show. We'll just, we'll blame the Rona, ladies and gentlemen. I had the, uh, I think I might have had the Rona, so we'll just blame that. We'll be like, it's the fucking Rona, man. Uh, D-Zombie, what's going on, my friend? Somebody who does not get the Rona because you are uh, the undead. How are the brains? Are they fresh? Are they frozen? What's the story? Sashimi grade, or where are they? Brains. <laughs> They're fresh, like always, man. What's going on, chat? What's going on, panel? Happy Tuesday to everybody. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Uh, and you can find me on Instagram at D underscore zombie underscore. Uh, I just posted a video today in my garden, because I know a lot of you don't get to see my garden, because during the show, now it's nighttime white plants, so they're sleeping right now. Um, I'm smoking on same as always, Gorilla Gas, and then I got some Sleepy Time shit, uh, pink something. I fucking forget. Anyways, um, cheers. Come check us out on the uh, Discord because we're having a good old time over there, chilling, hanging out. Um, but yeah, so cheers, everybody. Good day. What it is, what it do. That's an interesting perspective. He's like, I'm gonna freaking turn around and give you, How you get my shot. grinder. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna talk. That would have been funny if you talked. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everyone? I hope everyone's having a great night. Um, Hello, we gotta go water in a couple of minutes, charging my phone. Mm-hmm. About it. Dang it, I kind of forgot to water. All right, I'm gonna have to water after the show too. This is, this is watering night. It's funny how everyone's watering tonight. Oh, um, yeah. From damn plants. It's been weirdly dry water. lately. Like with the uh, the cold weather, basically we've had a bunch of uh, we've even had like snow and stuff. So I guess we've had a bunch of different cold fronts. It's been fiendishly dry. So like uh, uh, 
even though, even if it's raining, it's been weirdly dry. So that's kind of funny, I guess, because a lot of people's furnaces are going. So like everywhere you go, like everyone's like moisturizing their nose and sneezing and stuff. And you feel your nose all sneezy and dry. It's really interesting. Uh, plus the garden reacts differently, right? When it's like super dry instead of like 65% or whatever. Nasal cam, noob gross. That's pretty funny. Honestly, that is pretty funny. Uh, what's engine? What's going on, dude? What's the, what's, what's good going work? on? What's going on? Here's big up. Big up Team Rock, big up Smash, big up mm-hmm. D, big up Polar Chat. Hope everybody's living well. Um, yeah, welcome back to the most interactive show. Hope you all are ready to get down and just learn and burn and uh, discuss some cannabis, man. Get down, get down. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Little so distracted, close. catching up on a little paperwork here. Hey, no worries, man. Uh, we're all a bit distracted. I feel like I am actually a little bit high. I need to recreate what I smoked earlier because that was apparently really good uh what was i gonna say ladies and gentlemen hop onto the show this is uh, if you're new to the show if you're just uh, tuning in uh the panel that we have here basically is uh i've actually forgotten to, to describe the show i probably I, I was describing it for a while and I, I actually have forgotten to do so first of all ladies and gentlemen the show is for education and entertainment purposes only so obviously uh we're pretend characters we don't really do anything seriously here please don't emulate us unless uh, for example if it is legal where you are then of course you can do whatever you want uh, you know freedom is, is a good thing but you know uh, how do i say this uh, uh use your due diligence use your your follow your appropriate laws follow your, follow your local laws and don't do whatever stupid. you are that's it exactly right uh last thing i want to find out is that uh, uh cannabis for some reason made laws. your life yeah exactly for some reason cannabis made your life worse that would be terrible so cannabis should make your life better not worse cheers t ben what's going on my friend uh everybody in the house here introvert what's going on dude claude uh, all you folks, uh, folks, you guys are welcome, by the way. Uh, we've had a pretty good time, honestly, of uh, folks, new folks uh, hopping by. We haven't had any weirdos. We haven't yeah, had any like trolls or anything else. So honestly, I don't even really have to say like, don't be a fucking weirdo. Like just everybody's been chill. So if you guys want to like, hop on and talk to us and goof off, show off your garden or tell us what you're uh, smoking on or whatever, you know, the rules are fairly simple. Honestly, just be civilized or at least half civilized, you know, like uh, uh, don't come on here to fight. You know what I mean? Like if you're on here to fight, it's probably the wrong show for you. Don't be a douchebag. You know what I mean? Other than that, you're fucking welcome to come. Uh, you don't have to be a complete expert in cannabis. You know, we like actually fresh opinions. Uh, honestly, a lot of times, uh, fresh faces, fresh, uh, 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 fresh minds have interesting questions, you know, not always, of course, but a lot of times they'll have a different perspective about an issue. And, you know, you might even know. get someone like Coot or Potent to reevaluate something sometimes. Well, I, I don't think we can give an expert much help. I mean, like, uh, right. I, I don't think, we, right. I, I think a beginner would like, let's we troubleshoot Coot's garden for him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's I mean, tell him he needs more CalMag. I bet he does. I bet Coot needs more CalMag. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, I think I've just been been rotting and bubbling with this idea that Ian put in my head. It was of the making the one true Skittles. <laughs> the Skittles BX7. <laughs> no, the one true Skittles. It's the one cross with the Skittles. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> uh, that would be the you can eat just one. Yeah. Oh, wait, is that the M&Ms that you can't just eat one? M&M's is melting your, melt your mouth, not melts your hand. Melting your mouth, not your face. Which is the, you can't eat just one. Is it Pringles, maybe? Shit, I'm like, ah, that's Lays. That no, it's Lays. That's, isn't it? Bet you just can't eat one. I thought right. that was Cheez-Its. All right, I'm just going to Google this because this is taking forever. It's not really interesting. <laughs> I think you it's can't. potato chips. It's Lays. Dang it. That's not funny. 
It is. Hey, I down those. Big apple. I down those ketchup chips are. <laughs> uh, you sure did. Yes, so Man, you need to try if, uh, to find a Trader Joe's around you because Trader Joe's has all kinds of cool um, chips like uh, ghost pepper. Dude, they have these ones that are so fucking good. They're incredible. What's up, Kenny? Cheers. Uh, let me think. Where are they again? White truffle uh, oil, and it's actually truffle oil. The, we should even talk about truffle oil in a second. But uh, actual white truffle oil with sprinkled truffle, and the potatoes are like yearling something or other organic potatoes. They're fucking fire, these chips. Like each chip is like so flavorful. Uh, ghost pepper, all kinds of weird ass shit. You should check that stuff out. Like if you like the, the tomato or whatever. Oh, and Korean stores. Holy shit, Korean stores have really cool chips. I'm looking at like the, what are they, the cool like, snacks from all over the world and shit like mm. kid cats like flavors that we'll never get you know what i mean that shit's kind of interesting to me the vietnamese now. stores have all kinds of cool kid that kid cats they'll have like green tea kit cat oh, yeah, all kinds of weird shit, you know, like, shit. The, uh, dude this one that i saw was literally i swear to shit i should have bought it then i was like i'm never gonna eat this it was like <laughs> dried squid I swear, oh. I can't swear to that was because it was in Vietnamese, but I'm pretty sure it was dried squid. Uh, 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 Kit Kat, delicious. <laughs> like no, no. My favorite the thing is like, dude. I, I frequently <laughs> buy things that are like disgusting, and then I'm like instant regret. Like I bought like, this whole thing from Costco of uh, durian, like like bread cakes, and I was like, oh, I hope this is the custardy durian. It really wasn't. It was the like butthole death durian, and I had like one on the way home because I was starving. And I had no water or anything in the car. I normally have water with me. So, and we was a traffic jam too. So I just had to sit there and drive out like, I'm off. What's up with this uh, (laughs) 95 being closed or something? What's that? I've like, I've I've been seeing a bunch of people saying like, so I-95's closed. People are like trapped for like 24 hours on the side of the road. Oh, Colorado, whatever. Yeah. Google Maps is like bringing people like off-roading. I don't know, man. This country is falling apart at the fucking seams. There was something the other day about how the truckers wouldn't go into to Colorado uh, because uh, one of the dudes, one of the Colorado, was, no, he wasn't from Colorado. The dude hit a couple of people in a, in a snowstorm. He was kind of negligent and he actually killed like two or three people and uh, Colorado threw the book at him. So yeah, they like, actually all the truckers, changed it. Did they reverse I it? I see. Huh. 10 years. That was a tough one. Uh, 10 years. That was a fucking shitty one because like the guy was mega negligent, but he also like, he didn't mean to kill the people. So it's like, it's kind of harsh to throw him away for jail forever. But at the same time, like, dude, he was mega negligent. He should have pulled over and everything else. I don't remember. His brakes went out. Yeah. But I mean, there were places uh, uh, he could have pulled over a bunch of times and he kept driving. Like there were, there were uh, uh, lost truck ramps. There's all kinds of places where he could have pulled over and truckers are supposed to be uh, trained actually to deal with. Uh, loose brakes that's not i mean that happens like it's not it's like it happens every day but it happens somewhat frequently yeah Um, happens a lot i actually i was driving happens a lot yeah right uh, i was working in a landscaping company you know the big it was it wasn't the little dump trucks it was one of the medium-sized dump trucks i just went and picked up a full load of bark mulch so it was topped off uh and it was probably like a like a six foot side five foot sides and I'm going down a hill and all of a sudden I hear clunk and I had no brakes. <laughs> and <laughs> I've been in yeah, I've been in situations where like you panic, but you gotta think. Like I end I, I instantly grabbed the emergency brake and used it to slow down, you know what I mean? Because I I figured it's on a different 
you got to think most of the time because the new cars are just button emergency brakes. Hmm. That wouldn't work. I don't All right. Think, you know, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I this one's on another wire and it's physically closing and opening mm. it. Like I was using my arm to fucking yeah, break. Yeah, emergency brake is an actual wire. You can feel the car kind of go down when you when you do it. Yeah. Um, interesting. How does the emergency brake work on a like a semi? Does it does it pop in the back or on the on the the cab or what does it do? Because I was like, fuck! If you had an emergency brake, the cab so would it's just different. Uh, well, no, that, right? That's a Jake brake. The Jake brake's the one you hear going, bah, 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 and they have regular brakes too. Hmm. And they're air brakes. They're not anything on a line, yeah. like a, a physical line. Everything's done by hydraulic air or whatever. Tough situation. Uh, what was it going to say? Uh, yeah, right. Hey, Dude, I've seen I've seen trucks uh, flashing their lights and stuff with their brakes out. They basically flash their lights. I've even seen cops escorting those before, like on the freeway. And the, the you know how do I say this? The cops ahead, basically maybe five or six car lengths, and then the the truck was basically signaling the lights so they could go to the they call it the runaway truck lamp the ramp lamp. And I'm talking like a weirdo today. What's going on, Kenny? Cheers, dude. Cheers, uh, guys. Chilling, man. What's going on, man? That was just, uh, uh, I guess I was talking about, but Kenny, you're always good to have on. Kenny is a special guest, man. We promised not to kill Kenny. Weed has never killed Kenny. Haven't We're done not it yet. Kill Kenny. It's not going to. We, we haven't done it yet, so I don't what if, foresee it happening. Do you feel like Wes? Can we promise that, or what if it's one of those situations where we're like accidentally I, uh, step well, out of the way? I mean, and, like, we make no, no promises, but I mean, we'll right? do our best. Yeah. We're gonna do our goddamn best. That's it. Absolutely. We promise not to kill Kenny oh, any do. more than we promise to kill. No, 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 that doesn't work. We promise to uh, to not kill him the same that we're not going to kill anyone else on the show. Exactly. Yes, because we have no plans that anyone knows of to kill anyone on the show. So that comports with. I think that makes sense. I think doesn't any like any hybrid car technically have Jake brakes to for regenerative braking? Uh, I don't know. Jake brake is just an engine brake. Yeah, and that's, I guess. I guess it, it's just not the like exact same. Sorry, uh, Bud and Hazard was like my Prius has a Jake brake. LOL. And I thought about it. And I'm like, that makes sense because it needs to regenerative brake. Because like they're not like when a hybrid's working, you're not getting like when you're pressing the gas, you're using gas. But when you get off the gas, is when you're saving energy. I guess. So, uh, man, alive! I ninety five is a huge long road. Holy cow! I told you, Virginia to Colorado to, wow, something crazy is going on. And check out Google. Uh, I say Google because I use Google, but uh, type in Google Maps takes people hundreds of people off road. Isn't that illegal? Going to people's property. Same. I mean, if it's uh, it's well, it'd be a different story, but uh, inner yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be sending it around on the highway stranded, I would at least you know fend for myself at that point. You know, right. I mean, that's just crazy. They just show me all kinds of random stuff. They can tell oh, me any that. kind of tickets they want to. I'm gonna drive my way out of it. <laughs> I mean, you're not supposed to drive through people's fields and stuff, but 
It's just from a, a company Close or off route. Yeah, that's that's different. It's like close and off road routes. Yeah. Trying to find it. Hold on. Like that must be the map, but one f- yeah, it like took them through like a forest. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, scroll down just a little bit. It says it appears that Google Maps may have guided weary Lake Tahoe travelers to closed off and even dangerous roads amid record-setting snowfall. Uh, mm-hmm. Could name the service from closed, uh, potentially precarious, short, precarious shortcuts. Uh, you're sending people to a poorly maintained forest road to their death in a severe <laughs> blizzard. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> wow. Oh, but it is a get... path though. Scroll up slightly. What does it say there? It said uh, uh, down down a little bit uh, right there. <laughs> Uh, what does it say there? Fairly narrow two lane path going through the town. Well, okay, so a path is like for walking, like a yeah, hiking. No, path. no, no. It's like, uh, I bet you it's like one of the off road roads, like the like uh, like like for, yeah. forestry yeah. roads. You ever see yeah. those right. forestry roads? I mean, um, uh, it looks like that too. If you look at it, it's like technically the crazy. old, like, uh, uh, the old, like I used to have a Garmin that had like traffic whatever it's not funny uh-huh. how those things don't even exist anymore right but uh and people would always like when those came out people would drive into lakes and shit because the garmin would like relocate them into a goddamn lake I, I still to this day can't understand how people can be that foolish but whatever um if there was massive massive traffic and there was no way to go like if the, tri- if the trip was basically going to take a freaking super long time the garmin would give you the option do you want to take a, a extra side roads or whatever uh, maybe some don't give that option and just do it. But I'm just thinking to myself, a couple of times I got stuck in like, the, the garment was telling me like, this is going to be three hours. And so basically I took like just total gravel roads or whatever to get around it. But it was like 15 minutes to get around it. So I'm just thinking to myself, was that the kind of thing? And these people are complaining or was it literally like dirt roads? When I looked at it, I saw, obviously, you know me, I'm, I'm scrolling through TikToks and instagram and stuff because like that's kind of what i do on the side i play with that stuff um so the roads i've seen them going on was like a snowy road it looked like the side of like there's cars coming down and up so it was a road that looked like it's never used the forestry people probably use it to get into the woods for something and then come back out it was pretty funny um what's it gonna say fucking i don't know I got stoned. You're welcome. I got stoned and you missed it. We found this show. If it's a park or any type of that sort, it should have been managed, though. It's at the same time. Maybe adding uh, those big stones. And I mean, around the Tahoe, that's super, super well managed. It was probably managed, but it was in the middle of a fucking snowfall. Yeah, that was the problem. You know, but then again, too, uh, I'm wondering if Google's prioritizing like get these people out of the blizzard. I'm curious because like being stuck out in the middle of the snow uh, snowfall, even in your car, is not really ideal either. I'm just honestly curious how that kind of stuff happens. You know. Anyway, Uh, what's new, Kenny? How's the garden? Uh, Garden's doing great. Uh, Actually, so I gave my my, basically my issue my my little plants last week. I actually gave them to a fellow uh, member of the Discord, Loka. Oh, yeah. He's now housing the seedlings I had. So mm-hmm. I asked him for a cut uh, of one of the ones I wanted. Um, if it was a female, I wanted a cut of it. <clears throat> but that kind of that solves two problems for me. You know, me, a canopy issue. It was going to be one. And then a timing issue. 
and I'm still able to get a cutback. So, which is, it's a win for everyone, basically. Um, so now I'm just going to scrub these two plants out and fill my canopy. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Mm. Then I just filled up my sip for the second time. So this sip container lasted over almost three weeks. No kidding. Of water. Yeah. Well, that's also because you don't have a crazy amount of plants drinking out of it yet. Yeah. Right. You go down as you go further on it. Yep. It's so also yeah, 31 you, gallons of water. Yeah. Once water, you fucking, water. once that fucking apple fritter and dog walker blow up, it's going to be drinking. Trust me. Yeah. Um, as soon as those roots get into that system, they'll turn into water roots and they'll just start absorbing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I added LAB this time, so added that to the rest. I was going to say, what do you do to, to keep it from going sour and stuff, just sitting there? And so I guess like LAB. I should have done it the first time, but I didn't think about it. I just wanted to fill it up. And honestly, I was thinking I may had some issues with it, with the um, maybe a deficiency that's showing with the pH lockout, maybe. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> with that zinc deficiency I was having with the dog walker, with that purpling. Could have been a, a, the water issue and the res. I told you it wasn't your light. <laughs> well, the light helped. It was adding us, you know, some stress. Um, it was just too close. I thought, dude, I put my LED so close to my plants. <laughs> I'll let them grow up into the HLG 600 if they want to. The new growth is looking good, though, so. If they Those, grow up, uh, anyway, I don't know about the. Bit, I don't know about the diode ones. What actually I do? I just got a little diode thing for my uh, drone, and these diodes are fucking lunatic bright. Like if I accidentally turn it on in my eye, it Let actually blinds you a little bit. Don't turn it on. Well, it probably won't. Like it probably won't show up. But yeah, I mean, it oh, just shows cool. up as like a bright LED or whatever. But you stick it on top of your drone, you can fly like at night and stuff. So I almost shun it. And that even with the cap on there, it was too freaking bright. When you take the cap off, because it's like a green, how does it come off? Well, specialized things like you guys don't even want to know how much this stupid fucking led cost but anyway uh, you have to have it to fly at night so anyway um what was i going to say that this is stupid bright like just stupid freaking bright i mean you obviously oh, can't see how bright that green. is but it's, it's fucking retarded bright uh anyway um there's like a red cap and a green cap whatever i was thinking to myself uh it's so bright that um what did i notice that it was something with an led I guess I'm forgetting that part, but uh, comb lights were definitely too bright for uh, uh, plants to grow right up into them because they would burn. They'd burn like uh, uh, colas. They'd even burn like veg plants. Like if the veg plant, like the leaves get too close, they'll bleach out basically. That's how bright those lights are. But I wonder if these individual little bulbs or these individual little LED things, I wonder if those are too bright. Maybe it's not, you know, maybe even if it's too bright for our eyes, maybe it's fine for the, the plants. I'm kind of talking talking out loud. I have to be honest, but there no, is a right, difference between the cobs. Yeah, and the flat, they can't get like, they can't get too bright. Remember we were talking. Remember we were talking. They're smashed about them curling over and like when they get there, there is too much. Light. They can't get too much light. <laughs> oh there. yeah, of course there is. Well, they, they they will they'll curl leaves will curl right over and show the bottom side if they're given too much light. I've had but, problems uh, with HPS and like Fumi said, I, I use cobs. And a cob's a big diode. Like they run pretty fucking hot, depending on how much wattage you're running through it. I mean, it's just one big diode. It's not spread. The diode out. you showed us was like I would say two inches, the three inches thick. 
or square. It's pretty thick. What, the one that I just showed you? No, the Cobb diode that's oh, uh, Smash showed us the other day on the Discord channel. But it was, yeah, it was good size. It was like a maybe two to three inches thick, just one diode. Okay. I think it was Cree. Yeah, it, it was. So it was like the CXB 590s, whatever they were called. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, what it yeah. is, is I guess like 100 or 200 little diodes all basically put together. It's all the chips on board, basically, I guess. Is what, what it looks like called. one diode. One gigantic. They diode. put them together so close that it basically looks like one. But if you shut it off, you could actually see like little tiny gaps between them. But they basically print them all in the same uh, chip. It just like I guess saved money and stuff. I don't remember if there was another reason for it, but I think that was the big one. Is they just save money because otherwise you have to spot solder them. Like each individual one has to get like spot placed. Whereas those they just printed them on like a little uh, a round die and then sent them out pretty much. Um, they work really well because they penetrate a little bit better. I want to say than the flat. Like quantum That's board styles. Said. That's what she said, indeed. Uh, but uh, how do I say this? I want to say that every time I've seen the, the quantum board style grows, the people really have very thick canopy, but about six inches of it. That's what she said, too. Uh, but uh, ah, that didn't work very well. It was a work in progress. But anyway, uh, they'll have like a really thick six or maybe eight inch canopy or something, but they won't have like 12 or, or, or 18 or, you know, like three feet of canopy, like an HPS. But with Cobbs, I think you can still get that. It's a weird little, I'm not really sure why it works that way, but somehow those lights, maybe because they're just like single points of source all throughout it, they seem to penetrate down into the, the canopy a little bit better. I don't know. Maybe there's a way to I get still, around it. But Yeah. I still think genetics play the biggest role of, of all of it, you know. Sure you yeah, right but I mean, you put, you put the same genetics in different light, you'll see noticeably yeah. different morphology. You put it under a CMH, you'll see one yeah. thing. And under an LED, you'll see another. Under an HPS, you'll see another. Under double-ended HPS, you'll see another. It's really interesting. Grow Some one cut inside another. and then grow that same cut yeah. outside. It look yeah. nothing like. I may do that. I may do like a little, uh, you know, who knows. I can show you pictures. I can show you pictures. Like same two cut, uh, same cut inside, outside. Look night and day different. Like you couldn't even tell they're the same plant. Even expressed differently, terpenes and stuff. Like generally the same, but different. Like like different, altogether different. When do you put a cut outside? Is it normally around like springtime, a little later springtime? After the first frost. <clears throat> after June after 21st. Your, I mean, sorry, usually. after your last frost. Uh, so I guess or, it's. So I, I, usually, I usually wait for the days just to be on the de decline. Oh, um, that makes sense. A two four weekend, which is the yeah. holiday. I'm guessing it's all get them, if you can get them out. Yeah, if you can get them early, you can get them out. Like, see that—that's where I prefer doing seeds outside because then you just put them outside and they just do great no matter what. You put the clones out, and sometimes the clones you put them too early, they'll start pre-flowering and auto-flowering and stuff, mm -hmm. and then they'll basically re-veg and go back to friggin' to normal after a few days once they figure out what's going on. Some I've even had some that um will herm. They've been they were normal though their whole lives. And then you switch them from indoor to outdoor and they'll, they'll herm just on the uh, stress of going outside. Yeah. And don't forget, you have, whenever you're taking something from indoor outdoor, you have to harden them off too. So what you have yeah. to do is you have to take them and you have to keep put them in under like a patio roof or something where they don't get direct sunlight and you need to give them like a week, week and a half and just let them harden off and slowly bring them and then get them like, 
to like a couple hours light of, of direct light of direct sunlight a day and then the rest in the shade and then on to four hours of the day and then full on yeah. and you yeah, want guess- to put them in a place where they're going to be at least getting i like to shoot for seven to eight hours of direct sunlight i would agree smash is correct so I was looking for a kind of half semi forestry area, oh, yeah. uh, somewhere along the lines. Uh, just usually gonna... go out in the woods and look up. Just keep walking, and then once you find yeah. a clearing, you'll figure it out. You'll you'll be like, "This is the perfect oh, spot." Tell yeah. you just heard. Oh, I'll probably just add sure. some worm castings and some <laughs> barley. Probably about it. Plant in the ground. I might go out in the woods in my backyard and do some auto flowers just for the fun of it. My auto that was always what I wanted auto flowers for us. Have a big bag of auto flowers so you can just sprinkle them everywhere. Right? I'm going to try doing some some funny ones this year. Getting a plant going at places you wouldn't think. I'll go in front of the police station and plant one like on the side of the building. <laughs> one of these days I would love to. I would love, like, I, supposedly you're not supposed to because I think it's like vandalism or whatever, so don't do that. But uh, uh, in fact, don't do that. But I would love to grow some weed at the police station. Just like watch the landscaper, like take care of it. You know, I always see little weed plants at like the front of 7-Elevens and shit in their <laughs> pots because people are rolling blunts or whatever and they just right. throw their seeds in there. That's funny. So I don't know how many people out there know who Dana Larson is. He's a Canadian big part. Like he's like the uh, an activist and everything for cannabis uh, before it was legal. Now he's trying to uh, legalize mushrooms in Canada. But before that, every year he would go and get uh, get a mailing list, and you can get on the list, and he'll send you some free seeds that you're supposed to take, pitch them in the park or whatever, in the gardens or whatever. Pretty awesome. If I had a handful of like hemp seeds, I would literally be like planting them everywhere. But I'm not gonna to fucking like give out my good like plant my good seeds. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Here's a Morgana. Here's a Tommy Trike. <laughs> here's my cat back. Right. Um, I'm gonna put skunk house here. Okay, is that showing? I can't even tell which. Fuck. I have a bunch of photos open, and I should have set up a slideshow because I wanted to show the difference between uh, literally the same cut. I picked up the cut. Uh, a friend of mine, actually Stevie, that I was talking about, uh, the, uh, Stevie from Ruby Jack, Stevie. We went and we picked up uh, Mac 1 from a friend of mine, and uh, he basically picked up uh, a Mac for his friend, essentially. Uh, and I wanted to show... Uh, the outdoor versus the indoor, but it's I'm struggling now. I have so many of these freaking things open. God damn it! How do I? Open I don't think them I've seen Mac outdoor. I think I've seen right, nothing well, but indoor. Close Mac. all these other ones for a second. That is annoying. I got a couple of Mac clones right now. I did I uh, a Mac get and cream outdoors that yeah. came out super perfectly. Hmm. See, mine uh, uh, came out really, really purple. Uh, the So the photos, as soon as I show them, because I'm closing these goddamn photos all right now, I'll probably be able to see them. This dude grew them outdoor, uh, and uh, basically I photographed them. It was literally the same cut, right? 
Is that the photo? There we go. I think that's the photo right there. A uh, little bit different structure, certainly more open and everything else, and much less purple on the nug uh, meat itself. Still a pretty fat nug, honestly. That was a that was a pretty substantial cola right there. That was probably just from leaf tip to leaf tip. That's probably twelve or fifteen inches across, honestly. So you'd, you'd struggle. Sorry, that was the to indoor. Put hand around there. This is the outdoor, honestly. That's the outdoor. And uh, let's see here. Let me find another photo of it. Uh, this is with the full moon. Oh, come on. Close that. There we go. You can see that. Uh, pretty picture. Uh, mm -hmm. Let me show another horizontal with the full moon. Where is it? Right there. Boom. That one right there. Uh, beautiful plant. Great aroma on and on. But my friend who was growing it was also very disappointed because it had been taking so, 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 so long. However, right at the end, it did actually finish up. And he told me, oh, man, like, right, a couple of days after you left, it actually got, like, even nicer. I started to see him harvest it. And basically, apparently, within just a couple of days, it really started to ripen up. Uh, let's see. Was that basically all the outdoor ones that I had? Yeah, for now, I guess. Now I can show this one. This was, again, remember, same plant, same same clone, same cut. It was the Mac 1, the, the Caps cut. Uh, this I grew indoors and I let this one basically finish because I thought, all right, everyone says it's supposed to be super beautiful and whatever. Well, sure enough, it actually did finish really, 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 really beautiful, but it took me a cycle and a half. Uh, it was the, the probably the sec at this point, second slowest uh, vegging plant that I've ever had, but uh, among the noticeably outlying slowest uh, uh, vegging plants that I've ever <laughs> had. And then uh, the yield was atrocious. I, guess, I think I got one jar total uh, from Mac. And that, I mean, I normally get three, four or five jars out of a plant. So one jar, that said a lot to me. Uh, but it was really, really pretty. I mean, really, really stunningly pretty. I wonder if I can find some more of these fucking photos. I'll just open them again. Uh, is this mine? Yes, this is mine. I'll just show this one because it's taking forever to show them for some reason. Uh, this, like, uh, really pretty plant, right? Like, faded to black. Like this is not quote unquote photoshopped. This is this is I, I don't really do any of that kind of stuff. Uh, I just do you know contrast curves stuff like that. I don't really add new colors or anything. So this really it faded beautifully. I mean those interstitial, uh, um, uh, what do they call it? The opposite of chlorosis. Anyway, the color in there fucking amazing. Uh, the aroma was stunning. Blah blah blah. I loved it. Honestly, really really a beautiful beautiful plant. And you can see this is a tighter and honestly much smaller uh, cola. So again, remember what I said inside. It's a actually outdoors that was not the the dude's uh, highest performing plant either. But it was a fairly substantial plant. But indoors it it, it needed more or something. I don't know. But um, gorgeous plant for what it's worth. I wish I honestly I gave it up too easily. I should have probably uh, taken some clones and I was all pissed off about it. I kind of lost a friend over it and stuff. But uh, I would like to grow it again, but you know, it is what it is. The other person has it probably is not going to give it back to me. I learned a lesson that way. Like uh, when you give people clones and, or give people clones, like you might not get it back. Even if you ask nicely, it is what it is. But uh, what was I going to say? Um, I don't know. It's probably for the better. Like I, I'm always talking shit about it. I guess I don't mean to talk shit about it because different strains are different for different people, right? Like some people fucking love the Mac. So there's got to be something good about it. Right. But like when I smoke it, I still have some D likes it right on, man. Uh, when I smoke it, I'm just like, next, I just, I have to smoke another one. Flavor's nice though, but some people, man, that's their, that's the bee's knees for them. So it's interesting. Especially now with the hybrids. Do you have a hybrid D or do you have the, like the so-called Mac one, the, the caps cut, blah, 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 all that stuff. Uh, I have to call the client for the grower. I got the gotcha. But he gets pretty good fire. Like that, the crinkle cushion I got now, um, 
he had clones from in the summer. I never grew any, but I had another patient that grew, and I got to try, and it was fucking fire. So I'm like, okay, I want mm. some. And this is D-Lo's Crinkle Kush, so. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, the reality is maybe I gave it a, a, an unfair shake. You know, like, there's so many people that love it that can't be all bad. Same thing with Koo. You know, he likes to make fun of, uh, what does he call it, Skittles and Piddles and whatever else. Like, a lot of people like that flavor, man. Uh, who was it? I want to say I was watching uh, Cheap Home Grow, and I think Jack was talking about Skittles being the only plant so far that uh, doesn't have uh, uh, mercine in it, basically. I don't know if that's pervasive across the line, but anyway, I might have that right. Um, that's kind of interesting. I don't know. Like everything else has at least a little bit of mercine. Yeah, mercine. I think this has mercy in it, yeah. Pretty much everything does. Focus. Uh, I actually listen to you. That's pretty funny. What's the flavor behind mercy? Okay. Is that earthy mango-ish? I mean, it comes out differently, but it's like anywhere from like fresh dirt to kind of stinky. Like some of the stinky flavors really come from mercy, but a lot of times it's just like, you know, mango. So like mango, uh, if you actually eat mangoes while you're smoking, it'll actually modulate your high because it has so much mercy in it. Your runs. I think I, uh, I'm more of a, actually, the papaya, uh, what was it? Papaya rum cake was the, the papaya cross to a Skittles Mai Tai, which that's his uh, mail. It was pretty fucking good weed. I, I'm going to grow it again. I saved a bunch. Uh, I don't know. I saved a good amount of seeds, and I had a really good female rate. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I kind of wish I kept the really gassy pheno of it. Like, like you open the jar and it was just offensive. I have you know, some craving more gas lately. Uh, what was it? Uh, oh, I gave a. This is a funny one. I'm hopefully going to flower this in a second here. Um, not the biggest plant, but one of Lemon Hoko's, uh, the Blueberry BX3. Uh, oh. I've been growing a couple of those at a time, trying to find like a female, and I've just been pulling male after male after male. So finally, after like, I think eight or nine males, I finally pulled this really killer. I mean, I full, pulled a couple of really killer males on this. I was thinking about breeding with them, but uh, finally pulled a, a female out. And just the stem rub is amazing on her. She's Wes, you would love it. It's like. When at first I smelled, I was like, the who's shit in here? It's basically a, like a bird shit of blueberry. It's so offensive. Sounds good. <laughs> like a, a bird ate a blueberry and then shit it out, mostly intact. And uh, mostly, though, it's, I mean, God, you freaks, you freaks probably would love it. I'm curious how that's going to run. I like the blueberry uh, taste. I, I do like the blueberry. Dude, there's so many of the freaks in our freaking neighborhood love uh uh, what West, uh, uh, stinky feet, halitosis. Yeah. Well, I don't know about oh, uh, Jesus. You pick the worst ones you could go with, but yes, a skunk, the trash Dead cans, animals, right? The trash cans. So what? A trash can is that much better? <laughs> baby poop. Or pony poop. Some people like baby poop. They obviously don't have babies. I got this. I uh, checking my hands. <laughs> well, when I went and visited Loka, uh, he gave me this stuff he had, and it had it had this. Stench to it that smelled like like somebody's bad breath. It was just raunchy, bad breath. Just yeah, that like hot. That. I'm like when I smell that, I, I go. I need to brush my teeth or go throw up or something. You know, it was, like, oh, it was funky. I know that. I was like, damn. 
Each their own. I, I hate shit. I hate weed that smells like feet though. No, that's just fucking disgusting. Uh, I think we both agree on that. There's a lot of people who like it though. Let me think. Um speaking of Jack, I was that he was on the cheap homegrow show and he was talking about he likes the feet smell or something. I'm not gonna put it in his mouth, but uh well, that is kind of funny putting feet in his mouth. But anyway, uh, I think it was maybe fish. him from that room. Then again, like, or I do cheesy, and some people have cheesy feet. So I mean, oh, I guess. <laughs> right. Uh, now that I think about it. Uh, somebody in the old garden club pulled out like a really foot uh, tree of life. The like, cannabisian had that like cheesy. What was it? It was like cheesy with some like vegetal bitter. I can't remember what it was exactly. Anyway, one of them came out super foot. I want to say like Tom. I think it was Tom that pulled out like just this foot smelling <laughs> one. So fucking weird. Anyway, New Gross says dirty fermented gym socks is his favorite. <laughs> oh my God. It's their own. Did you love that blueberry stuff. then? Holy crap. It's so foul. Like I, I, I was, I was trying to figure out what it was at first because I couldn't see the label. But I was like, "Oh, what was this one again?" And sure enough, I was like, "Holy shit!" Interesting, interesting aromas. So I'm not necessarily craving that, but I have been craving gas lately uh, more. So as much as I've been talking shit about it, I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna finally go some." some I can't wait to flower this dog walker after this pure gas. Right, right on. That'll nice. be good. Um, good. Uh, yeah. somebody sent me somebody watching the show sent me some really cool seeds actually the other day uh, uh, he knows who he is he's probably watching but Michael I don't know what his uh, I can't remember what his uh, uh, handle is right now dang it Michael what, whatever your freaking uh, handle is let me know uh, so he sent me some cool uh, autoflower seeds or not no, autoflower some uh, feminized couple of things I think a couple of them are going to uh, end up in contests in the future there's a cool new uh, breeder at least new to me it was like uh Oh shit, I'm Ow. forgetting right now. Zorg. I was like, what? Zorg from like the, the freaking uh, the fifth element? <laughs> but anyway, there was some cool stuff in there. Uh, but anyway, uh, one of the things was from CSI Humboldt. And I remember, uh, dude, CSI is supposed to be excellent. And I remember like when I first started growing, I was such a fucking noob. I was talking to CSI. I was like, well, so how could these seeds are so expensive? I, I went to like some cannabis show and I was like, but these are like, I was all pissed off, but I wasn't pissed off, but I was a little bit huffy about it. I was like, dude, why are these seeds so fucking expensive? And he's like, well, but you know, I've been working on it for this and this and this and this. And I didn't know the guy from a fucking hole in the wall. So I'm like, I was supposed to take your word for it, blah, blah, blah. And he was just super nice about it. He was like, well, yeah, kind of. But anyways, with CSI, like all these years, I feel bad about just treating it like a fucking dipshit. Like, so how am I supposed to know that this is going to taste like blah, blah, blah. And he's like, dude, just shut the fuck up and grow my plants. But anyway, like everybody else loves his shit. Here's fucking dumbass female army like, well, <laughs> can I speak to your manager? You guys want to talk about this? Uh, it says the 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 mystery weed smelled like mango peels, and that was probably literally them putting orange peels in the bag. And back in the day, do you think so? Well, oh, yeah. it's just like literally mangoish. Because I mean, again, do you know how many weeds I've got that smelled like orange and mango? And they and they they what they thought it did or it did help a little bit, but it would if it's dry weed, you put a couple uh peels in there and it will absorb the moisture from it. Rehydrate and make it smell good. Moist. Moist. You're also getting white out of that too. What's that? You re-moisten it. Yeah, you're you're kind of adding white. It's important to re-moisten it. Really important. It's important to keep it moist. 
that's uh, your mom. I love that VOS. Uh, as well. Digital high five, bro. That was perfect. Right. That's it. it was uh, long time no see. Florinog's in the house. What's going on, dude? Uh, he's talking about uh, BTYOG. Funny enough, that's the second time we've been talking about BTYOG in like uh, two shows, I want to say. BTYOG was uh, from uh, PH Nerd, now called Spartan Family Genetics. What's his re- regular? Maybe it's still PH Nerd. I think it's still PH Nerd. Anyway, uh, his breeding company is, uh, now is uh, Spartan Family Genetics. Cool dude. Uh, he, he's the guy that bred the Bewitched, uh, B slash Witched. It was a really cool strain. Um, I, I, I never finished the story with that freaking Bewitched. Like, we're always talking about the Spartan and whatever else. Bewitched was this freaking hilarious uh, uh, cut for me. Maybe I actually, now I'm thinking about it. Maybe I actually have set, uh, finished the story. But uh, I was telling Charlie's Farm, like, Bewitched is this amazingly cakey flavored strain. And I remember, like, it's crazy to think it was like five years ago, but literally like five years ago, cakey stuff was really blowing up. And that was like when we first started to hear about like Mac and all that kind of stuff. And there's just lots and lots of sweet cakey stuff blown up. And I was like, man, why is this Bewitched not more popular? The only thing that I can figure is that at the time, Bewitched was kind of a quote unquote sativa. It was very uplifting, like conversational weed. Pete Stern called it. I remember asking like, hey, what's the high on this? And he said, oh, it's very conversational. And sure enough, he was right. You get really giggly and just like, kind of like the Morgana, honestly. Very, very Three minutes, Morgana. guys. Three minutes. Got to get them joints Three ready. Three minutes to the 20? Right on, man. Three minutes to the 20, boys. We give up. Sorry for the short short warning, but. No worries, man. Do get them going. Get your bowls. Get your bowls. Oh, doing some things. Uh, Spartan just had a BTYOG, but he bred a BTYOG. Oh, shit. I got it as a tester, though. What was the story there? It was a BTYOG. F2 or something? I don't know, because he sent it called BTYOG. All right, I'm misremembering it. But the Bewitched, I guess I wanted to say that it was such a fucking weird plant because it was crazy, cakey, and delicious. But the only people that were impressed by it were fellow growers. So, like, if I met a grower at, a, like, a show, like a cannabis show, they'd be like, oh, wow, that's a fucking killer weed. They'd smoke a joint with you. They'd be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Who, who makes these seeds? But if you showed it off to one of your friends... They would be so unimpressed. It was like you basically showed them a dog shit. It was the weirdest fucking thing. I still to this day can't figure it out because it was really cakey, really sweet. I even had two phenotypes that I pulled out that were wonderful, like really wonderful. One was uh, the green one was more cakey and the purple one was more. I'm forgetting now. That was my favorite, but it was more. I want to say it had some more berry in it. But anyway, both really, really sweet. And one of them was like deep ass purple red. And yet, like any of my friends that I would give it to, like, eh, whatever, unless they were growers. And then they would be like, holy shit, this is amazing. Red is so rare. that, that Maybe. Yeah, Maybe they rare, thought it was rare, like spoiled uh, like, or something. I had, I had, a, I had a, like a fuchsia pink uh, cut one time. Uh, well, it was actually just a seed and I grew it I grew it out. And like I hadn't, I was back in the day when you tell nobody. And like, I'd never seen anything pink like it. So I fucking, this one dealer that I knew, I'm like, you seen anything like this? And he's like, where the fuck did you get this? He's like, this is the most amazing little shit I ever seen. And I'm like, I grew that. He's like, you grew this? No, like, yeah. Started a friendship. We're still friends. It is rare, actually. Yeah. When I think about it. Um, we all love those compliments, man. They go along. Right. With it. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, I can't even make fun of that because it's true. 
Uh, somebody else in the chat. What's going on? Somebody else. It's a great name. <laughs> Here's Goblin's good buddy. Uh, welcome, folks. Uh, hop on. Uh, bullshit with us. Talking about genetics. Talk about freaking weed. Talk about whatever. CTC's in the house and says, uh, I don't like OGKB and the crosses. Just too much fuel. Um, weirdly enough, I don't think I've ever smoked OG, OGKB. Okay. Uh, but how do I say this? I think it's basically just distillation of one of the here before I freaking mis, misquote everything. What's the KB stand for? Hold on. I think something, something in blueberries. Cheers, I think everybody. It comes from archive and uh, symbiotic. Maybe not. Uh, hold on. OG Kush Breath. So it's OG. Uh, Unknown or legendary. Here we go. Uh, is a mostly sativa, they're saying. Variety from unknown origin. Blah, blah, blah. Unknown origin, probably with Girl, Girl Scout cookies. Uh, they're saying, uh, anyway, Kaya Collective is saying, OJ Kushbrush, the he heavily sativa-dominant cannabis flower, hails from a lineage of mighty flowers by combining OJ Kush, Durban Poison and Girl Scout cookies. Smash is, is giggling right now because uh, he doesn't think that's true at all. Uh, its aroma is light and floral with an earthy taste and slight hints of chocolate in its undertones. Its sativa dominance shines through with powerful head highs and tingly body effects. See, now I actually want to smoke it. I was thinking it was something very, very different. A little goes a long way with OG Kush breath, especially if you find your tolerance to be on the lighter side. Da, 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 da. So they're saying it's... Well, that applies uh, to none of us. <laughs> See, this is what we were talking about before, right? We were saying that the, the Girl Scout cookies was an F1 uh, Durban by an OG Kush. We're like, all right, the, the, the Durban has the cherry pie, blah, blah, blah. But no. Let's see here. OG KB version two. From, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mycotech. I've never grown his seeds, but a few of my friends that have grown his seeds have said he's, he's uh, pretty fanatical about his breeding. So I know he's pretty fanatical about the way he does his mushrooms. So stands to reason he's, he's uh, pretty crazy about it. I don't know. This is not a useful thought I'm having. It was just kind of curious what he recreated, basically. I mean, he used, he's saying, no, he's using an OG KB cut to basically distill it out with OG KB and three chems. I don't know. I have nothing useful to say, I guess, about the subject. I was going to agree, but now I have to say something else. I was going to say with uh, who was in the chat, CTC, I think, was saying, hey, it's too much gas. And I was like, man, I've, I've smoked some of this, like the, the jet fuel. I want to say that was from uh, uh, Archive. Now, of course, I'll look it up. It will be from something completely different. But that's why we look this shit up, or at least that's why I look it up, because I don't want to be wrong. Uh, jet. Um, well, ask the my papaya do it like senator fucking offended people like when you mm. opened it you pulled your face away <laughs> but it wasn't a bad smell it was just straight gas like diesel <laughs> some people love it to death you know some people that's all they like <laughs> i grew some deep chunk crosses some congo made my neighbors hate me really <laughs> yeah. yo that blueberry downstairs is killing it Smells so good. So yeah, I was totally wrong, by the way. So this is unknown or or uh, uh, legendary. Uh, regardless, smoke this, and I remember thinking it was too simple. 
Like, uh, and I mean, that's literally what I thought. I thought it was too simple. It was just like, it was one note, basically. It was like eating carrots, like just carrots. And mm-hmm. I like carrots. You know, I actually enjoy carrots. I like Beautiful carrots, you know, shaved carrots. on, you know, whatever. Yeah. Was, uh, uh, I just thought that I was laughing today because uh, Costco had like uh, rainbow carrots or whatever. Anyway, I love carrots. But imagine having just rocket fuel carrots to the face. And I, I don't know. It was just, it was just too much. I was like, Oh, this is definitely too much gas. And actually now that I think about it since then, I've basically been on a kind of anti-gas cut or, or, or a, a bent. Yeah. Funny enough to think about it. It's been like three years. And um, honestly, it was one of the last times that my uh, uh, tasting society met basically, right? Like two and a half years or two years, whatever, right before COVID. And uh, uh, like I smoked maybe three or four bowls of like, just jet fuel. And I was like, yeah, I'm kind of done with this. Cause at the time I still had my Cali sour, which was really, really gassy. Funny. Anyway, I hadn't thought of that. What's that? Uh, dosi do number 22. Tell us about it, dude. Oh, it's just live resin. Uh, wait, black. <laughs> Pretty good. The, the dosi do is a, a little bit gassy and there's some phenos that are quite chocolatey, right? Yeah. This one's like a chocolatey, like very refined. It kind of smells like a hash rosin. Like, it's ethanol extraction. It's not a protein. Oh, it's pretty good. I like ethanol better, I think. Hmm. Why do you like it better? You get more, I don't know. It seems like you get better flavors. I don't know. I, I actually wouldn't mind putting up the same strain through like this both processes and seeing what they what it does to them. Hmm. That's funny. I believe I, that I, is funny as hell. This legendary at this point, these guys are legendary. They win so many awards and stuff. Uh, I still have not set foot in this place. I need to go there finally. I go to Clackamas all the time. And I'm just never. You should go and, really and never just go there. Yeah, of course go I should. Live on, go live on your Instagram. <laughs> right? So it's a it's Pretty a two piece. You get the chill and then it, and you get the content. Right there, you go. I should probably go there. Uh, uh, what was I going to say earlier? I mean, every time, every time I want to shit on these strains, honestly, I would rather grow them first. Cause a lot of times I want to say some of this stuff. Um, how do I say it? Uh, some of the stuff we just kind of turn up on our noses at her for no good reason. Like, uh, uh, the same friend that had that Mac had, uh, uh, one of the gelatos, couple of the gelatos that I've made fun of on this show. Actually, they smelled really nice. Especially they, 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 they definitely were like temperamental divas. So they, they didn't grow super well, but he got a lot of flour out of them and they were super, super aromatic, like just incredibly aromatic. There's no wonder it was so nice. The uh, ice cream cake and wedding cake that I was making fun of, honestly, holy shit, the ice cream. I don't even know which one was nicer, the wedding cake or the ice cream cake. The ice cream cake, I think was more interesting because the wedding cake, I remember just being kind of deserty, but the ice cream cake, I think was like a quite gassy and just from a smell. I didn't get to smoke it. Uh, what else? Uh, Gary Payton, a few other, these other ones, like uh, some of these strains are actually quite lovely. There's a reason why people are quite uh, hyped about them. It's not just advertising, but anyway. Great. Right. Don on says he got face off from archive this week. Right on, man. Do you get seeds or a uh, uh, flower or what? Whatever he thinks. What are we doing? Uh, I've never grown any uh, seeds from archive. I almost, I guess I almost did. I was going to trade some for somebody, a friend of mine, but I guess I backed out at the last second. No, no, no. He backed out of it. I don't remember. I think it was scrambles. I think he changed his mind. I think he wanted to grow 
I don't remember now. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, hop on, man. We're just uh, we're bullshitting here. I don't know, maybe it's a slow night. Uh, yeah. I like the. Uh, we're going with like what you know, hype strains. We like. You know, I personally like Durbin's. Um, that's my like go to like. I guess you would say hype strain. I love Durbin, man. Yeah. Uh, I haven't had a good one yet. I need to. I need to get like. Um, I haven't grown it yet. Just the, I've always had the flower. I've had a couple of Durban crosses, but the, the ones that I've had have been mega temper, like just so temperamental, such shitty fucking breeding. Um, I don't. Know, I need because I love that turf profile. It's so loud. It's so. But uh, uh, I've said before, I love the idea of like happiness uh, 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 enhancing weed. That Durban is such an, a happiness enhancer for a lot of people. It some people like, don't like uh, the profiles and stuff, and some of the it can give people headaches and stuff. But you know, you can you could probably breathe that out pretty easily. Go ahead. I would say when when I smoke the Durban, I get like a like a real clear soaring high, mm. like real good mood, you know, real clear thoughts. Mm. Um, but yeah, a little bit racy. <laughs> really good stuff. Oh, it's went from one of these days. Yeah, I thought I had a good one. I had a, a really good uh, uh, smelling uh, uh, hybrid, uh, but uh, fuck, it's a temperament a little bitch. So I need to keep looking for something. Yeah, I need better. a row one. I need to do it. Hmm. It's good stuff. Nico's talking about Zamal rather than Durban. Maybe, I don't know. What's the Zamal? Let's see here. Let's look at that. We've heard about that one before. I have some uh, Moroccan Beldia uh, seeds, which is kind of fun, from a friend of mine down in. Uh, Southern Oregon. I want to say he actually got him in, in uh, Europe himself. Uh, let's see here. What was I just going to look up? Uh, well, you know what? We've actually looked this one up before. This is yeah, we did. Uh, we did. This right? was uh, this was um, it was a question on the trivia, and the reason mm-hmm. I knew the question on the trivia is because I had looked for weed names for my dog, and <laughs> that was one of the contenders. Mm-hmm. That's the reunion. Uh, speaking of which, uh, another friend of the show actually sent me uh, arguably enough uh, uh, seeds to to give out, maybe in a couple of giveaways, uh, another uh, reunion cross, basically uh, a reunion cross to a Lebanese or a Syrian. No, 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 a Syrian. Uh, reunion cross to Syrian. That should be a fucking interesting wow. half hybrid. Um, so this right now they're saying. Zamal is a cup winning variety that won ninth place at the IC420 Growers Cup in uh, 2008. That's about all they have there. Let's see what else is there. They pretend your dog's name is Stain and then call them inside. Uh, I use that one all the time. <laughs> I use that one. I, I do it to like my nephews and stuff. Uh. Which one do you think, uh, West Indian? Which one should I look up here? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you know what? Now he can't decide because then I took the list away. The Mall Delica by or Delica, however they say it. I'm sitting too far back to read the fucking to read it. Uh, the snozzberries taste definitely like snozzberries, man. Snozzberries do always taste like snozzberries. Seeds, perhaps. I just looked them up. Them all by Golden Tiger. Well, they're not telling us too much. Uh, oh, there's a little bit there. 
Somal is an exotic African sativa from La Reunion Island, close to Madagascar, famous for its extreme vigor and legendary psychedelic effect. Okay, so now I'm remembering a little bit. This is something we discussed. I want to say that uh, Potent had an opinion on this. A couple other folks were like, yeah, yeah, that's kind of interesting. That would be fun. An excellent Zamal mother, selected for its trippy effect, fast flowering, and remarkable sweet carrots, speaking of carrots, and floral fragrances, was pollinated by the powerful golden tiger in order to create Zamal Delica, a new super hybrid, super sativa hybrid that's at super, uh, terrific lysergic effect, an amazing, vigorous growth. Medium resistance to spider mites, medium, medium to build mildew, very high uh, botrytis or uh, uh, bud rot resistance. It's interesting. 11 to 14 weeks. Listen to that. Holy freaking cow. Sweet carrot, mango, orange, flowers, and resins. The effect is very strong and lysergic. So, like psychedelic. Could be interesting as fuck. They got a strain in uh, Africa. It's supposed to smell like carrots. Hmm. There's a, oh, it's a, is. Did anyone pick up the snozberries from Emerald Mountain? <laughs> 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 Good on, Ian. Cheers, buddy. Detroit River Rats in the house. What's uh, going on, my friend? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys would like to hop on the show and uh, bullshit with us, you're more than welcome to do so. Uh, I didn't have a guest this evening. I actually didn't put out a flyer tonight because I was just like, I don't know. I actually didn't have an excuse, to be honest. Perhaps that's why there's less people now that I know. Maybe I should actually put out flyers. Uh, but don't be scared. Know, guys would like to, uh, don't be scared to come on, man. Uh, we don't I was going to do uh, the, whole, uh, the whole line, but it's not it. politically correct anymore. Oh, no. Dang it, why does my nose keep itching? Uh, was that, I guess I keep saying, uh, keep saying, uh, go on, Steelbird. Cheers, buddy. Uh, there was talk earlier about you potentially coming on. You're welcome to come on, my friend. Sure. Uh, but uh just show, oh, i didn't even dude i didn't even uh, say this earlier so I, I was talking about something i just like freaking lost my train of thought so this show basically is uh I, I tried 50 different ways to think of what the show really was but really it's just a pub basically it's a virtual pub I've always for said, man. our favorite yeah man you have it's actually a say that. it's a weed <laughs> pub for everyone's favorite and my nose continues to freaking itch i'm gonna have to like itch it off screen or something with a i don't know like a dark gun or something yeah, right. It's sandpaper. I was fucking just stop itching. Uh, but it's a, a virtual pub, basically, for all your favorite and uh, also some of your smartest uh, uh, weed growers. You know, Potent Pondix and Coot like, comes on and all kinds of folks. Uh, Florida is like, where is Coot? I don't know, man. Maybe Coot is doing Coot things. Maybe Coot is uh, windsurfing in the Caribbean. Probably not. Yeah. Time of night, but Probably. You never know. Between Coot, Reader Steve, Mila, and like, some of the people we've had on as guests too. There's, there's like people that have started the game for us. I finally finished Mila's book. It was fucking fabulous. Yeah, the the insight in the last chapter is pretty good. Um, but uh, then I also ordered a pollinator from her, and I ordered a signed copy of her book. Uh, Potent's supposed to be having her on on the twentieth on his show. That's right. So. Already booked the day off work to be there. So awesome! Paul yeah, because it's going to be uh, earlier in the afternoon. Well, now that you read it, actually, I have that book. I have no excuse. Honestly, I have to read that fucking book too. Uh, now that you read it, you can finally have her. 
and you were taking so long. I was like, motherfucker, I'm going to buy this book. And then promptly did not read it yet. So uh, I'm not trying to make funny because I could have read it also. But uh, anyway, I need to read that goddamn book. Uh, it's interesting. I read like the first chapter and a half, two chapters. It's already very fascinating. Uh, but uh, it gets Florida, better as it goes on. Best rants. Uh, go ahead. It gets better as it goes on. I My favorite part is when she like out trekking and stuff. Mm. So that's not until much later in the right. thing. So she finds her own way. Anyways, I'm trying this. go visit like India and stuff soon. Dude, they always cool. say it's like a, a rite of passage. Uh, uh, I haven't gone to India. Always wanted to. I want to do. Uh, I want to go. I still want to go to Amsterdam. I never got to go there either. I really mm-hmm. haven't been out of the country much. Uh, try uh, Canada. Go there and get some poutine. Yeah, yeah. They, they won't let me in. They won't let you in. No, nah, yeah. they don't like they don't like people okay, with a uh, record or anything. Oh, really? You have what to, about uh, Europe? Can you go there? Yeah, I can get a passport. Yeah. Right on. Um, but Canada makes you like check in before you go. You got to get like a signed off by the president. Cool. You know, it'd be cool because I would have to interact with the president. That's crazy. Oh, Probably just oh, minister. Sorry. Prime Minister. GMA is saying coot ghost rights for burner. <laughs> weed <laughs> maps, you know, listen. Uh, weed <laughs> maps and burner are making a fucking like site. That's crazy. That's fucking good. Uh I don't know if it's crazy. Like uh big money begets big money. What else? I don't know. There was there was a time when I actually used weed weed maps and uh, leafly. For information, but like, dude, I don't even, I don't even bother. Like, it's just, it's nonsense now. Once in a while, it will show up, and I'll see what it says. But <laughs> that's what do you where guys all the think about my merchandise products here. Because I mean, you guys got to hear this out. Now, it's a, it's a T-shirt, right? And it says across the front, it's like you want to see my your your shit weed face, and then uh, my shit weed face, and then you pull it up over your head and it has Coot's face printed on the <laughs> underside. <laughs> That's it. Suck it up, Cupcake. Or, no, or cupcake. the one with Steve where he's like in between the plants. <laughs> right. <laughs> Love it. Um, that dude that I told you to watch, uh, Drew Brinsky. Uh, he's a little Jewish kid um, from the U.S., but he's been all over the world. He's had, he's had his passport checked more than anyone I know, honestly. Anyone I've not met, but like I've heard of. What do you mean he's his passport been, checked? Like he's been to Pakistan, Iran, Afghanistan. Oh, it's, like, mean. it's stamped for... I meant like papers, please. Oh, no, it's stamped from like everywhere. That's right. Um, he was just in Jamaica, and he's like, "This is the first weed field that I've ever walked through." Mm, that's fun. Rimo's, that's where Remo is right now. Lucky. Urban Remo. The, the guy from uh, the guy that gave me those BC Godbud seeds. I'm said he huge joint that Remo. That's one from Canada, right? The nutrient. That's the one. The one yeah. that always has Tim Hortons, just like D. <laughs> that's all of them. That's that's how you tell the real Canadians. That's how they know I don't fit in. 
But you guys, the weirdest thing is, like, I used to, uh, even on this show, I used to basically say something like, oh, you got your Tim Hortons. And then some of the Canadians would be, like, ashamed of it. They were like, at some point on the show, they were like, man, just so you know, Tim Hortons isn't that good. But I, so I was like, so why are you guys always fucking talking about it? I still, I can't get a straight answer. Like, apparently, it's just, like, the thing that they love no, to hate or something. I don't know. It's because the East Coast, think about it. It's just like the East Coast. We talk about Duncan, but Duncan's not that good. Dude, Winchell's was the shit. You guys remember Winchell's? No, I've never had that. It also might be my childhood talking, but like Winchell's was good. Like their donuts were excellent. They were fresh throughout the day. Yeah, we had a place ran by like, I ended up hanging out with the son. Like we were friends. Um, He was into cars and shit, but we would go there mad late. It was called Love and Donuts. We'd go there mad, like he'd open up the store and we'd make like bacon, egg and cheeses and shit. That's fun. Or he'll be like, his mom will make him go to the store and do the donuts for the day. And he just hit us up to come chill. Mm. We got a donut spot called uh, Sugar and Spice. It's just pretty good. We're in the big uh, donut city too. We got a bunch of places. There's uh, what they call them? North Star. Voodoo. Oh, I'm forgetting. Voodoo's kind of the like trendy place for tourists. I got to be honest. Like they, oh, uh, yeah. they're not bad, but they're definitely not good for the scene. Like, That's like my Blue Star is what I'm thinking of. Same shit around here. If you come to Boston and you go to Mike's Pastries, just know. Are they kind of like, like the, the, yeah, gotcha. yeah. <laughs> you're in the store trap. Man, they used to, and that's not to say they don't have good donuts sometimes. They some, I mean, sometimes I'll go there and they do actually have great donuts, but a lot of times you got to stand in line and there's like 50 fucking tourists there and blah, blah, blah. And they really, really like uh, uh, work on their whole kind of, I don't know, just their their hipster style. Like everybody goes there for like one donut. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh my God, I was at Voodoo. And they take selfies and stuff. But, yeah, I got, a, I, got a, I got a donut with a pentagram on it. Right. But yeah, like that's one of my favorites actually is the, uh, the, the blunt. Basically it looks like a, I used to think it was a voodoo spike basically. In fact, I could show you guys. <laughs> funny. But I was like, what? Everything here is like cock and balls, this and freaking monster that. You were talking about when you were on the EO show that you guys went and I think got Dan, the dick and balls. We got, we actually, we got it for stab, uh, stabby McStabwood and he did not take it all that well at first. Uh, he <laughs> eventually was a champ about it, but it was at first. He's like, the fuck? <laughs> and Dan and I were having a good time. Uh, he told the chicken because uh, they have like a voodoo in uh, uh, Denver. Denver is hilariously similar to Portland. It's like the, the buckaroo wild west version of portland when i went there like literally they have the same restaurants all kinds of stuff so here i'll just show you the website um uh, sorry, he told Jay, the chick we uh, uh, uh it's kind of a special order donut basically i think they had the cock and balls but then they had to like uh, decorate it and he was like mm-hmm. make it extra dickish and the chick was like <laughs> okay she was so mm-hmm. happy mm-hmm. <laughs> and she went back and we, we could no see problem. spirit it's fucking it's basically like you know sugar just all over the donut and she was just laughing and she came out it was it was, it was just honestly that is not hilarious. a cannoli uh take the gun leave the, the the leave the gun take the cannoli uh you know what i've never actually had these cannolis there they why would good. you want a donut with bubble gum on it uh i wouldn't necessarily yeah like the voodoo bubble i that's one i've never ordered i have to be honest what um, Dude, the, the oh captain my captain is shockingly popular and there are people who swear by the breakfast cereal donut pretty much these are the guys that came up with the breakfast cereal donut but by the way the bacon maple bar 
That's probably. It good. looks simple. It's one of the best things you can uh, honestly yeah. uh, put in your mouth. Like, uh, yeah. well, your mama might disagree, but uh, the Portland mm-hmm. cream, fucking amazing. So this is the one right here, uh, the Maple Blazer Blunt. Raised blunt and dusted with cinnamon sugar, maple frosting, and red sprinkle embers. That donut is legit delicious. I mean, if you love like snickerdoodles, whatever, I happen to love, you know, cinnamon snickerdoodles, whatever. That donut is delicious. Or the cinnamon sugar cake. That is freaking dead ass. Amazing. The ring of fire. They don't always have this one. The devil's food cake with cinnamon sugar, cayenne pepper, and dried chili pepper. Fuck that one is amazing. They have a blueberry. That's it right there. The blueberry cake. Yeah, these solid goddamn donuts, I have to be honest. But you'll end up kind of standing in line for five minutes. The uh, the, the prices are kind of silly. Well, the prices are kind of silly everywhere. But anyway, it I don't want to talk shit about voodoo, but it is a little bit of the, the, the hip trendy place. you know. Yeah, it sucks when like that happens because then the good bakeries get flooded too. Like I went to the North End uh, a couple months back and... Mm-hmm. I was trying to get a cannoli because you know I'm Italian. You know I need a fucking cannoli mm-hmm. if I'm going into the Boston um, from my favorite place. And it's in like the middle of the North End. But it was such a nice day out and stuff. It was actually during the Freedom Rally. It was such a nice day out and shit. There, there was just so many like college students and tourists just like literally there was lines out the door on almost every place. And I'm like, I'll come here at four o'clock in the morning when no one's here. <laughs> Mm. that's usually how i do it <laughs> we really are blessed with donut places i haven't even been to these places i'm looking up i need to go to this like donut palace that's kind of way out there but i need like That's all far. the way to the coast totally next time about all the way to the coast uh did i just interrupt you kenny or somebody or d oh, no, i was just gonna say if anyone has anyone ever tried carl's bakery that's that cake pot mm. oh that's interesting well i'll try carl's jr <laughs> Artists. Oh, for real? You don't have Carl's Jr. out in Boston? I don't have any around here. I don't oh, think. my God. Carl's Jr. is fucking... Uh, now, I, I have to be honest. Before I say what I'm going to say, I did subsist or partially subsist on uh, famous stars in college, but Carl's Jr. can go pound rocks. So fucking, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they're not that bad. Honestly, as far as like fast food hamburgers, they're not the worst <laughs> chain, but the dude that owns it is a fucking shit heel and I don't know. They're constantly just weird. The commercials are just fucking weird. Like most know. of ours is shut down. I think we only have one in the city. Really? Yeah. I think most of ours shut down too. Because again, I think they basically one Sonic used to be Heavenly you. Donuts is great. By the way, I've been to this place. They're fucking wonderful, and they're all over the place. I want to say they're owned by a Korean family, but now that there's like literally like twenty of them, um, they used to have like one shop, but now there's like literally twenty shops all over the place. They're fucking good. Um. Look, we only have three Sonics still. There used to only be one. <laughs> We're oh, bad over here. Place. We got one. All right, so there's one in Peabody, Stoughton. That's near Boston. And then on the opposite side, like Springfield. There was talks about like, my town of getting a Jack in the Box. And like over in the West Side. Oh, Jack, Jack in the Box is dog shit. That, that one, that's one that you can avoid. <laughs> Dude, checkers that dog shit. They're open 24 hours. Jack in the Box used to be all right. And then something changed. And I don't know, maybe they sold their soul to a lesser devil or something uh, because uh, uh, the food is just atrocious. Uh, Blue Star Donuts, by the way, is the one I was talking about. These guys are 
elegant as fuck. I think they, I remember them saying that they, they consider themselves to be donuts for adults or something like that, which is a little bit, you know, it, it does sound a little bit freaking uh, up its own ass, but basically it means that it's like really adult flavors that, that honestly, I really appreciate like the donuts will come out like chocolatey Merlot and shit, you know? So for example, right here, it says, uh, I'll just read the description. This is from Eater, by the way. Uh, Blue Star Donuts is a culinarily-minded donut chain in Portland. In shops that are bright, airy, and modern, Blue Star crafts brioche-based donuts topped and filled with ingredients more commonly found in a high-end pastry chef's kitchen. Although the donuts are much pricier than most and have a heavier, denser crumb than a traditional raised donut, it's worth the occasional stop to indulge in fancy varieties like Valrona chocolate, passion fruit, and cocoa nib, blueberry bourbon. Uh, several locations have closed since the start of the pandemic, but the remaining ones take pride. Or, uh, man, I can't read tonight. Take pre-orders online and serve walk-ins well. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, that one's excellent, honestly. We eat, fast. Amazing. we eat fast food because it's convenient, but we would rather eat something healthier. That's why I love In-N-Out Burger, because it, it's the same premise as any of those freaking places, Carl's Jr. or anything else, but the burgers are always excellent. Like they're they're always their fries are a little weak. I have to be honest, but the burgers are always fucking excellent. That line, though, man, sucks. I can't do the line. Do the the in and out food line is because they never drop the patty until you physically order it, which is kind of dumb because if you have a line of forty cars, you can pretty much guarantee that there's going to be at yeah. least eighty freaking patties you need. But their their whole policy is they don't drop it, and it takes how long it takes to to make one of their burgers. Uh, the thing is though, you can just walk in. So that's what I usually do. I just literally walk in and the line will be 45 minutes or two hours or whatever. Dude, I heard the worst thing, like something out the other day had like a four and a half hour line. And I was like, dude, just walk in, honestly. It was on, I think it was on discord actually the other day and I was driving around, I was trying, trying to get food. I tried, I had to return a whole meal and I was like, I'm not going to order more food from here. It sucked. Um, so I ended up going to, I was trying to go to Taco Bell because I just wanted, I don't know, I like the Doritos tacos once in a while, like once a month, maybe I'll try, I'll get one. But I was showing this literally every time you try to get fast food or anything, like honestly, anything around here, there's a fucking line. Yeah, especially nowadays, mentally people are open late like they used to be. That most, most stores are closing around 10 or 11 now. The latest eleven. So if you're real late, because uh, co-hosts, there we go. Yo, I want to. We should. Excuse me. If you ever come here, we gotta go to Dick's Last Resort. Right on. That's the one they make fun of you and shit. (laughs) What's up, Bone? They make fun of you at a restaurant. That's kind of interesting. They just talk hella shit to you all the time. Why do they talk shit to the customers? I heard the, about that. That's story. the whole premise about it. Yeah, Dick's Last Resort. Like yeah, they walk in and they're like, "What's up, fuckers?" And they'll like throw napkins at you and shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So these donuts are a little on the expensive side. I mean, what actually, they are a bit on the expensive, like like three fifty, three seventy five, four dollars. But it's not that much more. I have to be honest. Like voodoo and stuff is basically not much less than this. Like a six pack for twenty two fifty is a bit. I want to say voodoo is like 30% less. So it's like, it's still pretty, pretty freaking high up there. They're like luxury donuts. But $42 (laughs) for donuts. Sorry. Well, the thing is you would probably like, I, 
I don't know if I would buy a dozen of these because, you know, when you buy a dozen donuts, like usually it's for a few people or whatever. I don't know. I guess it depends on who you like. If you're trying to impress people, you would impress them with these donuts. I guarantee you. Yeah, these donuts yeah. are that good. Like they are that good. You, you uh, like you'd believe me. Like if you think, oh, go to a party with it. Just fucking. Yeah. Like if you show up with these people will fucking they will they will notice. Or like uh, a business I mean, meeting. Right. Like if you wanted to to show off, you're like, you know, going to a lawyer or doctor meeting or something like you want to show off, man, what's 42 bucks to show off like blueberry bourbon basil. Uh, What was this? The raspberry, raspberry, rosemary, old fashioned Mexican hot chocolate. All right. Blue cheese and durian. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Durian. Durian. What's going on, Bowden? What's new? I was just doing some uh, recording with Chad Westport. He's working on mm-hmm. some series and stuff. So he's doing some cool stuff on that around PH. So that'll be out next week or two. Um, oh, shit. Were you well, on FPC too? Or is he on yours? No, I think this was for his channel. He has his own. I don't remember the name of the YouTube channel. Sorry, Chad. Chad, but uh, he has his own YouTube channel too. Um, uh, that he's doing content for. And then... Uh, Working on getting the all the location stuff sorted for the Growcast meetup on the twenty first. That'll be fun, and uh, just lining up a couple of uh, one last minute uh, grow tour on that and some other stuff that we'll be doing. And other than that, just working on some new got some new clients. I'm working on some projects and stuff for us. So doing some more projections and cost stuff for build out one is particularly large if i end up getting the contract to be huge which we'll talk about if i get it um and uh what else do we have that's about it for now <laughs> had a, a trevor from sungrown mids on the show on thursday that was a lot of fun i've re-listened to that show it was a good show yeah it was especially because like there was good shit that whole like all five hours or whatever there was like interesting shit the whole time it wasn't like it was just hardcore grow talk for five fucking hours it was awesome yep clackamas kuda saying hipster donuts sure why not clackamas kuda's a a, a traditionalist man he wants the uh make his own right that's the thing. He'll just fucking make his own if he wants a good donut. You just call him Captain Calmag from now on. Actually, uh, someone changed their name to like Captain Calmag in the chat. It's hilarious. Probably <laughs> oh, CTC. Uh, Is this no, the website? Uh, no, I think um, please. Chad asked me to to be on. What is it? F his like sad. Section of future cannabis pro. I don't know how that's going, like FPC two or whatever. Oh, so the F- future cannabis one is a little more, I guess, slightly more. I don't want to. Well, I want to say more curated, but it's, I guess, uh, has its own schedule of shows, and then FCCP two seems to have a a different set of scheduled shows and be a little more, uh, do more one off episodes, I guess, than uh, than the other channel, at least for my understanding yeah chad's been doing like a grower segment and he asked me to come on on the 15th so i was like sure why not it's early enough because it's at five so i guess i'll just be on there for a little bit to talk about shit what which one uh fpc too 
Yeah, it's on at which four o'clock on Sundays that one, or is it different? Five, five on the fifteenth Eastern time. I like those. Those are the old school cases. If you see cases like that, they've probably been around for years. The Operation Grow is that that one? I don't remember. I don't remember which shows which on the Saturday Sundays. I'm gonna watch those as well. Hold on, I'll look. On Instagram. What's up? Right, here's a uh, bowl of seeds. Here's a uh, who else? Raymond. Go on, gentlemen. <laughs> Saturday. Two Pacific Standard Time, five Eastern Standard Time. So whatever the Saturday show is. I've seen a couple of people I, that's in the community beyond it. Shit. Me and I were chatting back and forth and I told them, I was like, if you ever want to do a show on addiction, just straight addiction, I'll be down. He's like, I would like to do that. I'd like to get some doctors and like therapists and stuff all together and see if we could talk about like the connection between cannabis and addiction. Because it so, seems to be helping a lot of people get out of it. Yeah, it definitely helps people uh, get off the other stuff. Nico in the chat is saying he prefers churros, which are admittedly a wonderful uh, pastry. Churros are fun because they're basically extruded from like a thingy. And uh, which is what she said, but then basically the outside crisps and uh, uh, the inside is like all gooey because basically it was like a liquid kind of uh, uh, pasty dough. So they're just different somehow. They're like custardy on the inside. Uh, sometimes they're um, what? Uh, well, I guess you could make like swirl ones because I guess you could put in like two different uh, uh, doughs or whatever. Anyway, long story short, that's what they look like. Sometimes people dip them in stuff uh, or roll them in sugar or whatever. It's fucking delicious. I used to, when I was a little kid, like, you know how naive little kids are, right? When I was a little kid, I used to think churros exclusively came from Disneyland. And so anytime I went to Disneyland, I was like, oh my God, we're going to have churros. And I thought that was literally the only place that sold uh, churros in all of the entire world. I guess I was, I don't know, too shy. You need to go to Mexico. Like, exactly. The entire nation of Mexico has them fucking everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, just everywhere. But uh, you go down yeah. to Mexico, you can probably find six shops within like a hundred right? feet. You don't even have to cross the border. He's like, throw me one. (laughs) Especially in Tijuana, bro. Tijuana, you walk down. That's what they sell, churros and shit. That's all they sell, trinkets and churros to the tourists. And then you can go to the pharmacy and get whatever drug you want. Um, (laughs) It's pretty insane down there. Yeah, I heard a lot of TJ stories. You used to be able to go to a compound pharmacy back in the day and get them to whip you up whatever you needed. They still, well, no. In, in, in Mexico, around, but not like it used to be, like at apothecaries. Yeah, Mexico, like it's still like this. You can walk pharmacist. in and yeah, yeah, you can walk in and be like, "I need some OC80s." And they, they'd have a doctor literally write a prescription for you, and, and they give you a prescription of them. They're that corrupt. Stony Creek is saying a disturbingly long time on these donuts. Sorry, dude. Look. <laughs> What is it? It's uh, any consolation. I want a donut now too, and I'm probably not going to get one today. I want it like donut or something. It's not going to happen. Coot says churros come from microbial prolapse. That's that's a fun known fact. Yeah, it's a, well, it's a little known fun fact. It is pretty fun though. Uh, uh, the dough 
uh, is created by a microbial collapse. That's not true at all. I'm lying about every part of that. Um, I don't know. Could you like, how do I say this? Uh, uh, so you ferment, do you ferment? No, you don't really ferment the churro dough. I don't think No, you pretty much mix the, like the flour. Could you ferment churro dough? I bet you could yeah, probably, I bet you could have like fermented anything churros. with real like sugar. If you add sugar to it and it will break down, you can pretty much ferment it. I've actually watched someone making like fruit loops and like shit like that. Moonshine. Can you raise, so I'm not a very good baker. Uh, can you raise liquid dough? That doesn't seem no. right. I don't think you can. No. It has to have structure. Yeah. I mean, it might. You I actually think it decreases. Gravy. Liquid dough more or less decreases because it's becoming a solid. Basically, what I'm thinking of is buttermilk dough, I think is what I'm thinking of. You can just save time by making buttermilk dough. <laughs> Oh wait! Good to say, bring back quaaludes, David. Good on Aldi. Good evening, team. Good evening, Christoph. Uh, big forest, buddy. Uh, 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 bonjour. What's going on, my friend? Good evening, uh, my friend. Good evening, buddy. Uh, bonjour. Comment ça va? Uh, good. Fumidor. Nice. Good to hear it, man. Cheers, dude. Uh, 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 one minute. Big problem. Uh, uh, Zoom, j'arrivais pas à entrer. Oh, we don't hear the echo. How wonderful. That's the first time I noticed. Uh, ton audio est bien. Okay, thank you. Yeah, it works yes. now. Achetez un casque. Achetez un casque pour toi. It plugs in the headphones. Got pour, it. Pour vous. Right. I got it. Right pour Fumidor, my friend, mon buddy. ami. Mon ami. Hello, man. Welcome, For the longest time, uh, we, we we struggled with uh, Christoph's audio, like it was coming through the speakers or something. I couldn't freaking figure it out. But cheers, buddy. Right on, man. Clackamascuta uh, saying bread rises due to the gluten, uh, the protein. You can develop gluten. Uh, gluten. Uh, you can develop gluten in pancake dough. I know that. Like, for example, if you uh, overwork the pancake dough, the, the pancakes will be uh, tough and not airy and fluffy. Basically, I, to make the ideal pancakes, you basically want to uh, mix the, the ingredients as little as physically possible and then just leave it and then let it saturate itself, basically. And you don't sit there and like stir, 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 stir. Because if you do, you actually start to develop the gluten. So now I'm actually wondering, like, maybe you can potentially rise or... At least I was just thinking like fermenting the 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 the, the churro dough, like a sourdough. I don't know, like a liquid sourdough. Does that make any sense? I don't know, potent, or am I just a? Yeah, I'm no, not much a of a baker. Honestly. A lot of sourdoughs are gluten free, just because of the way that the microbes are a little bit different. You also have um, a stone wheat, which doesn't have any gluten in it as well. There are a few few varietals out there that don't have it that you can make bread from that uh, us glutards like myself have to resort to. Garbanzo bean flour is another good one that's good for bread making for glutards. Interesting. It's been such an explosion of uh, artificial, uh, not artificial, uh, alternative sweeteners, flours, you name it now. Like there's the stone fruit flour or monk fruit flour for sugar. Um, what else? Uh, I guess I'm not really super abreast of all of them, but uh, it's fascinating to see all of it. Uh, 
How do I say, even if just for variety, you know, I know, I know a lot of folks actually need those things, but it's kind of fun that there's that variety available. I'm just thinking about it. What's going on, Potent? We're having the, the weirdest freaking show today. I'm like uh, permanently stoned or something. And uh, we're talking about basically nothing. This is basically the Jerry Seinfeld or the Seinfeld episode of this show. Pretty much a show about nothing. should hop on. That's right. We can rant at people. <laughs> oh, we love them. Oh, I did a right. cool rant today. Yes, did? I did a cool rant today. Um, someone was talking <laughs> you about box farm. No, it wasn't that mean, but they were talking about box farm, and I was like, they use bat shit. Bat shit's gross, one, and it's not harvested really nice. Mean to the bats most of the time, yeah. Not even just mean that you slave labor to fucking get it half the time. Or to be those poor bats laxatives, like they're fucking flog geese. Apple fritter. That's that's <laughs> worth no talking about that it's actually good. This is still the main stock. Never cut it. That's cool. Right on. That that clone uh, is uh, nice and healthy. I remember when you brought it in and it was like, I don't know, four or five inches tall. Hey, actually, the funny thing is, this Rockwell is breaking down faster than a peat plug would. like it's like i know it's not gonna like break down break down but like it's going away fast migrating yeah that was good that's what Koo was saying just use uh rock wool i still like those i really like those uh uh, little peat pods the little jiffy peat pods and um uh, i had the worst time finding them over the winter uh like uh uh uh, got them like actually the only place that had them was like uh, Home Depot. They didn't have them on Amazon or anything else. Actually, they did have them on Amazon, but they were super expensive, like ninety seven dollars a box or something. Anyway, like for a box of sixteen, like this is way too much money. But uh, finally, I managed to track down one of the Home Depots. Actually, had a bunch, and so I like bought. I don't remember. I think I bought ten boxes or whatever. But they're fucking amazing. Because they're just little peat ball, uh, like peat pods. They start flat, so they take almost no space. So like thirty six of them, and like a little, uh, 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 just you know, like a little cardboard box. And you throw out a, a tray. Thirty six almost fills a tray, I guess, depending on how many strains, whatever you have. Uh, and then uh, throw some water in there. They inflate, blah blah blah. Stick your freaking clones in there. Boom, you're freaking done. And the thing is, they actually break down in the soil, so you don't have these like what did I used to call the. It's basically those plugs, like those other peat plugs that have the glue in them, they never break down. And so I would I would always have these just think ridiculous. It's wax. Like, Here comes dirty, dirty indica right on. Oh hell yeah. I think it's wax. More of it. Wax? I don't think it's yeah, I don't think it's glue. I think it's uh, <laughs> encased in wax. Wax would be all right, like almost fine, but I'm not positive about wax. that. I know I, I know it's more natural than a glue binder. Um I'm not I, I, that's why for the like root riots yeah we can look it up it probably tell us i don't think they do tell you yeah i like the jiffy pups as well do you yeah uh what do you like about them uh that they're cheap uh they break down and i also have this little it's like a little nifty uh kind of like sipping oh, right but it's a jiffy made one that's cool. Uh, it's got a little, little res at the bottom. Who knows? Keeps it perfect. You know, moisture Here's come. Here and it just yourself. says and a binder. That's the thing. It just says a binder. Yep. 
Here, I'll show that so everybody can read it. And if it was something natural and like eco friendly, they would probably tell you. Yeah. You can click that or uh, the organic. None of the organic ones are any good. I'll just tell you that. None of them are, you said? No. I've tried every fucking, I can tell you this, honest to God, I have tried every last organic Mm -hmm. plug on the U.S. market because the lettuce people obsess over it and they go through thousands and thousands every week. And uh, the one that we've settled on for the most part in the aquaponics side is iHort plugs. Um, They seem to be the cheap, the best price point, and they come in a pretty wide range of different plug sizes. Um, I've seen those. Yeah. Uh, Concentrate sells those. I want to say Concentrate. Yeah, but it's like a rapid router, but you can get them in custom. You know, they have all different options. And if you start ordering these at the pallet scale, like when you're really doing a lot, it gets pretty cheap in terms of per unit cost. I remember that shape. Uh, those ones right there down there. The well, anyway, plug size ones. That's where I got. I won't swear that it was concentrates, but it was one of those stores. Maybe concentrates. But they're just nice because if you have yeah, like right this there. is the one we use a lot. But if you have like different weird, you can get trays of different spacing and stuff like that and different counts. So that, you know, depending on what. Oh you yeah. Are. You guys want a secret? Instead of buying the cannabis trays, these these plugs fit perfect in a fucking uh, ice tray. So they have, you can get like the full trays. The other reason why I like this company is you can get the full trays and ship them back the empties and they'll give you like credit towards it so that you're like recycling the trays and they're not getting thrown out. They'll wash them and and, reuse them. And what you do is you take those when you're done and you, you're harvesting all your plants, you pull it out. If you're doing lettuce, you just pull it out, snap the top of lettuce off, rip the roots off. And usually what we would do with those is we take them and we put them in a big, we had a big heavy duty um, leaf shredder, like the kind you put on top of the trash can that has the blades and shit in it, you know, the weed whacker blades. We'd put them all through there and they would shred them into little crumbles. And then we would um, uh, wash them with a quick round of peroxide just to like, in case there is some nastiness to them. And then we dry them out. And then we would uh, uh, use them for our um, flats for the uh, 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 microgreens. So they would use the, the kind of the crumble fluff as the microgreen base. By the way, welcome, Coot. Cheers. Hey, Coot. Looks hey, like yeah. you have the, uh, the new computer plugged in. Yeah. It's, uh... Look at that camera. Their camera, looks right? Weird. It's all HD now. It's like uh, 1080p, man. It's the 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 freaking fanciness. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty nice actually. Um, I'm not sure I'd pick orange again, but still. You got the uh, orange one. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking, but all right, so answer your question. Beavers colors. You're you're a fan of uh, the Oregon State University beavers. The working class. That's cool. The worker bees, not the crown to go to or University of Oregon and become attorneys in public relations plans and sales reps, that kind of shit. But Aaron, so back to yeast. So yeast and humans are describing that was invented in the mid-19th century, about 1850, as was baking powder. So before that, what is incorrectly called sourdough should more accurately be called wild yeast. That's why bakeries were always next to breweries. 
in Europe because they can take that material and add it to dough. But to answer your question, yes, you can have a liquid. That's what a foolish is. A foolish is equal parts of water and flour. And then you add a tiny, tiny, like a 64th of a teaspoon of yeast, commercial yeast, you know, the powder stuff. <clears throat> and it takes two or three days for it to completely, that's how you, a fake way of getting that sour taste, which are enzymes and, and what have you. Who, do you have a different microphone device? I was just going to say, could you possibly check your, your audio connection because it, it might be connecting. Uh, I don't know what it's connecting to. Check your audio settings bottom left of your Zoom window. Uh, click the little arrow that, that uh, hits on there and see which, uh, uh, yeah, maybe cycle through them. It just sounds it's low still, to me. It sounds, it sounds super like tin candy. Like that. Yeah, it's using the uh, computer's microphone and not his uh, headset or whatever. Maybe. Oh, but sure. even that, try again. So yeah, say something again, Coop. It just cut out <laughs> for me. It's like sounds something and then cut out again. I feel like it's almost working. Say something again. Okay. I think that's better. I think that's better. Okay, hold on a second. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, how's that? Perfect. Yeah. Okay, that's what it was. Sorry about that. No worries. Um. So anyway, um. So yeast is, as we understand it today, there's instant dry yeast and active dry yeast, and then wild yeast, which is one that you cultivate. Does that make sense? But to answer your question, it's the strands of gluten that encapsulate the carbon dioxide, because remember, yeast is like animals, like us, takes in air, uses the oxygen, and expels CO2. So in the dough, the gluten, the strands are encircling in, in that bubble of, of CO2, and that's what causes the dough to rise. That's also what gives you the flavor. It also is creating alcohol. Does any of this make sense from a soil perspective? Okay, anyway, it does. that's what's yeah. going on. Now, if you're making Wonder Bread, then you just make a batter <laughs> and spit, uh, spit it out of a machine going, you know, centrifugal force, and all you want to do is get a bake that takes on a shape that looks kind of like, and then it goes into a plastic sleeve and off to the grocery store thing. You're not like an artisan bread where you're getting, you know, the structure. That's why when you cut it open, a baker refers to the outside as the crust, obviously. But the one that is counterintuitive is that they refer to the inside as the crumb. So bakers will talk about crumb with wide open pores. So the more water you have, the bigger the holes. That's why a focaccia has bigger holes than a bagel or a baguette or a boule. See what I mean? Or a pizza dough. They all have different hydration <laughs> levels. So you're probably going to laugh. Uh, uh, I, I laughed slightly when, when the email came in. I'm just looking at it. I don't know if the email is uh, public, but Apple, uh, cheers, buddy, if you're listening. Uh, he says, uh, Fumi, next time uh, someone, uh, I guess he was uh, excited here. Next time when Coot is on, could you try to get him to talk more about bread baking? He says, I've heard him touch on that in the past. And uh, he watched your discussion about malted barley and your comments on uh, Jeremy's, the build a video. He said, were very interesting. Uh, and then, uh, 
he said he mentions a uh, uh, Jim Leahy in cold fermentation. You've talked yeah. about apparently. Yeah. Uh, he said uh, you, you were talking about it in Jeremy's interview. He was like, man, I would love to hear more about Coots' expert knowledge on bread baking. How funny is that? Oh, thank you. That's uh, yeah, it's a real passion, and uh, I've been doing it for about forty-three years, and so I kind of got it down. And uh, it's one of those things, like I mentioned in that uh, discussion with Jeremy. You know, good things take time. Uh, and so it takes two, three, four days to make good bread. Otherwise, if if it didn't, then that, we'd all just eat Wonder Bread and that'd be fine. Or Roman meal or whatever the, you know. I haven't bought bread in so many years, I wouldn't know. But you know what I'm saying? Um, it's not bread. Fuck. Not at all. And you live at the one, you know, you live in Portland. It's one of the epicenters of the artisan bread thing. I mean, this is where Seattle, Portland, and San Francisco were like in the in the eighties. This is where it all came together. Some of the top bakers that went out and taught others that, like Leahy in New York, he's talking about Sullivan Street Bakery, and he's the guy that he didn't invent it, but he certainly popularized it. The so-called no no need recipe, where you barely mix the ingredients together and then you let them cold ferment for two days even. And what you're doing is you're retarding that yeast, and that creates a whole different set of enzymes. And it's the enzymes that give you the flavor and the complexity of an artisan bread that you don't get in a commercial loaf of bread. So uh, there's a lot of similarities between bread baking and uh, uh, soil or I don't know whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, it takes good a time to do, make a good soil. Uh, More than anything, it seems like you are cultivating a happy set of uh, microbes, right? You're cultivating correct. yeast, and you, you can't really rush it more than it wants to do its correct. thing. Correct. But that's how I I, I came to the postulation, well, if yeast is a single-cell fungi, and we add diastatic malt to the dough in order to enhance the colony and the strength of those uh, fungi, then why wouldn't that work in soil? And so that's how I, uh, that that was my thought process. Bill, did I know uh, that? Well, I was just going to, I guess, I don't know, I hope this is related because I just kind of interrupted you. Uh, when when we think about, uh, you basically said that this is the confluence of, of so many uh, artisanal bread baking uh, companies, you know, Ken's Artisan, all these different places. Uh, we kind of, you know, Oregonians, we get a little bit spoiled about it. We're like, well, of course, everyone's bread is going to be fucking amazing, but it, it's not, you know, we have all this wonderful coffee and bread and everything that a lot of folks don't really have. So I'm just wondering to myself, the coffee is a little bit of an outlier because coffee is imported, right? But uh, the Northwest has been famous for coffee for a long time. But I'm wondering about like bread and now malted barley and stuff like that for our soils. You know, weirdly enough, we're actually putting it on our soil. But I was wondering to myself, like, is uh, uh, is the whole brewery scene and the microbrew scene uh, as well as the uh, uh, baking scene, is it here because we're such a grain exporting city? Like we've talked about this, that Portland is the number one grain exporting city in the entire world. Uh, more grain passes through the port of Portland. It's hard to imagine this than and, anywhere else in the world. Is that why? And Well, yes. And I would also point out that it's because of the volcanic soils uh, in well, on both sides of the Cascades. I mean, the, 
the lava flows, it didn't go just, you know, east or west. But the barley that we produce here is so elevated in terms of the enzymes that are critical to making good beer, mostly amylase. And barley is the only grain that has both alpha amylase as well as beta. You don't find that in wheat, rye, rice, corn, what have you. Well, for us, that doesn't mean shit. I mean, the amylase, eh, you know, not a big deal. But what it does mean is that the uh, enzymes that we do want, the chitinase, uh, phosphatase, protease, urease, those are also elevated. So all the boats of the enzyme uh, deal in the barley is elevated. So by using Northwest barley, uh, we're really in the, in the driver's seat. I mean, the other thing is you don't have to worry about it being organic or not because barley that's used for brewing, it's limited to specific varieties. It has to be non-sprayed. I mean, if you think the cannabis gets inspected, you have no idea what goes on when barley arrives at a malt house, a malting operation. I mean, it residue tests and ash content and moisture, I mean, everything, because this is a science. This isn't just, like I said, a hundred times, it has to be consistent because that's the one thing beer brewers have to have going for them for their brand. It may be crap beer to you and me, but people want their fill in the blank to taste the same, no matter where, if they go to visit Captain 420 and they get a Budweiser, they want to taste like the Bud they had in Beaverton. Or Boston. See what I mean? Interesting the amount of uh, uh, weird little um, coincidences in life that happened just because the right or wrong people were in the room. Uh, I sent Kud uh, an article not too long ago. It's still a little bit of a hypey speculative thing, but there's a chance that this team of scientists literally discovered a warp bubble. Like, you know, the, the Star Trek science fiction, all that kind of stuff. And people are like, oh, yeah, sure, if you are fucking my ball sack. Legit, the dude, evidently, his team might have actually uh, accidentally created a little tiny warp bubble. And evidently, one of the only reasons that they recognize this is because the guy, or the, the head guy on the team, happened to work on warp bubbles as a hobby. Like, he's apparently, you know, a very smart guy. He's a physicist, whatever. Here, I'll, I'll find the story for you guys so you don't think I'm just pulling this out of a whole cloth but uh and again it is it is still like a little bit speculative but it's actually possible that first of all warp bubbles exist and second of all that we actually are able to create them which fucking there you go yeah team of physicists uh sunny white that's the dude harold sunny white and his team stumbled upon the existence of a warp bubble while conducting DARPA-funded research into Casimir cavities and the energy density present in those cavities. White acknowledged the significance of the fluke findings, but asserted there was only a small step forward in regards to actually building a warp drive. Our detailed uh, numerical analysis, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he's uh, babbling, babbling. But he basically says... Uh, so again, it has to be taken with a grain of salt because he's one of these guys that was working on that Alcubierre drive and so forth. It's a little bit controversial, blah, blah, blah. But I was reading about it the other day. Uh, we'll see more. I, I choose to be cautiously optimistic and, and think like, oh, how fucking amazing would that be? 
And if that's the case, uh, then my point stands that uh, the dude literally recognized it because he happened to be working on that as a hobby in other things in his life. Otherwise, he wouldn't have even noticed the the the, the accidental war bubble. Like it was a it was like an accidental finding. It's fascinating. What's what's fucking crazy is is that we have quantum communicators. If you want war bubbles, is one thing, but the other thing that's really big and um, uh, uh, sci-fi is quantum communication because you can talk, you know, across the universe and real. Oh, entanglement. Yeah. So, but those exist now. Those were invented in like 2008 or 2009, like in real life, where they can put a part, entangle a particle, and then send it to different places, and then vibrate it in a way that can be basically reinterpreted in a similar way to Morse code. Obviously, in a completely different level, but that's that's basically how it functions. And that those two particles, if you vibrate the one, and you vibrate, it'll vibrate the other one regardless of distance. And they've proven that that it is faster than light speed communication between those two particles. They have no fucking idea how it works, but if you shake the one, the other one shakes at the same exact time. There's no delay, um, which is super fucking crazy. But you could put one of those on a spaceship and send it off the planet. And then if you set it up right, you could have a connection back to the Earth that was a real-time connection rather than having that travel delay of light speed. I'm just making an offer here. Fucking cool. I've got a really good uh, candidate to be a, the uh, pilot on that uh, situation. Send him out of the universe, you know. Right? Does he like microbial collapse? That and uh, elder abuse, but yeah. (laughs) Trying to find this uh, story. Speaking uh, of science fiction, though, there's a good new movie out. It's like Don't Look Up about a meteorite. Dude, it's crazy good. Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. Have you seen it? It's like nowadays. But it's so, that movie left me a little bit traumatized, though. Now, granted, I I took a little bit of mushrooms, but still, like, uh, (laughs) the worst thing about that movie is that everything about it seems like it's happening now. Uh, Long story short, uh, Kenny, if you want to describe it, I don't want to steal it from you. Do you want to talk about it? Well, when I watched it, I mean, I got, I mean, when I get, when I watch a movie, I really get into it. So it's like a whole ordeal. I don't want nothing. I just want to focus on the movie. So, um, like by the end of the movie, <laughs> you like, you look at life a whole lot different. That's the way I looked at it. Hmm. As like, it's happening out, like outdoors, basically. Cause the, the way we are these days, it's not out of the realm of fucking craziness. You know, with this society that we live in these days, people arguing over a fucking comet. No, that's it. So long story short, uh, two scientists, uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence is the actual scientist that discovers it, but she's the PhD candidate. So he's her uh, advisor, whatever. So both of them discover it. They discover a world ending, like uh, a life ending comet hurtling right towards earth like direct direct uh, a path to earth it's twice as big as the comet that uh, blew out the dinosaurs they say in the movie and so they then said and they know that it's going to hit in six months and 14 days from the time that they discover it because you know math is easy for them now uh and it's there's there's no probability there's no nothing it's coming like it's a hundred percent coming to earth so they then go on like they try to go on talk shows they try to tell the president they try to tell everybody the president basically is a woman version of trump played by meryl streep perfect fucking casting her son is the chief of staff played by jonah hill perfect fucking casting uh and long story short 
Everything oh. possibly goes wrong. Everyone ignores them. Everyone blows them off. There are these tech billionaires who uh, decide they're going to monetize the asteroid because it turns out it's made of uh, valuable stuff with unproven technology on and on and on. Everything about that movie is like, it's basically the end result of idiocracy. Remember we talked about idiocracy and now like in the last couple of years, we're like, wait a second, that was supposed to be like satire and not like weirdly prescient. Now a lot of us feel like we're starting to live through idiocracy, right? That fucking movie, we're, I don't it, know. I'm playing with today's times. Hey, it really? A, is a, we should hang out. Who's that? <laughs> so you like sex and money? We should hang right. out. <laughs> Water? Like from the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Costco. I love you. A, man, I haven't seen that movie in ages. I got to see it again. There's so um, many good lines. I quote that yeah. movie at least three times a week. Like every student before they graduate high school in the United States should have to do a report on that movie and what they're going to do to prevent that eventuality from happening. <laughs> that should be required. In other words, nothing. Probably nothing. No, that's what happens in uh, Don't Look Up. Like, I, mean, I don't know. Is it a spoiler? I don't know. I, I don't know how much of a spoiler. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. What's that? What's that, Kenny? It's a good movie. It's on Netflix. So yeah, that's it. Well, watch it. Yumi ruins movies. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we should do. Cooch shits on your weed, and Yumi ruins your movies. <laughs> we can get a sponsor from uh, I don't even know X Lax for some money. Look at that dog. Oh yeah, that's the same bird. Is that the same Bernard that is uh, uh, not the brightest dog, but a goofy, lovable, big same yeah, Bernard? Not known in There's something really adorable about a dumb dog, though. Honestly, I'm like, I don't understand, but I'm really trying. American bulldogs are pretty. Uh, yeah, they're pretty out there. Big dogs. That's what that's a coot has, right? Yeah, yeah, American Bulldogs, man, they're lazy and they flop everywhere. Yeah. Crazy. They're just, they're dog, just but... not wired like a dog. <laughs> I swear to God, man. They're the nicest dogs, Tom. They're real oh, calm. yeah, they're great dogs. They're wonderful. Just, you know, some dogs like your hunting breed, you can train them and have them work with you, you know, if you're into bird hunting. Um, other dogs can track things. Basically, what a bulldog is is a real expensive pillow <laughs> that uh, takes up your couch and gets yep. a real attitude if you try to get them off. Farts uh, regularly every two hours. Oh, yeah. I just, you know, <laughs> fuck. And they're just, they're weird. I mean, they're not like, they're not like a lab or, you know, a dog dog. No, they're, they're, not, as, for no they're reason. not as red as uh, like, huh? They're just big for no reason. It's really funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. My uh, my two wolf dogs self-train themselves to use the cat litter box if they get stuck inside too long. But that was pretty fucking funny. We have her on a really good diet because they have a lot of problems. Hips, hip dysplasia, yeah. and uh, I... So we got her on uh, organic kibble right from the get-go, and then I add uh, kelp meal. I know 
I know it's got heavy metals, but anyway, we get kelp meal and uh, raw chicken. Heavy metals, bones. heavy metals, <laughs> heavy metals, heavy metals. <laughs> heavy metals. Uh, talking about uh, cat litter, about like the best fucking prank ever. George Clooney, he was staying at some someone's house where they were filming a movie or some shit. He was staying at his friend's house, so he kept scooping the cat poop out of the thing when he was in the bathroom. And, and like flushing it or whatever, and then after like three or four days, he took a big shit and let her fuck with his friend. And the dude was like, "Why is my cat not taking a dump in the litter box?" And Clooney was basically scooping the cat shit preemptively every time he was like excusing himself to go to the bathroom. And then one day he took a dump in there, and it was a human sized shit. Yeah, champion. Yeah. I swear to God. Why well, I remember that story? I don't know, but it's fucking it epic. Forethought, <laughs> malice of forethought. Yeah, like everything. Pulis of forethought. And it was to Richard Kind. That's who it was. Richard Kind is the guy you think. Couldn't remember who it was. Anyways, weird fucking thing I remember for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Raymond is saying, not Cujo. We're talking about. Uh, uh, cats now, Raymond. Keep up. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Aldi said, I lift kelp meal, not a single gain. Bro, do you even lift? No, doesn't even lift. What's going on, Captain 420? Welcome. Cheers. How's everyone out there tonight? Good, buddy. Come on. Uh, happy New Year. I don't know if we've seen you since the, the New Year's. No, you haven't. Uh, I was uh, in the southern part of the state, and it's like uh, Northern California. Sometimes internet's hit and miss. <laughs> huh. Yeah, it happens. Uh, what was I going to say? And you're not kidding about Northern California. Man alive, like Humboldt County, the internet is rough up there. Like the phone and internet. Whew. Well, where I was at, we have satellite TV, but it works at like three, four o'clock in the morning, but goes out continuously. I can't keep a signal. So, you know, I, I listened to some of the show. <laughs> I just couldn't get on the show. So that's happened the past few nights. Did Northern California get hit really hard with snow? Like I have no humble. I have Humble no County. idea with that, but we have it here in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Wow. <laughs> Crazy amounts of snow. I mean, every, a lot of places. Well, it was Virginia, I think, that had the uh, uh, traffic jam that lasted over 20 hours. So did we. The Cascades, uh, you couldn't get over... Uh, the interstate, which runs along the Columbia River, Interstate 84, and then the old highway that was built back in the 20s, the US 26, they had a block about a 50 mile stretch uh, each way, or both ways were blocked from uh, trying to transverse it. Yeah, it's, you know. But uh, west there makes me the coldest with those uh, posties putting up. <laughs> Uh, negative and 40 I, degrees and shit holy cow yeah, yeah. Well, that's where the, that's where the line is the same fahrenheit and celsius negative 40 
Yeah, <laughs> negative 47 out there. I worked today with the wind chill. It fucking sucks. Amazing. Yeah. Dude, what happens if your car breaks down? Are you just fucked? Yeah. Man, I keep, I literally, yeah, pretty much, yeah. I keep spare cables and I keep a spare battery. In the bring car. your rosary oh. with when you travel. You always want to bring your rosary because just in case, if, you know. I got, if, uh, like, we're on snowmobiles now, too. So, like, snowmobiles are pretty good for actually traveling on if you need to get out on the, in, in the it wouldn't be a comfortable ride, but it is doable. Uh, but yeah, you got to be like all completely covered up, I imagine, because I know like just even riding your bike in like, oh, man. chilly oh. weather with some wind, your ears are all fucking practically falling off your head after like 20 minutes. Can you imagine like negative 40 degrees? This goes way beyond chilly weather. This right. goes... Even the Eskimos would be leaving. I mean, right? <laughs> Straight up. 17 feet in Reno in the in the Sierras. Wow. 17 feet. Shit, three inches of shut Portland down. You get three inches of, of snowfall and you got buses going off the roads. You got, you know, you've been here. These people can't drive in the rain. I would argue these people can drive in the rain, but if you give them even a tiny flake of snow, they're fucked. People yeah, flying off the road and doing all kinds of crazy oh, yeah. shit. Black ice, you name it. Uh, in California, though, rain is the same as our snow. Like, basically, like, yep. light rain and you see 20 accidents. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I want to give me a about California traffic. I thought I drove uh, fast. Uh, yeah. Not in Southern California. Apparently not. Oh, you had the people driving by at 120 miles an hour. Really? And you're like, whoops, what's that shit? And no wonder why they wreck, you know. When it rains, you, you can't drive like that. It's insane. California is, especially like, uh, I don't know, Los Angeles, uh, uh, San Diego, stuff like that. It's like barely controlled chaos. Yes. And it's, it's absolutely <laughs> bizarre because, like, everyone is flying across at 100 miles an hour or whatever, yeah. but they're yeah. weirdly safe about it. I don't know how to describe it. Like, there's, doing it there's a method to their madness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lord of God, it's insane. I know what you mean, though. I was living in Southern Florida. I-95's cruising speed was 100 miles an hour. Oh, my God. 95 all the time. There's there's always a cop, like, chasing yeah. someone up 95. There's huge, I would say, the majority of the east side of Oregon, east of the Cascades to the Idaho border, they have to patrol with drones and uh, helicopters because there's there's so spread apart and there's nothing. I mean, a big town over there is 200 people, and so you go another 40 miles before you get to another town of 300 people, that kind of thing. So it's not like you can domicile police everywhere. So they use drones and helicopters to you know check for accidents, but also speeders. One of those deals where you get a ticket in the mail. Oh, cool. Four in the they, morning, you know, I was on it, you know, that kind of thing. I've seen they, people on the cannonball running shit and they they get pulled over like miles up the road and they're like, yeah, our plane hit you. Yep. Well, here you just you send a, uh, it's a ticket in the mail. Picture. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Ohio just started that here in Cleveland. We have four spots where they've just enacted the cameras oh, yeah. active. 
You know what's cool so, though? Uh, I, I'm sure it's on Android, but on some one manufacturer's phones that if you're using maps uh, and it's guiding you know at the next light turn right, you know that kind of thing. Um, it'll tell you if it senses a uh, a radar gun or whatever. Yeah, a, a monitoring device. So that's pretty cool, you know. For no, if for no other reason, it's not a bad idea to use the maps, <coughs> even if you don't really need it. But it does warn you about permanent that's or. Why, uh, uh, Waze is really good. Yeah, Waze, yeah, I use Waze for the Waze is good for speed traps and. Uh, okay. All okay. Yeah. I didn't know because I yeah. So. Yeah, that's. I mean, that seems like worth it because tickets today. Wow. Really? You know, I mean, God, you're really turning this into a revenue stream, aren't you? I don't know about your state. What well, this has nothing to do with, you know, a general moving violation. But if you get a, a DUI in this state between court fees, attorney fees, and all the other bullshit, you can figure you're going to be out about 7,500. You know, I was thinking about this today. I wonder who the first person ever they were like, damn, that dude's too drunk to drive. Probably. You know, like, who's the first person to ever get a DUI and they like made the Dude, law? That was the day after they invented cars. <laughs> I want to say the first car accident was literally their first day they were driving. Do they have DUIs back in like the horse days? Like, could you get a drunk? They did. I think you had like the driving under the influence of fucking. Well, they have it now. What is it called? Like pre pre nineteen hundred. Federal rule pre nineteen hundred. Like just drunk and horse riding. Fuck! I remember reading about this, and there was something there, about there was it, but it was like in town. You were supposed to be like, because you were riding a horse somewhere in the country. Nobody gives a shit. But it was like in town if you're reckless with a horse. I think that's what it was. It was like reckless horsing. Hmm. There was there was a I know there was a guy in Grand uh, Prairie, Alberta that got a uh, got a. DUI because he had a horse and bring into the bar. He would bring in, he'd get drunk, and he'd pass out on the horse, and the horse would just come, just meander on home. And eventually they got oh, sick. The driving. Was the horse yeah. <laughs> The horse the didn't horse do the way home. The horse did everything. Like, it had nothing to do with it. The horse? What, the guy falling off the horse? Like, you know, Tesla is going to make uh, that's the good thing about the like one of the only good things about automated driving. You know what I mean? You're not going to have to order an Uber when you're drunk. You literally just type in your address and it's going to go there by itself. I wonder how long until it gets to that point, though. There's a cool Omar, California called Apple Jacks, and they used to have someone like ride a motorcycle through that place or ride a horse through that shit at least once a week. Like yeah, I saw at least three separate motorcycles ride through that bar. <laughs> um, Tesla, I think, has the capabilities of making it fully autonomous, but there's so many restrictions on it that they can't actually release it. I thought they can use it. Well, no, when they use it, they have to insure the cars because no insurance company will cover the car because they don't believe in the technology yet. As soon as the cars prove themselves safer than us operating the cars, then it will then insurance companies will start incentivizing us 
using the autopilot and then give us lower rates for uh, for using for using the auto the autopilot feature on the car. I fucked up. I waited too long to oh. water. Things are droopy. Oh man! So what happens in cold weather, man? You muted yourself here. Again. Sure, dude. Uh, it happens all the time, man. Uh, just to try not to have it happen again. You know, it's one of those things. Every time it happens, like, uh, just try not to do it again. It's happened to everyone, though, I, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's happened to Coot. But it's happened to, to uh, Potent, Captain 420, you name it. What happened? Just forgetting to water one day or waiting one day too mm-hmm. long for whatever reason. Something. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. killed. A, I killed one of my plants recently doing that. Right. It was away for a couple of days at home. Well, Let's see. I forgot your calmax treatment. That's it. And you yeah. skipped a week. Gonna, Need a lot more. Could have been tried growing a, a five times as much. My my problem is I'm used to having everything all automated and everything on the aquaponic. <laughs> the time to finish building out the room yet, so I'm not used to having to water. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. Did you just troll me there with that one there, uh, Smash? You're gonna feed a plant just Calmeg. Yeah. I think you should then get on forums and ask what the problem is with your plant. Maybe <laughs> 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 infected with russets too. Yeah, I fucking love it. No, do you understand? The problem is definitely not Calmeg. <laughs> Try something else. <laughs> love it. How about boric acid? Calmeg. In fact, that's even the name of the strain. I've, I'm only growing it with Calmag. I'm only supplementing it with Calmag, and the plant's name is even Calmag. And I renamed myself Calmag. That's not the problem. It's something else. Boric acid is actually really good for killing ants. Don't put it directly on your plants as far as like top dressing, but you can put it around the walkways and the outside of the building, the edges of the grow room. Uh, if you have ants, roaches... <laughs> please anything like that it'll it'll kill them pretty quickly i've heard bone meal is uh, uh very effective for for ants but then i wondered to myself okay what does the world think if you're sprinkling like bone meal all around your house like are you a vampire in training or? okay let's break that down for a second so what's bone meal made out of Calmac. no you got part of it right? blood of calcium. bones of your enemies maybe it has to be right. Anyway. Captain Calmag in the chat. Calcium, calcium carbonate mostly. Bone Captain meal. Calmag in the chat is flipping over the table. No, might be sealed, bro. <laughs> it's funny because people are just kind of nervous to come on like the open platform. Huh? Why are they scared? Are they yeah, scared? The dirty, dirty indica <laughs> is still in here. What's up, dirty? We never said that. Cheers, dirty. I, I just muted myself again. What's going on, dirty? Cheers, everyone. Cheers, dude. Thank you for having me. What's good? Welcome. I just come on, having a few puffs, watching the show, learning a lot. Oh, man. How's the garden? Uh, it's doing pretty good. It was over veg. Uh, I had to scrog it down and then re-scrog it a couple times. But uh, it's doing well. 
Good to hear it. Cheers, dude. Uh, do you think uh, Smash was saying some folks are a little bit apprehensive coming on to the, the open show? Is that what it is? Do you think, uh, I don't know, are folks uh, afraid to show their face or afraid that people are going to, I don't know, uh, judge them? Or what do you think it is? I don't know. I'm nervous to wreck. I don't know what it is, though. Right on, man. Hey, no worries. Uh, no no reason to be uh, nervous, but I understand it's uh, a normal human emotion, man. Uh, you know, I'm always curious, you know, why why some folks will jump right onto the show. Some folks won't, you know. Uh, some folks don't really want to put their face out there for a, a number of different reasons. But anyway, there's all kinds of ways to do it, too. You don't really have to show your face, you know, like you can. Man, I didn't even chat for the, the, the camera, longest right? time. I didn't even right? chat for the longest time. And then until I had a good couple things, I was like, man, I got to put this in there. Two things being left. As you got to correct us because we were wrong. That it was. No, it was. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I gotta say, me and West agree most of the time. Uh, me and West have never had a disagreement. <coughs> Ever? What about uh, what about like um, well, when we talk about maple syrup? How do you like your? Stuff? How do you like steak? How do you like your steak, uh, 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 Wesson? <laughs> you go first. How do you like your steak? It's when we talk Rare about medium, maple syrup right? and mountain. Okay, good answer. <laughs> Smashed, how do you like your steak? Depends. Depends on what I'm doing. Depends, oh, depends on, on what? All right, this is already a bad sign. But uh, how do you like your steak? Yeah. Probably medium. <laughs> yeah. Medium. Most of the time. Yeah. All right. It's barely acceptable, but what do you think, Coot? You're the judge. Are we going to make him walk the plank? What do you think? Well, anybody would cook a steak beyond... Medium rare. Well, go, back to, go back to Here's Amber. the problem. Wherever you're getting your steak from <laughs> is probably coming from a grocery store and they send every bit of meat through a, a fucking ch- 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 needle machine. Yeah. So I always. A tenderizer. Yeah. Yeah. I always try to cook to a halfway decent temperature. <laughs> Just to avoid contamination from that needle machine. They tell you to ever read the meat that you buy from the grocery store. It tells you to actually. Yeah, we'll say like above 150, 160, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Depends. Different I mean, we're not doing different. steak tartare, you know, here. Right. Yeah. Steak tartare is actually good. People are always weirded oh, out. I know. This stuff, you it's just have to have really good meat. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. Not roadkill. Then you can eat it. Well, no, we, we ferment our roadkill and turn it into a new. <laughs> That's how you do it. Okay. That's, That's do the it. way I do it. Yeah. 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 I go out and scrape up raccoons, a deer once in a while, you know, a couple rabbits, and then put them in a big pot and <laughs> throw in some bacillus. And uh, fuck, man, within, oh, I don't know, a year and. You know, shooting at the goddamn raccoons trying to pull it out. I got one of the best. It's called Nectar of the Gurus. <laughs> Unlike Nectar of the Gods. It's, this is, uh, you know, a whole different product line. You need the raccoons, though. That's because that raccoon here has got extra cow mag. That's why it's the different colors, the black terps. and white and red. Yeah, stuff. that's the terps there. Yeah. I really get your terps going, man. So, uh, Uh, never mind. Careful, don't make fun of that nectar of the gods. They'll uh, their gang will come after you. 
I don't think oh, I've done worse. I don't think I've ever met more loyal customers, honestly. Like uh, uh, New Millennium. They do too. Yeah, you're right. Well, okay, maybe I've never made fun of New Millennium, so I've never seen it. See, but wasn't yeah, that the former Blue nuts. Moon? There was a, so. yeah. a new line out of uh, Eugene called Blue Moon something, Blue Moon Organics, mm. and that morphed into Nectar. I think you're right. Yeah, they, uh, okay. Boy, another worthless piece of uh, <laughs> history of the uh, cannabis newt scene here in Oregon, huh? Mm. Or are they are like the National or something? They're national now, yeah. They're they're pretty oh. big money now. They're in Michigan and all over the place now, and their customers are really, oh. really loyal. Oh, uh, I brother. use their soil because it has pumice, but that's about the only reason. My friend, seriously, you want cheap price on pumice? How does a, a two yard tote sound for a hundred? I just can't fit a two yard tote. I know. That's the thing. I'm just joking, but yeah. Like if I could, if I had the space, I would mix my own soil, but I can't yeah. just buy the bags there. I know it's a pain. Yeah, it's a you know, pain. Yeah, unless you have the right like setup, it's hard to get big big deliveries dropped off at a at a residence, at a residential address, I should say. Oh because, shit! Like, like if I were to order problems. like let's say something that comes on a semi truck, they don't really like delivering to somewhere that doesn't have a dock or. Uh, I'm a type smash. I make them deliver my survey supplies because they always come on a semi truck. And I'm like, yeah, well, you delivered to a driveway. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now. I was like, I've had big ass trucks and trailers pull up on the side of my road. So if you can't, then I don't fucking understand it. Uh, well, when you order a pallet, that person doesn't want to take the pallet off one bag by a time. Right. <laughs> It'll be here for a while. Yeah, you're lucky you don't live on one of those hills in Boston where the guy just opens up the back of the truck and like what you're doing a few times. <laughs> See, you open up an organic CrossFit gym and you just make them pay the <laughs> Instead of tires, you have bags of muscles. I have you got so, a, yeah, a shovel and you mix the soil. <laughs> I have a dolly and, and like my shed opens up to like a double door, like a big a bigger door for lawnmowers and stuff, so I can pull a pallet in there. <coughs> so they don't mind pulling into like dropping off at my house because they can literally just drop a pallet in my driveway. I mean, if they have like a people that get mad at me for dropping a pallet in my driveway, is the people well, people that park here, (laughs) right? Because I'm lazy. Say too, if they have one of those truck lifts, I guess you can fit a what do they call the forklifts that you can go around in a truck? I can't think of it right now, but you know the mini lifts. Yeah, yeah, like a jack. I guess they could use those and put it on the back of the truck and lower it. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen people do that before. That doesn't help them back the semi into your driveway, though. Yeah, most trucks are cool, uh, equipped with a lift, no matter what. We have big red dog in the chat. What's going on, man? Gary D is talking about Pulp Fiction. How do you want your steak? Burnt to a crisp or bloody as hell? 
and I believe uh, John Travolta orders the bloodiest hell. Uh, and then they get the five dollar milkshake, and he tries, and he's like, "Damn, it's a good milkshake." Well, it was five dollars. How's that movie such a classic? <laughs> like, I'm always puzzled, honestly, with uh, Tarantino movies because when I see like any individual part <laughs> of many of the movies, I'm super puzzled. But then at the yeah. same time, right, Coot? Like a lot of yeah. it is just very yeah. strange. But then you look back on it and you're like, man, <laughs> Reservoir Dogs was a classic. Pulp Fiction yeah. was a classic. Some of the other movies were just awesome. Kind of like, well, you know, the great ones are, you think, um, you know, you look at like even Scorsese's work. You know, you have to look at it in its entirety. And uh, he's best when he goes outside to what's been considered the conventional areas that he's operated from before, you know, mm-hmm. different perspectives. I mean, he, I, for example, have you seen his documentary on Bob Dylan, the early days, like in like 61? I haven't or the Stones either. No. Wow. I mean, the guy's an artist. Is he? Yeah. I mean, a real artist, you yeah. know, knows how to tell the story and right. just the, everything, the uh, videography and, the way it was all sewn together and what because he was working on a lot of original stuff, you know. Hmm. Interesting. Because he has such a distinctive style in his movies, you can always tell within a few minutes, like, oh man, this must be Scorsese or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. you notice how good it is, but yeah. it's all super frenetic. But the storytelling is always very, very, very clearly yeah. uh, thought out. A little yeah. bit like uh Spike Lee, like he'll do all these weird vignettes and camera angles and everything, but the story is still always somehow plodding along. It's right. Great. Fascinating. I don't know. Is it a full moon tonight or like the opposite of full moon where everyone is like stone and tired? Water leaking. Water leaking. Everybody in my realm is either has COVID currently or they're just like me and my, Jesus. And my roommate don't have COVID, but we have some kind of just like cold or some shit that's going around. Apparently there's a bad cold in LA going around, yeah. Jesus, you're not kidding, man. Just like uh, half the people I know either were on, uh, well, like five people were on like uh, isolation this week. Uh, uh, Several of them have gotten out of it because they didn't, they were negative or whatever, but still they were exposed to people and so on. Just a bizarre time. I guess it is winter, but man alive. Well, when I leave the house, I, because of my father, I come back and pretty much for three days just stay quarantined. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But you know, I come here to get high with you guys because I'm mm-hmm. in quarantine. I don't see anybody else. It's wow. <laughs> crazy. Well, you're welcome, man. Alice saying hello, people sick. Yeah, that's for sure. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, when I heard about this a uh, couple of weeks ago, people were, uh, I don't remember, uh, NPR or something it was like, everybody's going to get freaking Omicron this year. Like, literally, everyone's yeah. going to get and- it. Honestly, it's it's kind of a good thing, though, because this is actually how they got out of the 1918 uh, Mm. uh, pandemic was it it, it mutated and became less uh, became uh, it became it became more transmissible and less dangerous. It became more like a common cold. And that's what it seems to be doing at this point, although nobody seems to be coming out and saying it, but it, it seems to be the high infections are going up while the hospitalization rate going down. So that is a good thing. So I've heard kind of the same thing, yeah. 
there is already a new uh, uh, variant that apparently is even more mutated, but the Omicron is the dominant one right now. So um, it'd be interesting. It'd be nice to get out of well, this hopefully one. Hopefully it's the end. Yeah, it'd, be nice. it'd be nice if we just end, yeah. Mm. Instead of uh, what they've been telling us, like, oh, we're going to have to deal with this forever and we're going to get boosted like every freaking six months or every three months or something like be nice if we don't have to deal with any of that shit. No, Pfizer said it's completely ridiculous and unrealistic logistically to expect everyone to get injected every six months. Like this is fucking madness. And in fact, he even spoke out directly against the fourth booster, saying that it doesn't provide any more immunity. And they're well, there was a big study. I doubt that today. honestly. That that's that's, the that's their bread and butter. But the uh, in Israel, uh, they just discovered that uh, uh, the fourth booster, apparently, because they're doing a trial on it, uh, provides a massive spike in antibodies. So uh, I doubt that's I right. Know. The Zeta virus will be here soon and the dead will walk again. It's OK. <laughs> Maybe. Man, best not to bring up viruses and vaccines. Oh, uh, whatever. Um, wait, wait, I, man, that is a cool glass, by the way. Captain. Can, can, I, can I call out? Uh, let me ask Fumi if I'm allowed. Can I call out Justin Trudeau? Because that was just, even if, I don't care what oh, Yes, uh, let's get into that one. I'll, I'll go to that I, one all I, day. Let me ask Fumi. So I have to be honest, I don't know what happened. I know something happened, but I don't know what. Oh, he, okay. So, so hold on. Let me just pull it up. It was, it was misogynist and uh, racist if you didn't take the vaccine. You're yeah, misogynist and a racist. Yes, Trudeau yeah. said you are a bigot and a it was, He said it in French, so. Yeah, so I just I just want everyone to understand. Yeah, poopy pants as well. Yeah, so so just so everyone. Oh, Chris. Yeah, this, this this is a guy who got caught in blackface, not once, right. not twice, but separate occasions. Right. There you go. See, we can find common ground. Fuck racists. <laughs> Pretty fucking weird. Yeah, I'm he's sorry. like a decent guy, man, but then, yeah, he dressed up in blackface and shit. It's a little bizarre. Three times. <laughs> you cannot call anyone racist. Man, you fuck <laughs> one pig. <laughs> There's rules to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> the rules. What's going on, Chris? Welcome. What's up? How y'all doing? Dude, dude. Uh, I can't remember. Is it the first time you're on the show or second? Yes, first time ever on the Good show. On. Welcome, man. Cheers, dude. Yes. Yay. Hey. Yes. Awesome. Uh, so what's everybody doing? I just got back from the store. I've been uh, doing stuff. I, I usually exercise from uh, uh, 8 to 9 p.m. on the West mm-hmm. Coast time. I go swimming, do my mile and everything. So oh, what, cool. what's on the what's the topic tonight? No particular topic. Uh, didn't have a guest this evening, so we're just uh, we're just BSing, man. Uh, whatever we uh, uh, whatever comes to mind. We were talking about baking a little bit ago. I was telling Coot how uh, I actually got some fan mail. People were saying like, "Hey, man, can we talk more about uh, exotic baking and you know baking and all that kind of stuff?" So, but, you know, the conversation just kind of goes wherever we take it. Awesome. I was a baker at one time. Were you? Right on, man. Yes, I worked at a place. Uh, that uh, that was really bad to work at. Uh, the first night I w- I worked there, I hear a I go, what was that? And he goes, oh, hold on. He goes and starts clearing out mouse traps, and then goes back to rolling dough. 
<laughs> he forgot to do something. And that's just how he was. And I was all like, uh, I, he saw that he goes, oh, man, don't worry, you'll bake out. Like, dude, come on, man, you got to wash your hands. And uh, yeah, no. And then another story is that uh, I put my hand up where a proofer is. And it was broke. So I had to open it up from the, the top. And I go to open it up from the top where the little the little thing is. And a giant roach crawls across my hand. It was probably like a two-inch roach. And its leg, its feet were crawling across my hand. And it felt like claws just crawling. And I screamed like a little girl. And he comes over behind me. He steps on it and kicks it into the corner. I was tripping. I was like, man, I could, I only lasted in that job for like a month or two. I couldn't handle it. It was, it was the worst job. There's a mouse really in the coaches. freezer. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's a mouse in the refrigerator. Were they saving it for later or what? No, no. He was alive. He called it her little bastard. It was a live mouse there. in the fridge. Yeah. He it was furry as hell. It looked like a, a fur puff. Like a furry puff. So just it just like, lived in the fridge and just ate from the fridge? Yes. Mm. Eight in oh the fridge. Oh, fucking God. Yeah, That's it was disgusting horrible. beyond all reason. And it was yeah. just like a polar mouse. <laughs> polar mouse, yes. We call it the Arctic mouse. Yeah. Right? The mouse is like, it's fucking cold here, but I got all the food I want. <laughs> all the food it wants and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was horrible. It was a horrible experience. And I would tell Jeez. anybody that it's, it, the place is so beloved that you tell oh. people this and they still go there. Oh, wow. They don't care. That's too bad. It's like Jesus Christ, you guys are crazy. I've never been back ever since. Yeah, it was the worst place I ever worked at. It was, it was horrible. Uh, I can't remember which place it was right now, honestly. But uh, in California, they grade the restaurants with an A, B, C, D, whatever, and you don't yeah. want to get anything below an A, basically, because it means you're fucking garbage. But you'll see uh, exactly. restaurants; they have to display in their window. You'll see A. Uh, I think there's an A minus as well. I mean, it's been a couple of years since I've been in California, but I think there's an A minus, and then you'll see the B's. And man, a lot. And then, of course, they have, I think, maybe it's not ABCD. Maybe it's A, B, and then like no, it is. unfinished. Is B it ABCD? Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to see sometimes. better than A. Yeah, right. <laughs> but sometimes you'll see like C or whatever. And I remember there was one restaurant that a lot of people liked. And I can't remember where it was, but it was somewhere where I, close to where I live. And I was like, man, you know that place is really filthy, right? Like it's got a C rating and whatever. And everybody would defend it. They were like, well, but it's blah, 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 and such and such. And I couldn't understand it. That's ridiculous. It's right? ridiculous. I, I just can't understand how you would still go back to that place after you find out that it's like that. I guess people die well, Just hard. down the street, there's 15 of the same restaurant with an A rating. Yeah. Exactly. Don't go back. Don't go there. Especially, uh, like, I remember going to this Chinese restaurant where I go to the bathroom. This woman went into the bathroom and came out too quick for her to put her apron on just the way it was. I was like, wait a minute. I work at restaurants. I know how long it takes you to put on your apron like that. You didn't even take your apron off to go to the bathroom. That's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's pretty common I never, too, I think. Yeah. I never went to the restroom with my apron ever. When my, I, I take my apron off before I leave the kitchen. Then I go to the restroom. That way, they don't ever see you with your apron on when you go to the restroom. It's kind of hard to drag a bidet around. Yeah, well, we said bidet. Man, why did what? Why couldn't the French? Why couldn't that be something we 
we uh, we uh, grabbed onto from the French. Why couldn't we have done that? I would have loved because uh, the, days we, we have to call it freedom. We could call it, we could take it if we call it the freedom toilet. Yes, yes, fresh toilet. I don't freedom, know. freedom ass washer or something. Who needs a yeah. bidet? You got a fucking jet tub, uh, a spa tub. Oh, we should have a spa tub. <laughs> should I should I lay this one out? I don't know. Uh, no, I don't know if I want to get into it. Toilet. It's an independence toilet. Exactly. House we got. Come back, Ephraim. I want my independence toilet. Is that like uh, Randy uh, Quaid? I declare my independence. Oh, wait, no. Who said that in Independence Day? Oh, it was the president that said that. Yeah, it was Bill Pullman. We declare our Independence Day. And then Randy Quaid shoots it it, right up in the spaceship's butthole, basically. If mice and shit running around a restaurant worries you, don't go to Asia. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) <laughs> At least it's food uh-huh. there. <laughs> no, if you go to China, they say China's forty percent used oil, and when I'm talking used oil, is I'm talking they're getting it from the gutter and recycling it. Oh yeah, that was a big that was a big deal. I mean, I man, I've been disgusted by that stuff for years. I couldn't believe it when I heard about. Um, you guys know the the Chinese stuffed dumplings, right? They're like the pork bao and stuff. Oh, Fuck, I love no, those no. pork dumplings, don't, right? Don't say but a few years it. ago, pardon? I said, don't say nothing bad about that, please. No, in the this US, they're, they're fine. <laughs> thankfully, yeah, thankfully they're made of actual meat and food and, and bread and stuff. But okay. in, in Beijing, they were a perfect, they are a perfect worker's food because basically, you know, they fit in your hand. You can take a couple of them, put in your jacket, uh, and actually you can keep them warm because a lot of them, they, they wear like heavy clothes. Weird. Uh, China, they don't heat their houses. They heat themselves. So they wear like a, a heavy jacket. Anyway, so you get a couple of these warm dumplings. You put them in your freaking jacket in the morning, warms you up in the morning. It's like a perfect lunch food for those dudes. They're fairly inexpensive because they make them everywhere. It's a super common food, right? It's like our, you know, I don't even know. It's not even like our burgers. It's cheaper and easier than our burgers and stuff, right? Anyway, so a few years ago, this has got to be like 10 years ago, there was this big scandal and it broke in like, you know, Bloomberg and Washington's the Post and all this different stuff. Holy shit, in China, uh, they're making these uh, pork dumplings for workers, basically, that are working, you know, in Beijing on the construction sites, you know, building the city into this amazing freaking city. They're using cardboard that they soak on the ground. They had all kinds of like uh, uh, undercover operatives basically going to these places. These guys are like soaking the cardboard with like acid to make it kind of look and taste a little bit like pork and then chopping it up. And like, uh, I don't even remember how they chopped it up on us and then baking it into meat and then selling it to people like I mean, seriously, the stuff that these guys were coming up with. And then also what Smash was talking about was legit too. It was the, um, oh God, what does it call it? The, the gutter oil, I want to say, where they were getting like a variety of toxic substances and anything else that essentially came from the sewer, refining it, pulling the oils out of it and selling it as cooking oil. And everything about it was just disgusting and toxic. And I mean, I was blown away. This is a six dollar croissant, seven dollar croissant at a good bakery, hmm. right here. This is a good bakery. That that place is expensive. This is this is from for a place called Faria, 
And that, that place is top notch. I love that place. It's great. I love carbs. I don't know if you can tell them. I'm a little overweight. Uh, it's, and it's not from alcohol. It's from smoking from weed and eating. And smoking, eating croissants. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a typical cook. I went to culinary school and everything. So, um, Is yeah, that a so. rye bread behind you? Oh, no. That's a croissant. And then that's a, I think that was a cookie, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, cookie right there. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, I love rye bread. Yeah. I love, uh, I love uh, uh, pastrami and rye with some, with some sauerkraut. And, and I get the good sauerkraut. I get the, this uh, really good stuff. I, I love it. It's, it's cultured and everything. It's good for your stomach. That's one of my favorite sandwiches. And you're amazing. What what? Have you ever made sauerkraut? No, I want to though. But I know I get it. It's good stuff. The one I one I get. But yeah, no, I do want to try sauerkraut. Also, want to do kimchi. Okay, well, you can get them. Sometimes listed as German, and sometimes listed as Polish. But they're crocs, fermenting crocs, and like with uh, cabbage, you just cut it up and put it in, and you know strips. And then sprinkle salt on it. And within two or three days, it's already starting to ferment. So because it's air, airborne and plus the uh, microbes that are on the material itself, the, the cabbage leaves. So anyway, you end up with an amazing, and the longer you let it go, then the closer you're going to get to sauerkraut. You could also get some organic sauerkraut and inoculate your, when you start with a couple of teaspoons of the juice. Or, you know the liquid, and that would get the the same microbes going. And but these things aren't expensive, and they come in like countertop all the way to like big mothers. And get them through uh, Amazon. Uh, look for uh, Dutch uh, fermentation crocs, and they okay. come with a lid and everything, and it keeps the air out, so you're not dealing with uh, anaerobic. Uh, microbes that will spoil it you're dealing with the okay. ones that you want to get to ferment anyway there you go it's real simple uh that's i love sauerkraut i don't know who else here loves sauerkraut but it's one of the best things on earth besides like kimchi and stuff like that that's absolutely yeah and if you like you can get you know like the uh, juniper berries you want to go that direction mm -hmm. some of the like east german Spice recipes yeah there you go speaking of uh, Hell yeah Pungent smells and COVID. What does the world come to when you can't even have a 70 person orgy at your home without the. Uh, I saw that. Yeah. I was like, what? What's the... <laughs> I was in Spain. <laughs> Fucking Spaniards. The worst part is it was apparently Americans that like hired some prostitutes and evidently they fucked it up because of that. But like the, the prostitutes are actually legal in Spain. So the only thing that they fucked up is they basically like uh, uh, broke the quarantine rules. You're only supposed to have like up to 30 people or something. They had too many people at their orgy. Yeah, see? What does the world come to? First world problems. Mm. Yeah, really. <laughs> really. Could somebody drive me to the revolution? My Mercedes is in the shop. Right. Yeah. Only a couple over. Don't you become one? <laughs> well, just as long as you know, the majority okay. of them are female. For me, that would be perfectly fine. <laughs> What's well, everybody's called a harem? That's a commune. We used to say a hole is a hole as long as it's warm and willing. 
Well, we don't lose your hair back, I guess. <laughs> we don't want those secondhand sandwiches, though, right? <laughs> yeah. the most messed up movie the other day. Uh, I don't even remember what it was called, and I think it's a good thing that I don't remember what it was called because it was fucking terrible. I have to be honest. Uh, it, it was uh, like a uh, Norwegian or Swedish movie with the same chick uh, that played Elizabeth Salamander in the. She was also in uh, uh, the fuck's her name. I can't even think of her name. Uh, she was in Prometheus. She's the doctor so and so in Prometheus. <laughs> well, whatever. Anyway, uh, long story short, she and her husband are like farmers in the fields upwards somewhere in the upper. Madagascar, like Norway somewhere. And there's almost no dialogue in the entire fucking movie. But then they basically discover one of their goats or no, no, one of their sheep is like half human. And so they start raising it as a child. It's the most fucked up fucking movie. It was so messed up. And in the end, like it's some shit happens. It's, 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 if you know what I'm talking about, if you see it on Amazon, I would not recommend watching it. I don't even remember the name. I don't even want to look it up because it was, it was, it was that stupid. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> I couldn't yeah, believe yeah. I watched it. And I watched it to the end too. And I was like, I just, I can't even believe this shit. You got it. Cause you're thinking right around. You guys watch the gotta be something. What do you guys think? There's of- gotta be some, yeah. Like it, it was supposed to be allegorical. I mean, I know for sure that it was supposed to be allegorical, you know, about man's take on like uh, theft and, and, and justice. Cause basically they essentially stole a kid and then they, and there was some justice served for that, blah, blah, blah. But they, of course, in the past, they felt justified because they had lost kids. So there's definitely some kind of weird Norwegian allegory there that it just flew right over my head because it was just such a garbage movie. It's like a bunch of stuff that happens for literally no reason. Like scenes change and you're like, Oh, what just happened there? And like, nothing is explained about it for, yeah, Sometimes never doesn't yeah. deal with the plot at all. Yeah, it's just random shit. Sounds Lots like of scenes of them mushrooms. emotionally making expressions, like no dialogue, yeah. but just like they're making emotional expressions. Very Norwegian, like very you know Northern European. Like fits into like you know one of those black and white furniture stores where everything is like I don't even know right at the ground. The, the only sort of refreshments they serve are like crackers and. Oyster water. I don't even know. Yeah, it's salt water. It's salt water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the best. Tears of hatred. <laughs> Ever see Troll Hunters? That's a pretty cool movie. Uh, it's about giant, like crazy tall um, trolls that wake up and just start eating people and like picking up semis and just eating them. It's fucking trippy. And there's like different types of trolls that fight each other. The humans just kind of exist in the world. It's fucking cool. What's the name of it? Trolls? Troll Hunter. No, no. I was going to say, I saw something years and years ago. It was something troll. I think Dead Snow is from Nor- Norway, isn't it? Or is it Sweden? Yeah, Dead Snow is Norwegian too. That's probably the single best Norwegian movie that's out there. Dead Snow and Dead Snow 2. So it's a bunch of kids that go skiing and find Nazi gold and the Nazis come back from the dead to try and kill them all. And it's done in like the style of like... It's fine cinema when I think about it. Hell yeah. And then the second one... 20 years from now. So why'd you become a filmmaker? Well, I saw Dead Snow and I just felt inspired. And the second one, uh, (laughs) uh, he comes back, or uh, the zombies come back from the dead and, uh, or the, the zombies come back and how do you defeat a bunch of Nazi zombies? With a bunch of allied zombies, so they resurrect a bunch of allies and have well, like, naturally. A battle and it's fucking great, like <laughs> fucking great. Mm. 
Easy as hell, but fucking great. <laughs> That's why I like the, the Hellboy movies. In fact, I like the original couple of Hellboy movies the most. I, I don't even know if I've seen the newest one with like the new actor. I want to say I saw like 10 minutes of it and kind of put it on uh, next. But uh, with uh, uh, Ron Perlman, it was so freaking cheesy, but it was hilarious. Like this demon monster that eats like nonstop pizza and ribs and whatever else. And his hand is the key to the underworld and whatever. It was just kind of funny. It's cheesy and goofy. There's certain comic movies out there that, you know, they should actually make them rated R because they would be hilarious in hell and true to the comics. Well, that was the massive success with uh, Deadpool, right? Like, they were like, hey, what would happen if we basically just made this full-on for adults? Like, and if there's, like, a bunch of swearing and, like, dick jokes and whatever else, and we full-on make it rated R, and it was a huge success. <laughs> Go figure. I love yes, Deadpool. Forgot, has one of the best on-foot chase scenes. Hold on, I think they have a picture of it. And it's uh, this lady with, like, a baby carriage <coughs> being chased by zombies. <laughs> 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 Oh, does Strong Style have, uh, oh man, Strong Style might have the freaking Rona. He's saying he's going to try not to die in his sleep. Dude, that's familiar. Oh, I've heard that a few times now where people are like, dude, yeah, I had to basically yeah. stay up all night because I wouldn't die in my sleep. I know exactly this. Yeah. One night where I had what I thought was a cold, I literally couldn't sleep the whole night because every time I would kind of half fall asleep, I was like, I'm going to choke to death. And I would wake up because my throat was like, yeah, it was great. If that's what it is, I think I've had it before. And that was prior mm. to it all popping off. We, mm. It happened uh, like right in, in uh, at the end of December, January, uh, mm. when it all first popped off. And uh, it did come uh, out like, earlier, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I swear to God, I thought I was dying. I was like, mm. I, I'm, nobody dies from a cold. Nobody dies from a cold. I just got a cold. Nobody dies from a cold. Who the hell dies from a cold? And I'm like feeling like this is the worst freaking cold I ever had in my life. And I'm thinking this. I'm like, man, I don't know, man. I've never felt this run down. I never felt this way. It's usually, you know, just like, you know, a lot of hacking up a lung and, and, and coughing out green boogers or whatever, you know, when you normally would have a bad cold. But this was just far surpassed that. I jumped in the shower, kicked on the, kicked on the steam, made it steamy and stuff. And it was... It was all bad. They're inclusive. They even include some some people with disabilities in there getting eaten by zombies. <laughs> no discrimination, man. Yeah, it's fucking great. And like, just, oh my god, like, my I daughter would love that. Because I don't want to get flagged. But tank coming across the thing and just runs the kids over in the sandbox. Oh, it's fucking great. And then like bursting into the bathroom, beating them to death at the sink. It's just. Very, very fucking cartoonish. It's fun. Actual art. Shauna the Dead is one of my favorite movies. That was good too, yeah. I haven't seen that for a long time. I'm an, I'm an Ed Wood fan. Way back. Planet Ed Nine. Wood is good. Yeah, yeah, I love Ed Wood. It's I, a, a real dude too, which is like even trippier. Yeah. Yeah, what's his name? Did a great job to portraying uh, him too, Johnny Depp and uh, yeah, and stupid, what's his name? Yeah, uh, uh, he just he just passed away a few years ago with you know from, uh, Mission Impossible. The other played uh, uh, Bill Lugosi. I always forget his name. Uh, Lando, Martin Lando. Yeah, he did a great job with Bill Lugosi. Great cast. 
actually. Sarah, uh, Jessica Parker or whatever. She was in it with his first girlfriend or first wife. She he was stealing all the sweaters. <laughs> Why are my sweaters all stretched out? <laughs> Honey, I have something to tell you. <laughs> he was actually in World War II. He said his biggest fear wasn't getting getting killed. It was uh, getting wounded and finding the, the other GIs finding out that he wore women's underwear in a battle. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to find this photo of uh, Simon Pegg and what's the other dude's name? Uh, shit, the two Shaun of the Dead guys. The other guy, Nick Frost. Uh, they got together the other day. The photo was pretty fucking hilarious. Uh, Nick Frost's got all kind of tattoos on his arms and shit and uh, gold chains. Uh, is this it? No, shit. those are the type of nightmares I have is the Shaun of the Dead nightmares. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I, I'll have zombie nightmares and then I'll like realize I was like, oh, I'm in a dream. And I start clocking the zombies and stuff and just running around clocking zombies. It's really fun. These have involved freaking dreams. I can't find the photo right now. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I've ever had a like a, a zombie dream, but man, I know all these people who are like hounded by creatures in their dreams. I don't know. I don't think I've ever had that. Uh, I think when I was a kid, I had dreams a little bit like that, but they went away. I didn't really have like, I don't know, zombies or whatever. I've heard like sea monsters. Another friend of mine was telling me about sea monsters. I have a dream about a giant, like being stuck in traffic, a giant cow falling from the sky and squishing the car in front of us. I'm like, I don't know, for some reason that was scary. I was gonna say that's like wish fulfillment. They just crush the people in front of me. I just want to push cows out of planes. No, <laughs> cows scary. are nice. What are you talking about? Twist. I, I, I assumed it was a twister reference. Of oh, I don't know. It was just this weird reoccurring dream I had as a kid. I still remember it. Tornado picked up a cow and dropped it on the car. That's usually the most likely way. And now you're in Oklahoma. Huh. I think it's coming true. <laughs> oh, no. I used to actually. I used to be in uh, Greeley, right outside of Greeley, Colorado, which was Greeley cows in the in uh, South Park and everything. <laughs> hey, uh, this one's really small. And uh, he has chronic nightmares every night. Holy cow! Usually ghosts or demons or killers. Uh huh. Great. I think he right? has more weed. Numb those dreams, or less weed, or yeah. more mushrooms, or something. I don't know. You know what'll give you super trippy dreams if you get salvia divinorum and you do like a not a high enough dose to like trip, but just like hit it like a like a small hit, like a little one hitter of it, um, right before bed. You will have crazy trippy dreams. That seems to be like dream amplification for me. If I do that, I'll dream like crazy, like really intense, realistic, lifelike dreams all night. I don't know why, but that there's some chemical in that that really wakes up that part of the brain. If I eat chili cheese dogs, I have pretty bad dreams all night long. I've heard stuff like that. that. Weirdly enough, I've heard that before, like chili cheese burger, chili cheese dog. Is it like the indigestion? Yeah, I think it is. It keeps huh. you up. It keeps your mind awake. And you start tripping the hell out. Yeah, I, I have some weird dreams. Just the crazy dreams. A thousand or so cows trapped in that wiener. Yeah. Right? 
And it's all no, I get the all beef ones. I I get good hot dogs. If you're gonna eat a hot dog, Hebrew or Nathan's, don't cheap out on hot dogs. Come on, man. Oh don't. no, 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 no. You're all wrong. KM. KM hot dogs are the best hot dogs in the game. <coughs> they come in the blue box. Yeah. I mean, Chelsea them. Mass. Yeah, Chelsea Mass. They've been around for over hundred years. It's all right. Around I, years. Best hot dogs I've ever had. Yeah. Well, if they're the best, they'd be all over the country. Right? Well, Check me. Regional. Well, anyway. Regional, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, I personally don't like the beef ones. Man. I don't like beef hot dogs. I like the uh, the mixed beef and pork. Beef hot dogs, for some reason, it's right in my stomach. Never have my whole life. But I can eat, not, you know. And that's not pork. true. Real craft markets stay local. I don't know. I mean, uh. That was what was the, what are they called? Uh, Fat Tire? No, no, no. New Belgium Brewing. Uh, Fat Tire is their like six, uh, uh, signature beer. Uh, New Belgium Brewing was basically. I mean, they're still essentially a microbrew place, but they've gotten so big that people consider them like macrobrew. But they're basically the same thing. They're just really successful. Like everyone loved their fucking beer, and uh, they they're still. The same way. They made yeah, the same I guess so. I guess so. Right now, right off of Germania Road, and JPS right. right around the corner from it. It was, used to be Heffernreffer. It's a small brewery, and it was a family-owned. Heffernreffer was a family-owned. Used to, um, they used to only sell them in pints or 40s, I believe. Just the only way you could get them. Mm. And then um, um, they had the uh, concentration game under the cap, you know, like the, the game on TV, the game show, where you had, you know, pictures, and, you know, you might get a letter, but it's, you know, whatever plus whatever, like ICU, I plus C plus U, you know, the concentration. But they'd be under the cap, so as you get drunk, or it was, uh, you know, fun. you know, as a kid, anyway, it was, you know, a lot of fun to play those games. What'd you get under yours? You know, in your mm-hmm. cap, get all the drunk people trying to figure out the puzzle. That's pretty funny. But Sam Adams, yeah, you know, Sam Adams still, it's, they, they didn't expand, they still blew everything right at that brewery. They don't have like satellite breweries, not, not that I've ever heard of. Anything. Didn't they do that with Snapple? Yeah. Sorry, what's that? Didn't they do that with Snapple? Have like little sayings underneath the bottle cap? Is that like a yeah, yeah like no, a regional no. thing? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, it's like uh, Nantucket Nectars too. They have the uh, you know little trivia facts underneath. No, yeah. this was like remember the game on the game show Concentration where they yeah move move a block. That's what the under the under the caps were these little you know like concentration puzzles. The only way I know how to I, I get the you know name for those types of puzzles, but um, you know, it would be, you know, whatever, and I plus whatever, you know, like, um, you know, that would spell out a phrase or a word, or I think it would, I think they were all phrases or something like that. But you know, you put you put them all together, and you'd have a phrase. You know, what do they call those puzzles, by the way? When it's just like you know, a picture, but they're just pictures, and you got to put them all together. I have no puzzle. A puzzle. Yeah, but I'm just, I, is it just called, you know, I don't know. I didn't know if there was an official name for those. Does anybody else remember this game show, Concentration? No? Am I just dating myself? I'm sure Coot. <laughs> I am dating myself. I know that. You stepped away? I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there used to be a game show on TV that was actually very popular, and it was called Concentration. And uh, and it had a... Uh, a grab a sausage. Well, good. What's cool is those old 3D puzzles. You used to have buildings and then the wood ones with the different creatures and stuff. 
cat or the dad. How's the garden, Charlie's? Going on? Going well. Just to throw in my two cents, I love my steak rare. Nice. A good rare. Waterhouse, or uh, if it's a filet, I, I definitely want to wrap on it, the bacon, or of course, uh, the, uh, the fat, the, the mesh fat, just to give it some, some more flavor because it's all the flavors of the fat. But I like it rare. I mean, literally, just wave it over the fire. I want it moving mm. when it comes to my table. Mm. Exactly. Walk it by a hot oven, and that's yeah. it. Because yeah. well done it's a is waste not good of meat. Yeah, well done so, is actually not good for you because the protein is waste of meat. Cooked. Yeah, yes. You need you need some type of raw, uh, or you need some type of bread still. Obviously, like meat. two minutes on each side. Two yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. Two exactly. minutes. That's it. And let it rest yeah. for like five or ten minutes, and yeah. bring it to me, and let. The, and when I cut through it, it's yeah. hardly any juice should come yeah. out of it. Uh, it should be all in there. Uh, like I said, I went to culinary school, so. Um, I, I, when you get steak, get good steak. Yeah. Steak shouldn't be an everyday thing. You should, yeah. it should be a special occasion when you have a steak and have a good one. Don't get cheap meat and even get aged meat. Go find some aged meat. Yeah. 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 I'm in Oklahoma. I'm if I can get blue cheese. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty pretty just doesn't sit sit well with me. My body just reacts really weird to it. My blood actually re reacts really weird with just for some reason. It's probably the antibiotics, whatever the hell, the hormones, whatever the hell they're doing with the commercial meat <clears throat> in the commercial grocery stores. But um, I eat a whole food steak, and it's you know completely different, completely different. My father, you know, I grew up in London Broil. My father loved every Sunday night with London Broil, but that was back in the '60s, you know. After my mother passed, he would burn a London broil under the friggin'. I mean, he liked it rare. He didn't. He cooked it correctly because it's his favorite cut. But for some reason, store bought steak reacts really weird with me. But Whole Foods, and it must be the way that they're fed and raised. They grain them out. They grain yeah, them out yeah. right before, right before they put them, put them, Slaughter take them. them Yeah, they just they that only grain, only grain. They got it's so bad. That it comes out their they, they it, it comes out their side because they can't really digest uh, uh, grain like that right. and it starts coming out their side because they start getting ulcers and then the ulcers eat through their stomach and then they'll have uh, holes in their stomach on the side of their stomach and and wow. poop and, and stuff will come out the side of their stomach because of oh. the ulcers from being eating so much grains and uh, that's why you only want grass fed cattle it has a little bit of different taste to it. But it's way better for you. Oh, yeah. Wait, and you'll yeah. get used to it. You'll get used to it. It's not. It's not a horrible taste. I got a porterhouse though. It's fifty-two dollars. You know, so my wife and I will split it. <laughs> exactly. You don't need a lot. I want to try a real Kobe. I want to try a real. You know that Kobe from Japan. That 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 cattle. Well, oh, it, dude! I want to try it too. That marbling. Yeah, it looks so yeah. wonderful. Oh my god! Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that wagyu. Of course, I worked so in restaurants, good. but I wasn't any kind of chef. You know, I made pizzas when I was a teenager. You know, um, when I was in college, I just worked in restaurants just so I could eat for free. You know, I did work at some pretty nice restaurants, but um, but uh, but I wasn't. My cousin went to you know he went to actually Johnson Wales back in the day, but that that was 
nothing like Johnson Wales is today. Johnson Wales back in the day did everything out of the can. He wanted chicken stock, he told me. This was back in the 70s, he goes, early 80s, he goes, they took it right out of the can. That's all they did back then. I know it's all changed now. I mean, they could be with CIA, and, uh, you know, the French Culinary Institute, you know, some really high end. Newbury College, you know, I, I moved out to Arizona with the, the, the girl who's parents ran the culinary school at Newbury College in Boston. They were, and they were right off the boat from England. But when she made me a roast beef, she made us all roast beef one night with a Yorkshire pudding, I mean, traditional English meal. And it was amazing. Oh my God. I love uh, Yorkshire pudding. Now. Love it. And my, uh, now my, mother, my mother-in-law makes it because she's from, well, Radcliffe, actually in Manchester. But, uh, she makes it every once in a while. She'll she'll ask me, "What do you want for dinner?" And, uh, and I'll tell you. She already knows Yorkshire pudding. I don't care what else you make. You, well, you got to make a roast beef, obviously. You know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I I um I went to culinary to school too. It was very very fancy, very very prestigious. It was called College of the Redwoods up in Humboldt County, uh, right above Arcata. Uh, oh. Super fancy. No, not really. Uh, I got a lot more connects uh, yeah, uh, yeah. there than <laughs> I almost did. My father wouldn't let me go to a trade school in high school. I wanted to go to this school in, uh, around Boston called uh, um, uh, the Peabody School. It's called Norwood Peabody School or the Peabody School in Norwood, Mass. And it was, you know, you could in high school take culinary classes. And I, I actually went to an open house one night because my next door neighbor went and I. Uh, my father was just so against. It. He's like, no, no, you're doing the traditional thing. And of course, those hockey puck thing. things right there, and that that second picture, the middle picture right there, those are the Yorkshire pudding. Yeah, right there, those are Yorkshire pudding. Yeah, those yeah. little hockey puck things right there. Those top those ones are were the, coming right out of the oven. Yeah. That's when they came out. Those of the are, oven that's the Yorkshire pudding right there. You gotta eat oh, it with that shit. with that steak and everything. Um, yeah, it's super good. It's like it's a uh, it's 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 eggy texture. It's kind of like a um, a flannish kind of uh, a texture to it that it that's uh, that goes well with the roast beef. It goes super yeah. good with the roast beef. Smothering gravy. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's not healthy. It's not healthy at no. all. No, no. no Don't so eat it every day. So thing. Good. This is a Christmas meal. Nothing in here yes. is healthy. <laughs> no, no, no. That's horribly bad for you. But it's so good. So, so the only thing I cut out is I don't eat sugar at all. That's one of my problems. I don't eat any sugar really, and then um, I don't eat enough. So I'm like a borderline diabetic. You have uh, energy or what? No, yeah, <laughs> I just uh, I've never liked sugar my whole life. When I was a kid, my my you know they my my aunt who lived with us after my mother passed, she used to make you know a dessert cake, muffins, uh, cupcakes rather, um, popsicles, popsicles, you know whatever we wanted for dessert, but um, I always wanted a piece of fruit. I mean, even back to the point in time where I can't even remember, but ever since, and funny enough, my daughter's the same way. She's just uh, really sensitive to sugar. She doesn't like it. I don't know if she's just kind of feeding off of me because of what I say or the way I am, but um, yeah, and it makes me borderline, and I don't eat enough to begin with, so it's made me, when I was in the hospital in 2010, they actually said I was diabetic for like six months, but they were like, yeah, you know, you're borderline diabetic and we're just going to say that you're, you know, you, you are diabetic and we're going to, you know, um, and it's the opposite. It's, I don't have enough sugar. So, or what? 
too much. No, no, it's not like I'm allergic to it. I mean, I eat it every once in a while. I have a craving. I'll definitely sit down and, you know, I'll end up, you know, I could eat two Snickers bars, you know, once a year probably um, in a sitting. I, I have, um, when I do want a jolt of energy sometimes, I have, you know, my one of my guilty pleasures is uh, Little Debbie honey buns, you know. I'll eat two of those. <clears throat> I'll eat two of them, though, and they're tiny. And that's it. I can't eat anymore. It's like I'm done for sugar for at least a week. Like, dude, treat yourself better. Get something better than uh, the, the little the little Debbie cinnamon rolls, man. Get something like this. You know what I mean? Get yeah. something like I mean, that. Who honestly, maybe yeah. it was that tasty you'd have. Remember, those, I, got uh, friends, I got friends in the North End. I got friends in the North End that own Bo- Bovis Bakery, one of the most, you know, the Bovis. Yeah. yeah. A couple of the Come on, man. You only, YOLO. You live one just, time. Yeah, Enjoy man. it. Listen, you they got I mean? some things in there. I, I will absolutely eat every time I go in. In fact, Modern Pastry right on Hanover Street, you know what then? They make my favorite rum cake. And that's one of my favorite all-time cakes is rum cake. And it is so good. Literally dripping with syrup. Oh, you can almost get drunk off eating it. Well, on that my... point, I got to go. Um, I'm going to eat. Chris? Uh, so it was really great talking to you guys. I hope I could do this again soon. Yeah, um, I'm already like on five percent my battery, so that it? it's just it's like gotta go, gotta go. Right. All right, it was great talking to you guys, and yeah, I will Bro, have a good one, man. Yes, Peace. I will bounce Later, out of here. Peace. Oh, man. Uh, whose car are we t- taking to the donut shop? I don't know we're taking your car to Goblin. You're asking, so it's going to be your car. I call shotgun, <laughs> right? Uh, I was going to say, uh, <clears throat> shout out to everybody. I've had a like a five fold increase in audio listening in the last week and a half. That's um, cool. So awesome. Super stoked on that. Yeah, I got a, a massive spike on my podcast too, and I was wondering if it came from something or if it was just like a random blip, like a meteor passed by. I feel New like it might have just been a meteor that passed by. What's that? New year, everyone wants to grow or something. I don't know. I just, I, I actually went back and looked at two, you know, the last two years before that, and that it didn't have that kind of jump in the beginning like that. So it's, you know, apparently we said something right somewhere, <laughs> or something wrong. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta algorithmically mine those episodes potent to figure out what we said oh. and then say only that. Over and over you know, again. It was super weird. There's like one town that was like Newburgh, Oregon. <laughs> Dude, no, seriously, this is nuts. This is just Newburgh, Oregon's cool. nice. I know, I know Newburgh. Yeah, uh, they used just, to have a paper mill that was really smelly. That's hilarious. For one city, like Dude, that's got to be a fluke. There. I don't know. The, the entire city of Newburgh has like twenty thousand people. Well, apparently, I'm very popular then. <laughs> <laughs> that's epic yeah you are or is there a well let me think newberg i don't think there's any like servers there or something maybe there was like a server through there i don't know that's pretty funny um yeah mine i don't know where well actually yeah. i haven't checked i don't know i don't think i have the granular ability to check the towns on that like Podbean and stuff it's kind of funny it's VPN. <laughs> right maybe it is man seriously from uh, newberg it's like a vpn from thailand or something never know you have a i know there's a guy in jordan who listens to your show and my show because he's emailed emails me once in a while that's cool 
that's like neat to see people growing in places where they have uh, really, really harsh penalties if they get caught. Right. That's the thing. I have mixed feelings about that. Right. Straight up. Just like I saw, uh, who was it? Masonic, I want to say, posted a picture of uh, one of his growers, I guess, in uh, or somebody that posted his uh, seeds in Japan. And I was like, dude, in Japan, it's pretty harsh, isn't yeah. it? Like, yeah. yeah. You better hope that fucking geo, uh, GPS location is disabled on that device. Because, right. Dude, that, they don't fuck around. And like weed there is 80 to $120 a gram because of Jesus. how illegal it is. So the U.S., can you imagine spending 80 bucks for a joint? Now that's 80 bucks and you roll it because if someone else rolled it, it would be more. But like, seriously, 80 bucks and you roll your joint. Oh my fucking God. What's that, Putin? Go to your local cookie store. Right? <laughs> yeah. Get gelato 56. Dude, I saw, speaking of that though, I saw $2 grams. I was driving through town today and there was a sign for $2 grams. Like, you gotta oh, start shit. like stopping at these places and getting it so we can see it. I got, I got you. Two dollar gram. I should too. Yeah. Place in Tulsa doing one dollar carts. Wow. Dude, let me get. They were one. saying the same sign. I want to say said. Uh, okay, I won't swear that it was the exact same sign, but I saw two signs. They were like on the street because they were like, "Oh, you gotta see this." Um, ten dollar. No, no. Five dollar dabs. Ten dollar shatter. I think it was the same sign. Five dollar dabs. Ten dollar shatter. Two dollar grams. And then there was something else. I was like, man, alive, that's cheap. And look what Uber's coming out with. Uber's going to do delivery or, no, pick you up and we'll drive you to a dispensary or something. And oh, really? Do the round trip. Yeah, some announcement was made. I think it was last week or something that they're going to get into the cannabis game somehow, you know, something like that. Wait a second. I can drive myself to the dispensary. Are they assuming that you're high already and you have to be driven to the dispensary somehow? I don't know. I, I think it's like pick you up. It's not like a delivery service or anything. It was, I know they, 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 they can't they, they can't do a delivery service because you need a license. Right. So what they're saying is I do believe it was just, you know, pick you up at your house and then drive you there and drive you back or something. I, I can't well, they I can, know the detail. You can probably look it up. I don't know. Last week. It's like yeah. California shit though. Yeah. Boston, you can literally walk to a dispensary. Yeah, it's the delivery's already going in Boston. Yeah, they're actually uh, giving it to felons around here. That's the one thing felons can do, uh, transportation licenses. Yeah, no shit, huh? I didn't know. I believe believe that's what I was reading. I would have to go back and reread some some laws, but... Yeah. As long as you don't have a violent crime in the last five years, you're good. I got a lot of things to sponge the 80s took a lot of money holy shit because when you think about uh like five dollar or two dollar grams what do you think about do you think that's the future do you think that's a bad thing when i saw the five dollar i don't i don't know what the difference between five dollar dabs and ten dollar shatter is like what what is that five dollar dab it makes me a little bit worried that it is kind of boofy but the ten dollar shatter like i believe that it's not that expensive to make shatter from last year's weed whatever um you know i could totally believe that it's gonna be like 10 bucks i've gotten really decent rosin for like 20 25 bucks maybe a couple of years ago so i can imagine it's, it's not that expensive and i'm just thinking to myself it's actually a really good thing that like any random person can basically get like ripped for five or 10 bucks. I think that's kind of an important thing, you know, like, but ripped in a healthy way, not like, 
Well, I don't know. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, some people that I know have really low tolerances to weed. So literally just like a, a puff on the bowl and they're high for a few hours. So I'm just thinking like a dab would get them supersonic maybe for the entire evening. I don't know. But well, like, uh, that's a good thing. Go ahead. Dirt broke. Yeah. Even if you're like dirt broke, you don't yeah. have a dollar. You have a two dollars. You can at least right. get a grand to roll some kind of weed. Right. That's it. You know, I think it's a big deal because alcohol is not inexpensive and it's really bad for you, right? Like if you drink a lot of it to kind of ex- escape your problems and stuff, you'll have consequences in your life. I'm sure there's consequences if you smoke a lot of weed too, but I mean, relatively speaking, I think there's way less consequences. So the mm-hmm. idea that you can spend five, 10 bucks, get high if you have to relax or just chill out for a little bit or just, you know, goof off for the evening. That's a really good thing, honestly. The trick with booze is to not drink every day. You got to drink like three days a week and then take like, Three or four off. Well, but even then, man, the amount of people that that uh, they drink when they're with friends or whatever, then they got to go home and they get a DUI or they freaking crash into somebody or whatever else. Like, but I suppose they can smoke weed with friends too. I made a video. You have you have states like Utah and Colorado that literally just extort people uh, (coughs) out of money, and and like Colorado and Utah both have uh, 0.5 or 0.6 is the limit. The federal limit's 0.8. Like they, they should not be able to prosecute anyone below point. It's bullshit, especially with the altitude adjustment. They have to take that into account because if you've been altitude adjusted and your white blood cell count or red blood cell counts adjusted to it, it's not the same as someone who's visiting for the weekend, completely different level of intoxication. And this is where like they, I should, they, they charged me with a DUI in Colorado for protesting. I was a mile and a half from my car. I hadn't driven in seven hours. And they charge me with a DUI. So, like, not everyone that has a DUI charge actually was driving or actually was putting anyone's life in danger. They often use DUIs to harass protesters and other people that the government doesn't like, especially local police departments, because I've never heard that. An automatic, I've heard get hit with it's an automatic 30-day loss. It's an automatic 30-day loss of, of your driver's license, which means they can really fuck with you, cost you your job. You know, it's basically a way of them putting their thumb on you, right? So and they know that you'll get it overturned in the court and the judge is going to throw it out, but they don't give a shit. They've already fucked your shit up for 30 days, right? So it, th- this is regularly done by U.S. police departments to fuck with people they don't like. I've always seen, I've always seen them. All right. So you got to remember police departments work on paperwork. If they are going to give you charges, they're going to have to fill out paperwork. DUI paperwork is very it has to be very detailed but a disorderly conduct paperwork is pretty much all they have to say is just it was disorderly conduct you know what i mean and and you can get arrested and you could honestly be on your property or whatever and they can just say you were being disorderly you know what i mean and put cuffs on you that's the one charge i've seen them use against people the most disorderly conducts trespassing just simple shit so they don't have to fill out a bunch of paperwork and they know you're probably going to get it thrown out or you might not get it thrown out. And I know after- at Occupy and they arrested a whole bunch of us at Occupy Denver. They, um, they charge all of us with DUI, whether or not we were even owned a car or not. I know there was multiple people that are like, I don't even own a car. How did I get a DUI? That sounds like a corrupt police department. Well, DPD is the most violent gang in Denver by a country mile in terms, especially homicides. Like, fuck, they kill more people than anybody. They they shot a fucking homeless man in front of a bunch of school kids at the fucking zoo. Like, 
they they really are up them and like albuquerque are like just completely insane i was watching something on chicago today Chicago's pretty bad. Albuquerque's killed like 38 people in the last fucking seven years or something. Like, it's completely insane. So, we Google that. Where's the most shootings for police? It's an interesting one. Really um, it averages 2,200 people a year in the United States that are killed by police. By um, police. Yeah. That, then that, those are people that are not armed with a firearm. They don't, that doesn't count towards that count that that group does. So if they got a firearm, they, they count that as a justified, you know, whatever. Yeah. Whether or not it was friends and family cops, they were a different breed, man. Don't care if they're my friends or my family. They were a different breed, period. Well, I, I think I told you guys this before. I had a, uh, my buddy's older brother, 13 houses up from the house I grew up in. Uh, they were serving a warrant for a bench warrant for the kid's mom. And the kid was in high school, was on the football team, and um, got shot or answered the door with a cordless phone. And they said he's got a gun. They swish cheese the front of the fucking house. Yeah, I bet they did. He died. His name was. Yes, like guy. the ads I get. Two years ago, visiting somebody in, his, in the garage or something, sitting in the car, and he gets out just to say, "Hey, what's up?" Because the, the neighbor called the cops. And they same thing. He had a phone in his hand. They they, they said it was a gun. You know, but the body cam obviously contradicted what they were saying. But um, yeah, it was just a cell phone in his hand. This was just a couple years ago. I can't remember where that where the hell that was, but. Yeah, I follow all those. It, it's insane what the police are allowed to do in America, period. They are, I, I had a friend when I was real young. <clears throat> uh, before I got my paramedics, I, I got my EMT certificate, and he was one of the teachers. And we used to go out every Tuesday night to a bar down the street from the fire station and have a few beers, uh, watch a Bruins game, whatever. And he, um, he was in, in incredible shape, Bill, Bill P. I don't want to say his last name, but a um, uh, lifelong friend. And he used to do this charity run. I mean, he was in insane shape. He'd, he'd run 80 miles down the cave or something like that for the charity every year. But anyway, he'd try and keep up with me at the bar. Now, this was obviously when I was younger and I was a lot bigger, so I could handle a lot more alcohol. And uh, and he was he was skinny. You know, he was a runner. And he was a cop. And uh, he tried to keep up with me every single Tuesday night. And one night, he was so drunk, he couldn't even get off the stool at the bar. And I said, you know, I said, uh, sorry, not not Billy. That's his older brother. It was Jimmy. Um, I said, Jimmy, let me drive you home. And he had just gotten a brand new white BMW back then. And uh, he all arrogant and drunk goes. He he kind of swings his arm around because I was like, you know, <clears throat> kind of had my shoulder on my hand on the back of his shoulder <clears throat> as he was walking away. And I he just goes, nah, I got a badge and a gun. I can do whatever I want. And he literally could barely walk out the door. That, that, that's what he said. I got a badge and a gun. I can do whatever I want. Never forget that as long as they live. And I got, so, I, got, I got a cousin that would literally, and has, I've heard horror stories about him pulling over his next door neighbors. His next door neighbors, man. Like, I got arrested once and the, the cop, one cop was going to let me go. The other cop was like, you know, wanted to arrest me. And, you know, I don't know. They could have been playing good cop, bad cop. But the, the, the guy that was being halfway decent goes, this guy would arrest his own mother for Christ's sakes. There's, yeah, so I was saying that today when I was watching that Chicago documentary. Um, they have like they're like, how do I say this politically correctly? There's different types of police officers, and I've experienced them like personally. Um, 
there's ones that are honestly nice. Like they really want to help society. But then there's ones that treat it like they're higher than everyone else. They don't care. They'll they literally throw you against the car no matter what. Unless you're like a pretty girl or something. You know what I mean? If you get a record or something. I've seen them. Uh, they've been uh, body slamming even like uh, like college chicks and stuff lately. It's pretty freaking uh, bizarre. You see they these videos to- of like them. them uh, uh, what is the choke holding basically like freaking sorority chicks and stuff. And that's technically. So if you look at the laws, well, I know around here. If you look at the laws, as soon as you touch someone's throat, that's attempted murder. Well, it's not just assault at that point. It doesn't stop them from doing it, it seems like. Break their orbital and their nose and their collarbone. Good, uh, look at Colorado. I mean, I don't know if the whole state of Colorado, you probably know better than me, uh, Potent, but um, the police can ask the, I don't know if the EMT or their paramedics, but first responders, they have to come to the scene with a, uh, a suspect that's out of control. They can actually sedate them, like inject them with the drug. Yeah, so Guy McLean just died. I mean, there's a so, lawsuit about it. Yeah, so I dated a chick. Well, so my girlfriend at the time and I were dating a, a couple, a lesbian couple. Anyways, long story. Um, details aren't important. But one of the chicks worked at a host, uh, prison. And she was a nurse at the prison. And actually, I should probably keep this vague and not stay the state. But uh, she's a, a nurse there. And she was telling me about how many people come in. And what happens is they come in all fucked up. They're kind of violent. So they inject them with ketamine to try and um, uh, basically sedate them. And what happens is it, it interacts with whatever fucking drug they're on. And it stops their heart or they stop breathing. And then so what do they do? They immediately call the EMT. They discharge them from police custody so they die at the hospital, not under their custody, so they don't have to fucking deal with it. And that happens right. a lot in lot. the U.S. And that's what I was actually oh. talking to her about. So you guys know about the different sublingual powders and stuff I make for kids and the CBD ones and we've talked about on the show. And actually, I think Fumi's even had it. Um, uh, but so I was talking to her about, well, what if we had a CBN version of that powder that, that someone like that could use? They could say, look, this is cannabis-derived. Will you please take this to calm the fuck down? If you tell them it's from weed, a lot of people would say yes and volunteer to take it. And giving them CBN is going to mean that they're, they can be on quite a wide range of different drugs and not have yeah. a negative heart or breathing interaction. Because cannabinoids, you do not have enough CB1 or CB2 receptors on the part of the brain that controls heart rate or breathing. That's why you can't overdose on weed. You have a hell of a lot of opioid receptors there, which is why you can die that way. But you don't have a lot of cannabinoid receptors. so it would be a great way to sedate people that need to be sedated in a, in a way that is safe, infinitely safer than what they're doing now. And something that a lot of people would take voluntarily if they were offered it and to calm the fuck down, you know, in their words, and something that's going to just be less of a liability for all parties involved. Like, I, and she thought it was a great idea, but it's something that like, I'm not super big fan of supporting law enforcement, but at the end of the day, if it's going to save people's lives, fuck it. Right. Like it's something I think it would be a good product to talk to them about. And, you know, good luck trying to bridge that gap politically. But yeah, it would save lives. At yeah, the it would. Absolutely. Right. So a lot of the time in Massachusetts, we have stuff called Section 12 and Section 35. Section 35 is for drug addicts. Section 12 is for mental health. Mental health wise, once you get Section 12, you have to go. 
no matter what. Same thing if they like, if you're having a wellness check, those are the cases that you see a lot of the ketamine use or, 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 or muscle relaxers or, or whatever, because they're literally taking people that are, are mentally ill and, and having fits. Like that's what, the, that's what it's for or drug addicts that are, are, are dope sick or whatever. Now, I've I've seen there's there's they are allowed to tie you up for like four hours at a time. You they can literally strap your arms, your legs, put a hood over your head, and they don't have a problem doing it. You know what I mean? Um I saw DPD do it too. This guy was giving me a hard time and another guy a hard time in the drunk tank when they arrested all of us at the protest, they put us yeah. all in a big giant drunk that drunk, you know, got cots on the side and you can sit down or lay down or whatever and um they were going to release all of us the next day i mean they told us they were going to release us the next morning when they do the morning release or whatever at 6 a.m or whatever the fuck it was but this guy kept basically trying to like instigate fights with people so they caught the guy warned him and said look if i have to warn you a second time you're going to regret it big time and he kept harassing us and he just we kind of glared at the guard like am i allowed to say something back because i'll you know I'll, I'll, I'll tell this dude to go fuck off, but I ain't, I'm going to keep my mouth shut and let, you know, let you deal with it and not get myself in trouble. So he, he kind of goes, I warned you. And he like got on this thing and then nothing happened for like two minutes. And all of a sudden the door flies open. The stormtroopers come in with the convey shield, slam them up against the wall, slam them on the ground, strip his shirt off. They hog tie you. Off. They, yeah, they, they hog tied him to his and, wrist, to his ankles. And walk you up. Dragged him by his wrist across the floor on his stomach into the cell and, and slammed the door. And that was that. And it was basically like, don't be a fucking problem. <laughs> if you've ever been to like a county jail or a state jail, those that's called the goon squad. And they, there's people that would literally go crazy in jail and be like, call the fucking goon squad. I don't even care anymore. And they're in their cell causing havoc. But like they go in. Um, I've actually turtles. They call them turtles. They're, they, all, they're the, all jacked up. That's what they call them, the, the turtle turtles. The turtle suits is the never mind. The mental health suits that keep you butt naked. It's just like a <laughs> we call those the turtle suits. No, no, I was talking about the cops that go in. That that's all we we used to call them turtles a long time ago. So well, when I did some time, it was the only time I did back in years ago. They were practicing with live ammo. So they 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 do you know what a bee's nest is? Grenade. It's a grenade with a bunch of little plastic balls in it, pretty much. And it blows up and it's called a hornet's nest. It blows up and the plastic balls go fucking finger, everywhere. Finger grenades. They use those at fucking uh, protests too. They're fun. You get hitchy in the eye, dude. They're not, not good. They're hurt. They're bad. So we, no one was rioting. No one was causing a trouble. We were at, actually, we were at wreck. People were outside playing basketball. I was, at, I was inside playing cards. And all of a sudden, outside, we heard, boom. So we figured there might have been a fight or something. Like, okay. We look outside. Everyone's on the ground. No fight, no blood, nothing. I'm, I'm like at my cell window. And all of a sudden, we heard the door go. The door open. And I heard, chink. And something start rolling, and then right behind me, a boom! And no one was fighting. It, it, they were, they were like, "Oh, we did it by accident." I'm like, "What, dude?" People were trying to. We were like, a lot of people called their lawyers and stuff because, like, they're only supposed to use like force if there's a problem. 
Yeah, there's an escalation. They have rules of engagement where all that shit. Like we know, like a hornet's nest is supposed to be the last step, one of the last steps. So, fun fact. So, if you're at a protest and the police start wiling out, and they got the riot shields and the fucking the gear, the plastic gear, all that. Okay, let's do some chemistry fun now. What is all that stuff made of? Hardened acrylic. All right. Um, hold on, let me grab a something that'll help us explain this. Okay. So here's everyone. We keep missing 20s. This is a can of expanding foam. Okay. This can of expanding foam can defeat a riot shield that can stop a crossbow bolt. This expanding foam has a liquidizer in it because this is acrylic. Just very similar in chemistry to the polymer that's in those shields and the body armor and the face masks. And this uh, um, will, if you put it on it, it will eat right through it like it's acid. It'll melt uh, and basically unharden the acrylic and turn it to a liquid state temporarily before it rehardens. So it'll wow. melt and then reharden. <laughs> it works awesome. I've used so much of that stuff over the last few years. We but figured it out by accident. I was working in a pet shop and we had a, a corner. It was like a 40 gallon aquarium. And one of the ki kids there was trying to glue in some different uh, elements to the back of it to make it more realistic looking, to make a, a frog terrarium. And he put it on it and it ate right through the back of the tank and wow. totally destroyed the tank. And that's when we got the idea of, hey, I wonder if this would work against riot gear. And uh, it does. No, advice. don't do that. Does it only? Yeah, head. don't do that. But call you it, attempted murder or some shit. Most no. of it, most of their riot gear, right. well, other Crap. than the shield. You step on their toe and they treat you like the soccer. I shouldn't say anything. Right? It's assault. You, you, they it's grab coming. you on the shoulder and you swing around and hit them in, in the side or something on accident. That's assault on an officer. Yeah, but the cop grabbing you in the first place and is assault on That's you. Fun. Have fun. You're allowed to do it. Have fun. <laughs> Have fun. That's all I got to say fighting that. As soon as they declare it an unlawful assembly, that's when they can pretty much do what they want. That's when when they that's say like Michigan now declared it an unlawful assembly. You better have a gas mask and eye protection to be up front, or get you know get the fuck back because we I had to have that issue with a couple of times at Occupy Denver. We're like we came ready for a fun you know gas mask the whole nine so that if they started wilding out, we could at least fling their canisters back and shit and allegedly and. Uh, um, you know, we had to, there was people there with their kids and shit. And like, you see the police put their gas mask down and declare it. Thing. It's like, you need to get your fucking kids the fuck up out of here. Like you're about to get you yourselves and your children gas. Like what the fuck are you doing? Like I'm all for supporting shit, but like, let's do it responsibly guys. Come on. Until they cleared out Occupy Boston. They said they, they finally, after what, two months of them camping out down by South Station, they finally came in and said, you know, it's an unlawful, whatever, you know, that's how they finally played them out. People having children there, they had a couple of births and all that. I remember that being you know, stuff. But they just walked right through, just took all the tents. Yeah, like, they don't give a fuck. Like a steamroller. Like, I'm waiting for the day they finish, they walk through Portland and they're like, yeah, we're Boston taking Boston is such a corrupt city. It's insane because it's such a small city. It's so corrupt. So corrupt. Don't they, don't they still have like an Occupy Portland thing going on? No, I, really, I mean, they, they I guess there's some the protesters way. by the uh, by the um, 
I heard there's Portland a, building there's a, by the, the courthouse. There's basically a little circle uh, where there's like the courthouse, the Portland building, city halls, stuff like that, a couple of buildings, uh, 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 police headquarters, and then also the federal courthouse. They're all basically within like, uh, you can see each other, you can see each building pretty much. And so there was a bunch of protests there. There's still people that are protesting there, but you know, just a, a few, honestly. Uh, maybe what you're thinking about these days is honestly, Portland has a lot more of uh, tent cities. So frankly, that's kind of replaced it. A lot of folks just can't afford to live anywhere anymore, I guess. And, and there's a lot, 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 lot of tent cities. Uh, I was going to say, this is an interesting trend. I didn't know too much about this until recently. And then I started to read a little bit about it. Uh, evidently, uh, this dude <laughs> is a very in-demand uh, police trainer. And a little bit like, you know, we'll listen to Coot about uh, Barley endlessly. Evidently, police uh, listen to this guy about uh, uh, having a bulletproof mind. Uh, what does he call? Uh, uh, so Dave Grossman's bulletproof mind is teaching, this is according to Insider, uh, it's teaching law enforcement agencies across the United States militarized tactics in which officers are told to see themselves as at war on the streets. The retired Army Ranger and former West Point instructor has been teaching his classes for more than two decades. He focuses on a concept he's dubbed killology or the study of killing and uses it to teach officers to kill with less hesitation. Agencies have started turning away from the courses in recent years after it was discovered the Minnesota officer, police officer who fairly shot Philando Castile had taken one of uh, Grossman's courses. Uh, let's see here. Um, one of America's top police uh, trainers is teaching officers to be emotionally, spiritually, and psychologically, quote-unquote, prepared to kill people on the job. If you're prepared to kill, David Grossman says, it's just not that big of a deal, quote-unquote. I'm convinced from a lifetime of study, if you fully prepare yourself, in most cases, killing is just not that big of a deal. For a mature warrior who has prepared their, self, their self's mind, body, and spirit. So he actually says that for a mature warrior who has prepared their self's mind, body, and spirit for a lifetime, for a mature warrior whose killing represents a clear and present danger to others, it's just not that big of a deal, Grossman said in 2015, while speaking in front of a group in a segment filmed for the 2016 uh, military, police militarization documentary, Do Not Resist. Uh, Grossman also enticed his audience by noting that killing can lead to great sex. Both partners are very invested in some very intense sex. That's not a whole lot of perks that come with it. There's not a whole lot of perks that can come with this job. You find one, relax and enjoy it, he said in the same course. That's delightful. Uh, the retired Army Ranger and former West Point instructor teaches a course called the Bulletproof Mind, where he teaches officers yeah. the logic behind killing. He offers online classes through Grossman Academy. For seventy nine fucking claims. But the thing is, if that's not even their training, that would be something extra. That's, look that's into their stuff. Yeah, yeah. Look into their actual training. It, it literally mm. it makes them paranoid. That's what yeah. it's supposed to yeah. do. This is um, it's kind of insane. Like, like if you notice, like any movement, they freak out. Their hand goes right on their gun. It's, it's just how it is, especially at night. Dude, at night they get even worse. Like, why mm. fucking work at night if you're gonna be scared? And I was thinking of uh, this one. Sorry. You know, thank Nixon for militarizing the police. You know, allowing them to buy the uh, surplus military gear. Well, a lot, a lot of that bad. actually happened under Carl. That was Carl Rove and uh, and Dick Cheney. Actually, they released all the excess um, Iraq and Afghanistan weapons. Yeah, but they were doing it. All these actually all these contractors had. Well, during yeah. Vietnam, they were allowing it, but Nixon's the one who started the whole transition, and they were using the war on drugs in the 80s as a justification 
they're amping up and allowing them to buy even more and more stuff. I mean, look at some of the police, you know, your perfect example, quote, with these occupies, the, and they know. go in with armored vehicles, right? armed, armored those, vehicles. Like, who's doing that to our own all people? Those MRAPs, yeah. All those MRAPs. Yeah. All those MRAPs. It looks like Tiananmen Square. Iraq. They were all Iraqi and Afghanistan ones because they had all these defense contracts that all these congressmen had fucking sworn to their people. And they, yes. they were going to make this many of the shit they already paid for and they had to do something with it. They were That's not right. legally allowed to sell it to other countries because of all the different weapons treaties. So they had to sell it to somebody. So they sold it to the police department. I mean, a lot of times they gave to Remember the police Stop. having fucking armored cars and MRAPs as kids? Yeah. No, they didn't have that shit then. What the fuck? So. This is still going on. It's an autonomous zone. They have it all blocked off. It's like an Occupy protest. All these blocks uh, are pretty much a no-go zone. They have, yeah, it's it's kind of weird right now. This is like oh, this is still backlash from the George Floyd bu- uh, bullshit that happened. And I want to say bullshit like that. I mean, like obviously, like that was bullshit that had happened. Well, that's but, basically yeah. right next to. Isn't that's pretty much where the university is, isn't it? I'm not know. super familiar never... with uh, with Seattle, but that's basically right yeah, on Capitol Hill. I'm pretty sure that's where the university is. Did you see that shit at the so airport? There's nothing in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the university. Did you see that shit at the airport the other day where that white cop tried to choke that black guy out on the middle of the floor of the fucking mm. airport terminal and the whole crowd just descended upon the cop like, oh, hell no, mm. we're not going to, you're not going to fucking, you know. Is that? Repeat that shit. That happened like uh, over the holiday break. Excuse me. But I don't think people are going to sit back and watch that. A crowd's not going to watch a Joy Floyd situation again. They're going to do something because they know if they don't, this guy's going to. They die. know if they don't, they're just going to watch another execution. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. that. Well, yeah. Then that's the problem. Like well, the thing is, we have such a we have such low standards for discussion that we don't really have discussions in this country about any of this stuff. So we've already pissed off like a half a dozen people in the chat. They're all fucking angry right now. They're like, "Oh, fuck you! I'm going to work." We haven't raised our voices or anything. Like we're just having a chat here, but there's so little discussion in our country right now that bringing up the subject is enough to get people to see fucking red and angry, and that you can't solve any of our problems if people get so pissed off that bringing up the subject is enough for them to lose their shit. You know, like, and these are problems. Like, how do I say this? You can't. How do I say this? Uh, Even if you fall on whatever side, it doesn't really matter. You have to be able to acknowledge that the other side or another side, because there are multiple sides to most arguments, not just two. We have the stupid fucking view in America that there's two sides to every issue. There's 15 sides to every fucking issue. We just happen to have these two dominant parties. So we've bifurcated ourselves into fucking idiots that only see black and white. But how do I say this? Uh, Um, uh, uh, I guess I'm losing my fucking train of thought. Something's tapping. The fuck is that sound? Anyway, uh, 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 we need to be able to discuss these things peacefully and calmly. Oh, I guess what I was trying to say is, uh, uh, how do I say this? Maybe, maybe you disagree with the Black Lives Matters protesters. Maybe you disagree with those uh, uh, the autonomous zone uh, folks. Maybe you disagree with any uh, protest group, uh, uh, the Occupy Wall Street folks. Maybe you disagree with them, fine. But at least you might acknowledge, hey, they have some kind of an issue that they are at least trying to present honestly, you know, like they're, they're presenting it as much. How do I say this? They're camping out about the issue. They're making signs. They're, they're committing time out of their lives to deal with this issue. You have to at least acknowledge, Hey, they have an issue in their life. They would like to, to get resolved in some way. And so from that perspective, you can say, Hey, you know what? We can meet in the middle. We can talk about it. We can at least acknowledge their view about things. Like it's amazing how far you can go in life by simply acknowledging somebody else's uh, opinion or perspective, right? Like they always say, oh, what's one of the biggest secrets to making friends? 
listen to people and talk less, right? Why do we forget that when we debate people? You know what I mean? Like you, you just listen more and talk less and, and be less opinionated, but hear more of what the other person says. Even if you disagree, that's always a method to, to uh, progress, but we always ignore that. Well, someone like me, I don't have a side. I don't think you cops should be sorry. abolished. I don't have a think, side. I don't have a side. Yeah, I, I, smash. Nobody thinks the cops should be fucking abolished. That's that's a, that's a strong. Like, that's, that's dog shit. That's that dog shit. Even in Seattle, they don't think cops should be abolished. That's dog shit. That's something that only def, like only the fools of the argument make. Well, even that defunding is not what you think it means. It doesn't mean removing all funding. It means defunding is something less than funding them fully. Uh, there's a lot of different. Uh, how do I say this? It's Re-funding. a complex issue that I'm not even really uh, up on. But it's definitely not firing all the cops. That's that's what yeah, no, that's what a not, lot of folks want you to think. That's what the cop unions want you to think. Oh, they want to abolish yeah, all no. cops. That's fucking stupid. That's honestly stupid. Never came up. But like, they want to refund them. Like, you know, well, they want to basically, for example, I, I'm, I'm, I'm probably paraphrasing a little bit, but Perfect. in Seattle, I think they wanted to uh, cut back their funding pretty dramatically. They want to get rid of a lot of the militarization. They want to do It's been a few months since I kind of paid attention to this. So please, again, you know, if I'm misquoting a lot of this, please forgive me. But uh, a lot of the militarized equipment, they want to get rid of that. They want to get rid of the armored carriers and the bulletproof vests and on and on and on. And they want to, for example, in many cases, uh, uh, many of the Seattle, if I remember right, many of the Seattle police incidents were actually incidents where there should not have have been police, according to those folks, but rather mental health. Uh, 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 what am I looking for? Um, yes. And so in some cities in the country, they're actually doing that. Actually, in Portland, they're doing that quite a bit now more, uh, where instead of sending the cops first to someone who's literally depressed or schizophrenic or suicidal or whatever else, they're sending mental health people so that there's already not going to be like a life or death situation where the cops get freaked out. That this person's all oogly boogly. That's one of the things that they were uh, suggesting. And then that gets... Uh, ignored immediately by people saying, oh, you just want to get rid of all the cops. No, they don't want to get rid of all the cops. There probably are some fools that want to get rid of all cops. Okay, but there's fools on every spectrum. You know what I mean? You listen to the people who are not fools. You listen to the people who are well-spoken, not spitting while they're talking, stuff like that. You know what I mean? And when you listen to those people, they usually have really reasonable uh, opinions. Just like the the it blew my mind when uh, like a whole line of moms, like middle aged moms, got gassed by the Portland police. I remember that. And when I saw that, I was like, they will gas anyone. Literally anyone. And those moms were there basically as a result of the George Floyd stuff. And they were there. They were basically were here as moms to to protect this line. They thought they were going to be human shields. And the cops were like, no, we're just going to gas you anyway. That was something. That was something. I think anybody could admit that is a gigantic problem in society where peacefully protesting middle-aged moms get fucking tear gas. That's weird. You have to admit that's weird. They're at the leaf blowers, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yo, they were rolling around there every day, man. In a white panel van shooting a 40 millimeter grenade launcher with rubber bullets in it. Anybody has to admit that that's weird. You know, I don't care what side you're on. Anybody has to admit that's weird. High five. Remember Remember George Floyd? They were kidnapping people in vans in multiple cities. I don't know if everybody remembers that. They were doing that shit. And it got filmed by like a TV news crew. And I forget what city it was, but they filmed it. Yeah. They're literally kidnapping people in the street. Like, this isn't fucking Germany. This isn't fucking like Zimbabwe. But I said the secret fucking police. It's yeah. not supposed to be. That's the thing. That's what they do in those countries. That's the, that's the plot point that we're uh, uh, ignoring, that in those kinds of countries, that's exactly what they'll do. They'll round, round you up in a van and disappear you. 
We have the constitutional right to assemble, peacefully assemble. All right, that's the whole point of our freedom and to voice our opinion and criticisms of our government and our policies that are up here. You know, listening, when it comes to listening, most people don't know. Listening is actually a verb. It's, a, it's, a, it's an action word to listen. Just because you can't see it, it's an action word, man. And if we can't, um, on civil, quote unquote, civil society, you know, um, discuss, like you're saying, Fumi, <coughs> like you're saying, Poe, and Smash, you know, if you can't discuss these, how are you ever going to fix anything? It's just going to be stuck on stupid. And the ones with the loudest voices are the emptiest barrels and the smallest percentage. Squeaky wheel gets greased, I like to say. Uh, um, yeah. but, uh, you always say that the I emptiest barrel makes the most noise. I think it's a great freaking saying. Yeah, I don't think they, they should take any money away from, and I think they should move money around. Around here, they're not saying to do Smash, that. Smash, based on what? So if, if uh, I, I don't know the money away. Go ahead. They just don't want to buy armored vehicles anymore mm. or militarize the police. They want to still give them that money, but then reallocate it. To mental health. Yeah. You remember, Reagan closed all our mental. We had a huge hospital in Dorchester mm-hmm. for the mentally that. ill, and they closed them all down because they cut off federal funding. First year Reagan was in office, and they all hit the streets because they had nowhere to go. We've had homeless people ever since. Didn't want them. Yes, we've had a huge problem ever since. Plus the um, yeah, what's the word I'm looking for? The um, um, rep- uh, perpetuation of of uh, mental illness on the street mm-hmm. and. You know, police being having to handle it when they don't have the, they don't have the training they're resources. Yeah. Right? That's what I was getting. They're not equipped, so they're trying to reallocate those funds. Right. It's not yeah. defund is like a catchphrase that Fox and the right picked up because it sounds good and it's a friggin' right. sound bite. That's it. That's all it is. Nobody wants to, except for maybe a small handful, want to actually defund the police. Who wants that? Of course, we'll have friggin' chaos. To an extent, you know what I mean. Well, they don't. They don't need. It's gonna be and and no. That's why gun sales are up. <laughs> well, I think most of it they have to reallocate at least a quarter of those funds to you know social workers, mental health treatment workers that are kind of a a mental ambulance first response team mm. instead of some of the other things because we and this is where it goes back to we ask the cops to do wear too many hats. Let's just be honest right. with you. They, they have too many things they're supposed to be responsible Absolutely. for, and, and we need to split that up. So what does that mean? We need to have a tiered system for the police that, that has a training thing where they get training wheels like Canada does. Okay, They're cadets for you know, X, Y, you know, two or three years, and then once they've had so many hours of on-the-site training, then they get their gun, then they get the other stuff. And in the beginning, they, they're stuck on doing investigatory stuff traffic stops, stuff where there isn't a chance of instant, you know, violent conflict or something like that. So I think traffic stops are the worst. I think that's but, supposed to, I think that should be someone that knows what has, the fuck they're doing. No, no, nobody has guns like, up here, Smash, so no, but I'm talking like, stops don't go bad up here. I'm talking like parking tickets, stuff, not moving violations, but like meter readers, that kind of stuff. Um, uh, but then, and, and then have a fucking more than 12 week requirement for these fucking cops yeah. to be cops. These Their cops classes are at minimum one year or two years. Or, like, why not require and at least have an equivalent to like an associate's degree in law or fucking God forbid, require them to have an associate's degree in fucking law. Like, you know, yeah, I, and, the majority of cadets are coming out of the, you know, a lot of them. Not, sorry, to take off, but the percentage you got to remember, too, is the mindset of who they're hiring is the majority of police are ex-military. Yeah. Yep. Same thing with CEOs. Um, they get first like 
around here there's a list to get on the list like to be a co and stuff like to firefighters anything like that police departments the people that get the top of the list are ex-military pretty much but i don't know i don't really like i pay attention but at the same time i'm like it's I don't to pay I don't, attention to this stuff, Smash. This is the kind of stuff that, that affects our society, believe it or not. I mean, it's probably affected your life. It's affected my life many times. Uh, how do I say this? I don't believe that there shouldn't be cops. That that would be no, foolish. You know, no, that would be dumb. Crime and, really yeah, would be. be dumb. Just like uh, with the military, it'd be dumb. I mean, the world is, if you've ever looked around in the world, if you've ever traveled, there's <laughs> a lot of wonderful people. But there's a lot of horrible people, too. If we had no military, someone would invade us and steal our shit. China. This is how it would China happen. China would be like that. Somebody. Probably not China, honestly. They don't invade a lot of people outside of their borders, you know, being in Taiwan or somebody, but you know, Russia or somebody, or even Mexico. If we had no military, even Mexico would invade Mexico us. You know what I mean? It'd be hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but uh, well, it wouldn't be hilarious because they actually have a, a, we used to have a pretty strong military, honestly. But anyway, I think they still do. But anyway, uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, um, uh, just about everyone I know has a, a circumstance where the cops definitely didn't prevent, protect and serve. You know what I mean? Like much less us in the weed community. We have a very, very different. I'm surprised there are so many people who are actually uh, a pro cop, honestly, in the chat, honestly, because we have such a, a strange relationship, you know, with the, with the whole scene. It would be nice if we didn't, you know, it would be nice now that things are legalizing. Uh, you hear these stories sometimes where the cops are meeting with, you know, like Kevin Jodry famously sat down with some cops down in, in Humboldt County and they, you know, they, they didn't smoke a joint together, but they at least met eye to eye and talked about some shit. It would be nice if you could have more circumstances like that, because then both sides or multiple sides could see, hey, man, those people aren't dragons. Those people aren't dragons on and on and on. But well, it doesn't take push. much to have really negative experiences. And I personally have had some really negative experiences with cops, like stuff where I didn't do anything wrong and it was really fucking negative and it was like it was it was consequential in my life you know what i mean and uh, uh just about everyone i know has circumstances like that they have such a disproportionate power uh, uh dynamic compared to everyone else that they meet that it, it bears repeating that we should talk about this kind of stuff we should uh, uh pay attention to it we should uh, be observant of it you know what i mean and even if we have no power i guess i'll finish with that even if we have no power to change it we should still be aware of where our situation is, so we don't get fucked by the, the situation. Go ahead. I forgot. Yeah, but that's what the news cycle produces these days. Is it's so fast, and it's just you know. Um, and then of course the politicians like. Oh, I got it. Just throws so much shit at you mm -hmm. that you become like smashed. Like you know what? Forget it. Uh, you know, right, it's right. like too much. Fuck it. And and that's basically what the counting. Went. As you get older, that's what they do in Russia, like, man. They throw everything yeah. at you, so nobody has an opinion. Right. Absolutely right. It's also where you were. Oh, come. It's also where you come from, too. I think a little bit of your background, because if you've been homeless and stuff, like you have, you have to worry about living, not about politics. You know what I mean? Well, but that's the that's the freaking problem, honestly, because the people that have time for the politics are the billionaires. And so conveniently, all the politics basically goes to the billionaires and goes for their interests and everything else. Anyone that can uh, sit around. And Anyone that can sit side. around and have lots and lots of resources and basically sit there. Well, you're right, actually, because frankly, uh, uh, folks that uh, write letters and call their Congress people actually do get responses. And so, for example, people who are retired or sitting at home, students, whatever, they'll get responses from those politicians. Uh, you know, obviously, Jeff Bezos will get more responses, but they, they will still respond to you if you're a squeaky wheel. Uh, but that's true. You, know, you have to have time to sit down and write a letter, mail it. You can always call them. 
always call yeah. them. I call I, them. I'll leave a message. I don't care. Ours is, we have a female, and she's kind of mean. We have Warren. Uh, Warren's one of the smartest, smartest women. Pages. She's mean. Who, Warren? Nah, she's pretty cool. Yeah, nah, no, she's Warren's pretty cool. Chill. She's smart as hell. Warren? She's easily the smartest Warren? person in no, Congress. She's not. She's, she she helped rig the fucking primary. She should have dropped out and helped out Bernie and gotten behind the leading candidate. That's she, a, as Koo likes to say, that's a canard. Okay. I don't think Bernie could have possibly won. I don't yeah, think Bernie is as close to the left wing as in this country as possible. But I don't Every think other time that a Democratic I think Andrew Yang had a better chance. One of the first three too, primaries, the rest <laughs> of the candidates got behind him. They Pete, you got Pete Buttkeg, who's a rat fucker, a, a piece of shit. And then you have uh, Warren, right? Who also, both of them should have dropped out. You know, why Pete Buttkeg thought he won even a single state when he didn't even win that, that one that he claimed. He should have dropped the fuck out. Like, well, those guys are all ecosystem narcissists. He's just a and none of them shit. wants to step away. He's, um, the corporate, he's the biggest corporate whore at the top of the Democrats kind of right agree. Now in terms yeah. of money taken by corporate people. Uh, the oil, oil industry, medical industry, big pharma. He, he takes it from everybody. You know, Joe Exotic was one of the youngest sheriffs in his like town before he like did the cat thing. Yeah, I was no, like, but somehow that makes sense. It, it's like that though. It's like the random people get involved. Like you become a sheriff, or you like a lawyer yeah, becomes a fucking judge, and then too. they become a politician, or or you see these lobbyists. Like, have you ever looked at a lobbyist or who is a lobbyist? Like, they're always how many legs do they have? I don't know. They're always a lawyer in the shadows, or, or someone that 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 loves doing paperwork or loves arguing. It, it's insane, and they'll they'll fight for just money. Like, as long as there's money on the side that they're fighting for, they don't give a fuck what they're fighting for. Uh, who was it, who was it uh, on your show or something that was talking about the the weed lobbyist? He was a lobbyist for something else, but he showed up in his Ferrari because he wanted to show how uh, baller he was to the... What the fuck were we talking to? Yeah, who was it? It was someone. On my, um, I don't remember. But the, yeah, that was... It wasn't Chris Trump. It was... Um, I can see Jodry doing it. <laughs> no it was this guy and it, it had the opposite effect on this guy because he was like the fuck am i spending my money on but this guy obviously it works for him because he shows up in his baller ass ferrari to show how fucking baller he is and then he basically tells well if you want to get a, the the ear of the so-and-so you want to you want to uh contract with me okay. i can't remember who it was what's that Willis? Yeah, I, mean, I was just going to say i mean most politicians when they leave you know politics they they become lobbyists not necessarily the lobbyist, but but they all are. It's that that click. I mean, you know, they built friendships over twenty years. You think they're just like leaving politics and they're out of it? Of course they're not. Yeah, they're that's the thing. Like politics. that was their job. Yeah, like, you got Boehner in Ohio that's uh, you know getting into the weed game. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got his own brand now or something of you know uh, partnership with uh, some brand that's out there or or whatever the hell it is that he he's involved with. But um, you know. Um, Still chain smoke cigarettes and friggin' drinks, drinks friggin' scotch. Wait, that's I mean, better than the Canadian, the Canadian that like was smoking crack and shit. Did smoke crack. He was smoking crack. You know, like constantly. Mary and Barry did it too. Come on, Mary and Barry did it too. 
No question, man. Who else does have uh, Marion Barry versus Rob Ford? Ford. Ford. Did a little better, but I mean, Marion Barry got caught doing the exact same shit. Oh yeah, and then got real. You got puffing on. You got taking huge hits in the hotel room with a hooker. That was yeah. very, 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 <laughs> like huge fucking clouds, man. Like this dude knew what he was doing. <laughs> and, and, then he gets that. <laughs> yes. and then he goes and gets elected again after he's like, no. he gets elected in DC. Again. I went to rehab. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just crazy, man. Politics, dude. The tr- one time, one of the funniest people on TV was literally the m- biggest, like promotion for crack cocaine charlie sheet have you ever seen some of the interviews when he was like getting high he would just spout off like i smoke crack and shit like rocks this big maybe tweaking (laughs) just thinking of his next hit (laughs) (laughs) when the fuck am i off this set incredibly guys making 30 million a year and just smoking on crack yeah, I got a key at the Waldorf Astoria with the hookers up there. Can I get out of here? I mean, look at what's his name. They produced two and a half men. He's like, hey, he's sober. He's been in the program, I guess, for years, too. I forget the guy's name. But, uh, you know, the producer there, right. two and a half men. But he was like, you know, I tried to help him, but that was it. Because he knows he can't do a thing, man. Unless <laughs> you're sick of it. You know, you're going to quit it. Right. I mean, his father was the same way. His father was the same way. We were seeing stuff like this come up. Sheen is, when he smashed in a hotel room in the beginning, when he's smashing that mirror, he's literally shit-faced off his ass, Mm. and they filmed it. Yeah, the Palmer filmed it. And and he fully admits, he goes, he drank all day long. And, um, yeah, you see it. He looks at it. Martin Sheen. For what it's worth, the mirror is like, Crash. Oh yeah, I was just looking. It's like you know, easy rider. They smoke grass the whole time. They were smoking, you know, Peter Fonda and uh, what's his name, David Jack. Now they smoke normal cigarettes instead of uh, uh, weed and stuff. (laughs) Apparently, they smell terrible too. Yeah, they're like lavender and clove and stuff, and people get really sick of them. They're like potpourri, shit like that. Oh, I don't. Trying to remember the interview when he was talking about it. I can't find it. There's an interview and he's literally went like off on it, like about like smoking rocks this big. And it was hilarious. I think I saw that interview. Yeah. I mean, it's not hilarious because it's like, uh, dude, I don't know. The guy's clearly mentally ill. You know, even if he's rich and famous, he's clearly mentally ill. And oh, yeah. Uh, he was having some I kind mean, of a fucking break. And you know what I mean? It's still like, kind it's, of funny, though. I mean, it's it's funny because it's like, yeah, he's over the top and he's amusing and he's he's also probably part acting because he's always he's been an actor since he was a kid. So everything's super dramatic with him. Right. So I get it that it's kind of hilarious. But at the same time, like, I don't fucking know. He's, yeah, he's uh, I don't like talking to make fun about of his suffering. Paid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He's talking about his paid like a, in, in like a live interview on news. <sighs> I think now that he's clean, it's kind of funny though. If he goes back and watches it, he probably laughs at it. Like, holy shit, I was that bad. And he's got AIDS now too. I think he does. His lifestyle. Sorry to say it's sad. It's very sad. No example for anybody. I mean, thankfully, it's not the life sentence that it was when I was a kid. Like, when I was a kid, fuck, it was going to be like, I mean, I knew people who did die of AIDS, right? Like, I guess, like, what, uh, 
Uh, fuck, it's been so AIDS. long. Actually, I guess they it died of AIDS, but it was HIV positive. Yes, but when they died, yeah. it would be of AIDS and whatever else connection. Long. Oh, mm-hmm. God, back in 1981. Yeah, high school. High school. Uh, oh, well, he was a high school kid, I should say. Yeah. Uh, Asimov, my favorite science fiction di- writer, died of AIDS. He uh, died of AIDS from a blood transfusion. Uh, when I was a kid, I was really into uh, uh, sports and stuff, and I really like. I subscribed to Sports Illustrated and whatever. And I remember Arthur Ashe for whatever reason. I think I liked him because he was left-handed. Anyway, he was a left-handed black tennis player, and he died of AIDS from a blood transfusion yeah. as well. Um, yeah, a, it was super hush hush because they didn't want to. You know, it was like, oh my god, the immortal disease. John- we learned from Magic Johnson: if you put cash in a blender and inject it, it will. No, they thought he was going to, it was, they thought it was going to be a death sentence when he got it. Right. Because Magic Johnson famously banged like 20,000 women or something. So he probably gave it to a bunch of those women as well. And on and on. Anyway, people talked about that kind of stuff, but yeah, he's still around live and kicking. Cause I guess the, the, the the cocktail, if you can afford it is so good now that it's uh, what's that potent. Charlie Sheen. In fact, Actually, so I have a, a bunch of friends in um, uh, Sacramento, but one of them is, I know is, um, well, actually I have a couple of friends actually in Sacramento, but uh, three of them are HIV positive and not all of them are undetectable. You know, they, oh. in fact, one of them actually has, un, you know, has sex with his partner and it's not, mm. not a problem or anything like that. It's so low as far as detection level. That, uh, yeah. It's not and they have change. that, they have those pills now that, um, yeah that give you a you know make your viral loads undetectable and then they they have other ones that will help prevent you like a um, like a prophylactic yep. help you prevent you from getting it i mean it's amazing how far we've come <clears throat> and for all those people that don't like fauci you can thank fauci for a lot of that research yeah, that yeah. happened for that fact he's been around since all of that 100%. fauci did say some pretty fucked up shit during the aids crisis though <laughs> that was 30 years ago man 30 years ago, they made fun of gay people openly on TV. Uh, 30 years ago, a woman needed her husband's or some other male guardian's uh, approval to get a bank account. I remember that, like in the mid 80s, like a a kid, like I could get a a bank account as a kid, but a woman actually needed approval from her like boyfriend or husband or, or, or father or some other male guardian. And so if you didn't have like a male guardian that could do that, you just like couldn't get a fucking account. Dude, society has changed so much in such a short time, we forget. It's not just cell phones and video games and everything else that we have now. It's like everything else, too. And I'll never be PC. (laughs) (laughs) Well, even that, the the whole concept of political correctness is a strange and misused word. You know, like, uh, how do I say this? a lot of times I think it boils down to when people want people to be politically correct, it is more accurately. They would prefer those people to not speak like an asshole. And then a lot of folks I think are misinterpreting that as something else. Cause I, I grew up, I, I want to say kind of in the middle of all this. And I never saw these like red faced assholes saying you have to be politically correct. But that was the cartoon version of it that I would hear, you know, on the radio, my mom would be listening to Rush Limbaugh or something. And he would be screaming red faced about the feminazis and the political correctness gone amok and all this different stuff. And I'm like, dude, we literally drove away from the Oregon State University like five minutes ago. Like we just I, we literally drove through a crowd of hippies and none of them just did what you said. You know, I, I remember thinking what a crazy person Rush Limbaugh was. But that was when I was a kid and it just got worse and worse and worse. <laughs> What's that magic word to get what you want? I'm offended. 
Um, I mean, there are some extreme examples. I have to be honest. There are some, you, you hear some crazy stuff. I guess I don't even want to say which school it is because I know somebody who might be listening who went to that school. But there's a school up in Washington where almost the caricature of all the stupid shit that you think about when you think about like the stupid shit the liberals could do, that's what happens there. But yeah, I don't want to say anymore because people get offended. So since we're on topics of, of that offend everybody tonight, um, how about the Patton Oswald? Did we make fun of your mama yet? We better. How about the Patton Oswald controversy simply for saying he had fun performing with his friend? Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, what's the Patton Oswald controversy? Patton Oswald, did a, he went and got invited by Dave Chappelle to perform at a show he was doing as a last minute, like, hey, I found out you're like three buildings down. Why don't you come do a set here with us afterwards? And so he wandered over there and because he did a show with him and, you know, said that he had also a good now time. Because he now is he's friends with the friends of the enemy. He is now the now enemy. He suddenly knew. And if anyone has actually watched the Dave Chappelle show and actually understands what the fuck he was talking about, he it, it's completely ridiculous but people have the right to be offended whatever but like people need to just get the fuck over it he this is getting completely crazy when you're attacking other people simply for giving a fucking comedy set that wasn't even the guy that did the thing right like calm the fuck down yeah that's a little bit this is uh, why extreme. people don't like you know the the internet mobs and the twitter idiots because well, who does like the internet mobs, man? I mean, you have to realize, I think a lot of that internet mob shit is honestly pushed forward literally by the social media networks who essentially profit from the constant engagement. You know, we know that Facebook does that, but I'm willing to bet that Twitter and everything else, like, are people really that enraged on a daily basis? I mean, I feel like it's either them trying to get TikTok followers by being pretend enraged or, or how do I say this? Maybe a better analogy is this. Uh, the videos on YouTube that get the most clicks are the ones with the the thumbnails where the people are like, oh, my fucking God. And so they'll hold up a camera and they'll make some stupid fucking expression like, oh, my God. Or they'll have that expression where they're basically pooping. Those videos always get tremendous views compared to the ones where the person's like, oh, this is a camera. Uh, it makes me think that that simple act of you know, like mugging for the camera kind of uh, is is almost what... Fuck, I'm not expressing this clearly enough. I'm ex- trying to express that that same kind of trying to get people to click that clickbait, I guess is what I'm trying to say. That but clickbait emotion is basically the emotion that you're sensing and not real emotion, but just clickbait emotion. And then people are basically falling for the, they're, 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 they're fish on basically to that hook. This is a very, very inelegant example, I realize. But do you guys know what I'm trying to say? So nobody does. Yes. All right, that was pretty bad. <laughs> I'm looking at Pokemon cards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, they look for that clickbait. That's all they're looking for. They don't care no, I was listening. Else. I even responded. No, that's all it is. It, whatever yeah. catches the eye. Mm. The other thing I have noticed is that I know two people that have gotten Bell's palsy, one from the vaccine and one from the virus. Yeah, allegedly, potent. Allegedly, you're not a doctor. You're, you're, not a doctor. you're not a doctor. Potent, you're not a doctor. How are you going to say? How are you going to say they got it from the vaccine? Give me a fucking break. Give me a fucking break. I don't know the first thing about their medical history, potent. Okay, I'm not going to sit here as a third-hand doctor. It's it's well known that both of those circumstances can cause Bell's palsy. 
End of story. But well known by your group of friends, my no, friend. I've, I've brought no, up all your concerns to an actual medical things. doctor with What's like fucking point of bringing this MD. Up? But my point is, is that the Bell's palsy people tell that statistically, when you look at both that and just people that I know, uh, seem to be people that are HIV positive that are having that experience more often for whatever reason. Don't know. Out of hundreds of billions of doses given, hundreds, thousands of millions, I should say, just billions of doses. The Bell's potentially palsy was reported potentially a small amount. And that's the thing, you know, that too, like we, we often forget about that. Like no vaccine has ever been a hundred percent effective. I just showed the, I guess, oh, I don't think you were on. I think that was after you left the show, yeah. but uh, I showed the, I guess I can show it again. Uh, let me see if I can find it while I'm talking. I showed a, a, a press a release nice about uh, uh, the polio part. vaccine from what, I guess the late fifties and sixties. And it was saying salk serum released, blah, 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 90% effective. And everyone was freaking out how great it was. And here everyone's like, well, it's not a complete 100%. Therefore, we're never going to take it. That's not logical. That's not how things work. Like you might have a different reason, perhaps, but that's not the logical reason. Here it is. Polio vaccine announcement from 1955. Oh, but Bell's palsy is just a reaction to a viral infection or the antibodies from the viral infection. Which okay, you're not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. No one, I, was, I don't know. I'm a fucking I'm a doctor of shut the fuck up. This is the polio terror <laughs> defeated vaccine is successful. Salk serum, 80 to 90% effective, it says there. Oh, fucking doctor. doctor of the streets. <laughs> they call me West street pharmacist. Uh, doctor in the streets. Around. Motherfucker in the sheets. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> kind of fucking... Jesus, these fucking bots are never ending. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, what's up with that? It's it's insane now. Uh, wasn't that a Keenan Thompson sketch? Ooh-wee. What's up with that? <laughs> now, these fuckers, they're just, they just they keep coming. They keep coming. I don't even know what they're trying to sell. It's just some random dog shit. I don't uh, yeah, I don't even get it. Like, like, what's the point? Yeah, I don't get it. But whatever. That's the thing. It's not like, a, like the... the the porn ones or anything. They literally, it's just a weird, it's just a Don't weird fucking ideas. website. Don't give me any ideas. Yeah. Oh, what's up? St. Bernard's. Here he is. Uh, he's saying, oh, okay. So he's saying, uh, St. Bernard's anyway, is saying that palsy is listed as a potential side effect. Bring your gripe to Pfizer. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I'm not, I don't have a gripe. I'm not a fucking doctor. What do you want? Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and pretend to know medicine. And I find it ridiculous that people sit here and pretend to know medicine. It would be like me sitting here pretending to know how, uh, fuck, I don't even know, orbital mechanics or the, the new Spitzer Space Telescope. It would be like, dude, I don't know. They put it in the wrong orbit, bro. They should have put it in a different geostationary orbit, man. They, they should have fucking put it three three degrees further. Fuck right off. I don't know. So this is CDC's website right there, fourth line, Bell's Palsy, okay. just for the record. Okay. And what? No, I just... Just to back up what I was saying earlier. Okay, fine. I believe you now, but I still don't know the context because I'm not a fucking doctor. I have no opinion on the subject because I'm not a doctor. Like you have proof to me that the words Bell's palsy are on there. That's fine. I wasn't bringing it up to talk about that. I was only bringing it up that HIV positive people tend to get some of the weirder stuff from. uh, I mean, I believe it because it's a fucking autoimmune disorder, right? And their their immune systems are already completely uh, not just compromised, basically. Uh, From what I understand, basically, virtually non-existent. Pardon? 
I was just pointing out that it's weird that they're having more issues than the rest of it. I mean, it makes sense. I don't think it's weird at all if they're having more issues, if that's the, if that's what you're pointing out. No, again, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to speculate medically. But no, no, no. I remember hearing how uh, Omicron was theorized because uh, it has all these you know weird spike mutations, whatever, that are you know defeating the vaccine uh, up to now. Vaccines, because there's multiples. Uh, they were wondering, where's the origin of this, this virus? And from what I understand, or the variant, um, from what I understand, they don't certainly know yet. But at first, they were speculating it might have been a, a incubated in an immune-compromised individual. So, for example, someone whose immune system through HIV or some other thing, uh, 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 you know, autoimmune diseases like uh, 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 Lou Gehrig's disease or whatever else, ALS, I guess is what it's called, uh, potentially the patient could have basically had that. And um, uh, see, I'm not a doctor, so I can't express what I even heard. Like, I feel like I could visualize it clearly, but since I'm a doctor, I'm not a doctor. I can't fucking express it to you. And that's the other one, evidence for a mouse origin. And evidently, that's the more plausible one. Yes. Uh, I was just saying they're on lots of antivirals, so I would think that they at least have a better base immunity because of that, you know, one would think. No, I wouldn't think so because again, they don't have an immune system. Like they don't have a functioning they don't have T cells or white cells or any of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, seriously, their their immune system is basically suppressed to virtually zero. That's why they basically die of colds and shit. Remember, like they would die of like what was it, like tonsillitis? They would die of like HIV people would die of just stupid shit because strep like throat. strep throat, yeah, stuff that would never kill anyone else would kill them, hundred percent. The blotches that they would get, that was some innocuous thing that is normally harmless. I don't remember what it is. Um, yeah, lesions? Yeah, 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 the lesions. I can't yeah. remember what that fucking was, but it was some innocuous bacteria that basically does nothing uh, if you have an immune system again. Yeah. Um, oh, St. Bernard's, uh, I'm not saying that uh, this is, again, that's the straw man, honestly, St. Bernard's. I would expect more. He's saying, I have the same level of reading comprehension of a doctor that they're not smarter than me. I didn't say that they were. But they certainly know a lot more about medicine than you do, St. Bernard's. I think, unless you went to medical school. I don't know. I'm assuming that you didn't go to medical school. But uh, uh, up until board. now, he's never given me indication to say that he went to medical school. So I've, I'm, I think I'm making a safe assumption. Go to uh, how do I say this? And uh, pass the boards. Yeah, right? 100%. Yeah, I know a lot of friends that went to medical school and never passed the boards. I don't hmm. consider them doctors. That's all. And I'm not saying in a derogatory way. It's, mm. and they'll even admit it. I never passed the board. So, mm. but yeah, that's all. Give me all right. I have a question for you. So, so they've so they've injected however many billion people with this now. How many people do they have to inject before we should lift the immunity to prosecution or at least the ability to sue them? Um, where they've said, okay, we've injected enough people to prove this safe. Now it's okay to at least remove the liability protections. That that's an Don't honest follow the question. Like, Can you be more clear? Remove the liability question. Yeah, okay, so currently, that, that they they have a immunity from from being sued if you get injured. They they don't have to pay for your treatment uh, if you require additional medical treatment because you got vaccinated. Uh, they don't have to cover any of that. Okay, how many people and how many doses do they have to give out before you think that's okay for them to remove that protection for them? I think that's a strange straw man argument. I don't know why they're. Sign they, on paper. You have to sign a release I mean, I'm sorry. before you take it. You have to sign a release before you take any vaccine, except mm. when you're obviously underage. But you have to sign a release, no matter what. Right, but, but why? Know. why so do they'll they never that? take why that away. Yeah, no vaccine is 100% effective. I think that's a straw man. I don't understand right. it. Don't understand Even from that. death. Even from death, right. you can get it. have no problem with any other vaccine. Right. And, My and point is, if, no medicine is 100% safe. That's silly. 
if I'm being asked to be given this thing, right, why should they not at least pay for my medical bills? If I then get sick, why should I have to pay for that? Like, that's my, my issue. Unfortunately, like, like, the United States has a garbage healthcare system. That's why if you didn't, yeah. if we had a better healthcare system that you wouldn't have to pay for it, you'd go to yeah, if, in UK or Canada or uh, Germany or fucking right? Poland, like, you'd go to the doctor. That should be paid but, for at least in some government fund or some other way. Oh, well, you're, you're joining the choir of universal healthcare. I think that we should have yeah, universal yeah. healthcare hundred percent. No, I don't, I don't see I why, like, the, if, they the prove, if they could pro- provide, if they could prove negligence, then I, I could see why you should sue them. But I mean, like, and first of all, now you're talking about suing them for, I don't know, it's a straw man. Injuries as a result of medical malpractice. Well, good luck. I mean, good luck. Sue the, who are you going to sue? Are you going to sue the World Bank or somebody? Who are you going to sue? No, I mean, the makers of the the injectables, you should be able to sue them if you're injured the same way that you can if you're... But you're making so many ifs, like nobody, I don't even know. Again, I'm not a doctor, so I I can't say that nobody has had that condition that you're talking about, but I... You are in a lot of countries. You're not. Yeah, I'm talking about here. You know. Oh, even, even but, yeah. Though, when you talk about them, that's them, what I'm them. saying. I, that's what I'm saying. Is so like a lot of countries are requiring this now to do pretty much anything. They should at least cover your medical bills if you get injured by the damn thing. That's all I'm saying. Like, even if they're going to require a fine, whatever. Like they got to cover. The bills oh, I'm not. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I I think you know um, if there's negligence in no matter what it is, you should be able to. I know it's all screwed up because pharmaceutical companies have so much money they can literally and they do write the laws obviously that's why we can't even get low drug prices in america but um, someone in chat saying the virus is a hoax it's not a fucking hoax we we might disagree on how they handle this but we certainly agree that it's very much killing people it very much is like hurting people and it's challenging though i have to be honest potent it is challenging to to visualize your perspective you know i i like to think that i can visualize just about anybody's perspective on on things but it's challenging to visualize your and you're not the only person that has this this is this is a there's a lot of people in the chat that are sort of on your side and, and kind of you guys feel i feel like the same way that you're with it. The vaccine is real. I'm sorry. You're with it. That vaccines are real in general, speculatively. I think like the measles work. vaccine and smallpox and so on. Let's not qualify now, please, because that's when a whole freaking thing starts. But you, 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 you do agree that the concept of vaccines is a plausible one, and and, and yeah. there are like vaccines that work. Yeah, you and I have most, also believe in that. like medicine, and and you also believe, for example, that this virus exists, and you believe that there's a pandemic and all that stuff. But you also don't believe this gradation of the combinations of them, and that's where I kind of lose the plot. I'm like, so where is that fine line that was the straw that broke your fucking camel? That's a strange. Uh, where is the fine straw that broke the camel's back of understanding or acceptance or whatever? I don't know. I can't. I can't quite understand it because you're not a denier but you're not an acceptor and you're somewhere floating in the middle. And I, but the thing is, it seems that no evidence will persuade you as well. So So for example, if they, they, in fact, there's a new treatment right now, that's not MRNA based that Mm -hmm. actually I was looking at that's derived from shark proteins. That looks like it might actually be a much safer treatment. And if that comes out and has way less chance of heart issues and all the other stuff that we're seeing currently with, with this thing, I'd be all for it, but you got to prove it to me over the course of, the same length that I had all the other injectables in my body, or at the very least to the same standards, which is a phase three trial. That's when you find out if stuff injures people or not. But again, I asked, I have a, I don't know, how do I fucking say? I have a couple friends who are doctors and I basically ask, hey, so my friend has these questions. And I remember talking about this in August, the phase three trials and blah, blah, blah. And even that was a misunderstanding, uh, apparently on many people's uh, uh, parts. 
how do I say that these vaccines that underlying is I'm not a fucking doctor, so I can't repeat everything that I was told. But basically, the underlying technology behind the mRNA vaccines, that's uh, uh, not new. That's been tested. That doesn't have to be retested. And it's safe, essentially. Uh, the underlying technology, basically, based on the injection mechanism of the virus, I'm already ahead of my skis, frankly, because this is a few months ago that we were having this conversation. Oh, that whoa, whoa. was already we have had zero M- mRNA vaccines that we've had work. They've theorized that they, have, they will work, but we have had zero that have been brought to market that worked before this. Yeah, the first so one that was legally on the market and approved by the FDA was in 2018. That's true. It's been in research for over 30 years. That is correct. The yeah. first one that has been FDA approved was 2018. And it was not a vaccine. It was for um, what Ooh, was look, it? I have to be honest. If you guys know an actual medical doctor that has your same speculative doubts, I would really prefer to talk, talk to that person. Because I have to be honest, like somebody in the chat, so I think it was Nico said in the chat, something that is in, uh, in principle is very much correct. Uh, Nico says, no knowledge is inaccessible, at least, you know, in Western society, thankfully, we have libraries and universities and everything else. So you can go and learn stuff. So thankfully, that's very much true. Uh, he says, he continues, uh, I learned a mechanic. I did not go to school or pass any tests. Yet when I get my uh, car inspected, it always passes. And I agree with you. For example, Coot comes on here all the time. He is not a PhD soil scientist. Whereas, for example, he calls his idol, Dr. Faust, of uh, uh, Dr. Faust, is a PhD in uh, entomology and some other, I don't remember, some other different fields. So he's, he's educated. But Coot is uh, self-educated in many ways. He's not just self-educated in everything. He actually learned fly, you know, baking and everything else in the academy. And he went to art school and so on. But later on in life, he taught himself all those things. However, there is still something different between learning, let's say, for example, medicine. Uh, uh, generally, everyone in our society, well, it used to be everyone in our society realized that or accepted that the, the position of doctor was, okay, I don't want to say this, because I'm, I'm creating a, a situation of like patriarchy because it used to be doctors were just, oh, doctor, do whatever you want. What I'm trying to describe is that there was a perception that, yes, doctors go to a ton of school. They go to bachelor's degree. They have to get a bachelor's degree. Then they have to go basically get the equivalent of master's and a doctorate, as well as doing an internship, basically. That's essentially what, like eight or nine years of continuous schooling. Residency. That's something that essentially no other field uh, engages in. There are other people who get PhDs. But the thing is, I don't think most people know what a PhD track involves or how much learning is involved or how much research. And PhD programs can be very different too. Many of them are not nearly as involved as medical school, for example. And some PhDs, they're not all that bright either. I mean, you can be a dumb doctor. You can be a dumb PhD. I've I've met dumb doctors. I've met dumb lawyers. I've met dumb PhDs. I've met dumb everybody. I've met dumb musicians. I've met smart ones of all those as well. Doctorate in pharmacy. And uh, she, uh, she, she like literally tells me all the time how consistently doctors will prescribe two or three things together that will kill a patient, and she has to stop it. She has to stop it in the tracks. Sometimes they can be misinformed, just just like us. Just the same. In that case, probably just throwing their shit together. Yeah. Well, that's the only other vaccine that is not held to the same standard is the flu vaccine because it has to be rapidly developed. And that one also has terrible efficacy, often 30 to 40%, most years 30 to 40%. So in terms of actual full protection. So there's not a really good historic track record for these rapidly developed stuff. Even with with the flu vaccine, vaccine, every single year for the last two decades, 
That's that would put my sister in the hospital in a coma for 13 days, right? The flu vaccine is, is targeted to a certain strain of flu each year when there are a multi strains. strains. Multi strains. They, yeah, they but there are even more variants. Strains than that. Yeah. But they yeah. Three so, strains that they I think mean, are going to possibly yeah. play up over the world. And yeah. then and they, they make a vaccine for it with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right, it's a Because that is a better description of what it actually is. Yeah. If Messenger rival flavonucleic you know? acid. Pretty simple. It's not even really that yeah, complicated. It's really but, all but it is. That's the only other vaccine that is exempt from that phase three trial requirement to date, before this one. And you can you say that up. like it portends great things, uh, potent. I mean, the entire medical establishment thinks that it's yes, okay. Sir. I understand. How do I say this? I'm not a fucking idiot. I understand the doctor. You guys don't even know how I vividly know that doctors make mistakes. Don't assume things about people. I've every day of my life, I know how doctors fuck things up. However, I have heard not a single convincing argument throughout this entire fucking process of people being negative Nancy's or whatever else. I don't know about vaccines. Show me the alternative. How do I say this? So you want everyone to wait five or 10 years for the phase three trial. Great. The pandemic will burn through the entire world in the meantime, and it will kill. What was it? One to 5% of people oh, when the medical system God, yeah. is not overstretched and five to seven to 10% when the medical system is outstretched. What like is the percentage of negative consequences from the fucking vaccine? And nobody ever gives me a number. No, don't answer yet. You haven't finished hearing my question. Nobody ever gives me an actual answer to that because all they're ever doing is pulling threads. All you can ever do is pull threads about this vaccine because we know how deadly it is to unvaccinate. We know how deadly uh, uh, the hospitals are completely fucking uh, uh, blown out of proportions. You can't go there for elective surgeries anymore. There's like a 12 to 18 hour wait for the ER on and on and on and on. We know that the consequences of this actually exist. But the consequences for the uh, the negative consequences for the vaccine, what is that? An infinitesimal tenth of a percent of the people? I mean, show me the freaking amount of people that are suffering for this. I mean, basically, you're saying, like, if one child is has her, her uh, hair harmed, we will never blah, 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 blah. Okay, that was a terrible example. I'm fucking high, apparently. Uh, I have a uh, question. Let's get, off the, let's get off the vaccines real quick. If you had to pick two, well, we never US. fucking actually solve it. The, the, the thing that maddens me beyond all comprehension is that we always only ever pull threats, and then we never actually get to anything, and then we'll pull the same fucking thread a week later. We were having this discussion like a week ago, and we can never get to anything, and then we have it again and again That's and again problem. and again, and we like can never, never actually anywhere. get to anything. It never fucking goes anywhere. But I'm asking con a concrete question. We know how many people could, did, would, blah blah blah, die. That the doctors at least told us. Oh, such and such many people would die. On the other hand, what's the amount of people that get fucked by the vaccine? Let's say it's as bad as everyone says it is. It's horrible, horrible in every possible way. How many people get skull fucked by the vaccine? I'd like to know the number because then I'd like to weigh one number against the other number. It's a, it's a question I, I, I of utilitarianism. I would agree with you. I'd like to see those numbers. Because I think, honestly, one number is way the fuck down there and the other one way the fuck up there. And I, I just, I don't care about that number anymore if this other number is that big. It's the consequences of life. We drive cars and we accept every single day of our lives that we drive deadly weapons. It's something that we accept. Many people that I know in my life refused to wear seatbelts until way after it was mandated by law. And even then they would pretend to fucking, you know, they'd sit on their seatbelt while it's hooked in because fuck you, I'm not going to wear my seatbelt. 
I don't know why they're doing that. They're, it's, in my opinion, doing the exact same thing as basically refusing the vaccine. They're refusing an effective and proven treatment for car accidents or airbags. There were people for a while that were taking airbags out of their fucking cars. I don't understand that stuff. But still, people take every single day they step into their car. It, dude, it makes you fucking you think you're taking crazy pills. But there were people who were doing that. Uh, uh, how do I say this? Uh, uh, um, every single day that you get in your car, you accept that any lunatic on the fucking road could smash into you, or you might make a mistake and do it, but somehow that's okay. But a one in 100,000th chance or whatever the case may be, let's even say it's a one in a thousandth chance of something with the vaccine. And you're no, 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 sorry. Um, I, I, I value my safety. I mean, how do you get around? Do you get around in a bubble suit? Are you are like are you personally escorted by security guards that all have their Maybe own bubble suits? It's too. fucking lun- lunatic. It's lunacy, dude. I was joking with a friend of mine. We need to have like luxury uh, uh, bubble suits, like the Louis Vuitton edition. I, I don't get them wanting me to take the vaccine when I uh, like I I had COVID. I had I, I tested positive. I went I I isolated. I got better. I have antibodies. I see no reason for me to take the vaccine now. T-cell immunity from Delta has proven to be much better against Omicron than the vaccine in terms of side-by-sides. <laughs> but so this is, so this is my thing is, is that look, we, according to the CDC, less than 10% of the actual people that are having uh, a quote unquote adverse side effects uh, are actually being reported. A lot of hospitals are straight not reporting shit to VERS right now. Uh, and then you can read that on a whole lot. Well, that is, I have to be honest, convenient that otherwise. we should just um, take your word that it's 10 times as big of a problem as it is. I mean, no, is I'm it 10 times that. as big of a problem that, as you? It could be. So what is being reported? What What is, what's the reportage now? Or what's the, what's the fucking word? Oh, Whatever. Okay. How much is being reported? I can pull that up. I don't know what the current number is on open verse. Because if it's a million people reporting it and it's 10 times that much, then that's a significant problem. No, but if it's five people it reporting is- it. The other bit of it is, is that there's no such thing as mild myocarditis. And why we're injecting I'm not a fucking doctor. Why are you using medical terms like we're doctors here? Bro, we need the fucking choppy well, thing. Stat. When less than 30 kids under 14 have died from the, the fucking virus, why are we... I don't think that's true. That? I don't think that's true. I don't, I don't think that's true. Okay, so according to VERS, which is the official vaccine reporting thing for the NIH... Um, currently, and this is on open here, I'll just fucking put it on the goddamn screen here. That's what the current numbers are. Is that so worldwide or nationally or nationally? What? Effects. You got 21,000 deaths reported, 30,000, oh, 30, yeah, 30,000 total. And then, you know, quite a few hospitalizations. And then this is from VERS data. So the stuff the hospitals are reporting and shit. So I don't know who VERS is. So this is VERS. Okay. Just so that going back to the government side here, once it wants to fucking load, of course it doesn't want to fucking load, but it's part of the, anyways, it's all from government shit. It plugs into the CDC and, and the, the health service. Why is I mean, if those are legitimate complaints and there's 10 times that many, then that's a significant problem. But, uh, um, yeah, but they've had over a hundred, you know, literally almost a billion doses been given worldwide. Those numbers are nothing. We've got almost a million just in our country that are dead mm. from it. I mean, you gotta you gotta weigh right. those pros and cons like that. And if you wanna get that, I think it's, it's your choice to get the vaccine, but these mandates are a step too far. 
I don't. I don't agree with that at all. That's a basic. That see, that's again, you're shifting the the goalposts again well, to some no, other and, and d- different it, argument. If there were a because... contagion, no, Papone. If there is a contagion and there is an effective uh, uh, a mitigation for that contagion, the society is within its rights. No, 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 no. I mean, that's fucking asinine. We drafted men to die in wars, and you're telling me that they cannot require you to fucking take a vaccine before you go to a cafe? It's fucking stupid. It's honestly yeah, stupid. I mean, I, I'm tired of hearing people say that. I, I don't mean to be an asshole. Boom, oh, I'm not trying to be an asshole now. But I mean, come on. They drafted people in Vietnam. Then sure. Then that's reasonable. That? And then once you open... Here, the here, shit you wanna, that they give the fucking that, troops. Holy fuck. The, vac- the anthrax the, the anthrax vaccines, the this vaccines, the other unproven vaccines that they gave Gulf War vets. Fuck me. The stuff that they just pumped down there. They don't give a shit. So don't tell me they can't. Of course they can of course they can. That's ridiculous. Well, when you went to can. Africa, didn't you have to take vaccines to go to Africa? Right. The only one I had to do was update my yellow fever one just because I didn't know where my card was. And yeah, I didn't have a problem with it because that's even phase four trials, which is even more proof of the actual safety on it. And it has a proven record. But yellow fever does have a small chance of pretty severe reaction. And I knew that. But if I have to travel to where I got to work, it is what it is. But Again, I think that to me is that, look, if you want to force it on me, it should have at least passed phase three. And I should be able to, at the very least, have my medical expenses paid if I get injured. If you do those two things. I don't know, Pone, you're a very demanding guy. If they drafted you to the war, would you insist that you come back alive? I mean, I I would like to insist that I would come back alive. No. And, you know, I just find it. I find it. I find it. Yes, that would be one of my requests. That would be one of my requests. It would be nice if we didn't die capriciously in stupid fucking wars. Right. Nah, I'm sure Coop would have liked to have done that. I'm sure. No, I don't trust alive. the government, skunks. That's that's an asinine. See, this is everyone thinks so in such a black and white way now. This is you see the simplistic kind of thinking where we have two political parties. Therefore, we either think one way or that we think the other way. And life is way more complex than that. I mean, it's so much more complex than just yes People or no, take black or white. They take everything oh. literally. Yeah, I've and said I like on this themselves. show. I said I don't take clones. And most people are capable mm. of having most of the internet because people <laughs> can't even fucking debate or have a discussion anymore without just losing their minds. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I remember that actually, Smash. You said you don't take so. clones and then said, oh, what? but you took the fritter. Dude, no, no, they say I don't take clones, in. but they, they, they thought I've like never taken clones in my life, but they, mm. they didn't like get that I just don't like doing it. Mm. I've said that plenty of times. Like, Taking clones, I just don't like doing it. Put a war with like like that psyops guy from Hysteric Goats and Kev Kevin arms out. Oh Steve, my mind I is. need your help. I need to watch the new spider. <laughs> Go watch oh, it. You, Fuck. you fuckers thing. fucking Oh my god. How would you guys like it if everyone like uh 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 uh, 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 uh fuck I can't think of words today? Um, Pirated, bootlegged, uh, your shit. I did like if you they bootlegged like your your. I don't even know. Hell yeah, bootlegged surveys, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, like they don't have access. Like a whole section of the world simply is like sealed off from all this media, right? Oh, motherfucker! Speaking of sealed off shit, I forgot about this earlier. So anybody who's listening from Australia fuck it's a little bit problematic i finally figured out why my packages were coming back from australia and it's not because like someone disliked me because it's because australia is not accepting mail that isn't either an envelope or express mail and i was like pardon me again 
evidently they have such problems with short staffs because of the, the lockdown in Australia and the this and the that and blah, blah, blah. And apparently they have the great, great resignation as well, that they have teams of post office people going from post office to post office to post office. And they work at one post office for like two, three days. Then they go to the next one and then they go to the next one and then they go to the next one. And so the only thing that's getting delivered like a few days a week is literally like, like internationally express mail or envelopes. So in other words, anybody from Australia, don't order my shit right now. Have you, it's going to cost like an extra $70 for like fucking shipping. Have you uh, watched? Uh, this, <laughs> there's a guy that like sent air tags to North Korea because DHL literally was saying they're still like, he, he was just doing an experiment. The mm-hmm. air tags, our Apple air tags just came out and he was like, let's send one to the blah, blah, blah. And they sent one to Apple and mm-hmm. then he tried to send one to North Korea. Like, uh, in North Korea, the DHL, they they can they 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 were like he called. They're like, yes, we're delivering there, and then finally it kept getting kicked back and stuff, or it would end up in some weird place. And then he finally called North Korea and was like, "Are you guys do, are like in like taking packages in?" And they're like, "No, we're not taking any packages in from out of country." <laughs> and DHL is still taking money, and what they do is. These companies will lose your package or or put it in one of these holding places, and then they'll just send you a thing saying your shit's missing. Here, fill out this form, and they rather pay you out than go look for it. Well, when I was in uh, Zimbabwe, it. there was two DHLs in the whole country. You had to drive to the one wow. the one in the other end of the country, and uh, it was like my dad was going to send me this. Uh, where is it? The bug assault gun? Oh, it's in the other room. But I, I wanted a bug assault gun for Zimbabwe because, like, you got you know, lots of bugs and shit. I just want something to, like, if I see something in the house, I just want to be able to shoot it and, you know, not get stung or bitter because I don't know all the different shit over there. And, it, you know, kind of work on a Fair stick. Enough. Fair enough. Maybe whatever. Might piss them off. Um, but uh, uh, my dad was going to send it and it was going to be like $300 or $370 to mail a fucking, you know, little piece of plastic box <laughs> in a box. <laughs> It costs me $100 every two months to get a box to Thailand. Damn. Yeah, it's, it sucks. Mm-hmm. But when I worked in the Army Post Office, we'd get a package anywhere on the planet in 21 days. That was pretty yeah, I was trying a lot. To... And in so many cases for the worst, it blows my mind. Like, my mom used to send packages to the Soviet Union, and it cost for, like, 20 bucks, and it would get there, like, two weeks later. And now it costs, like, $70. It takes, like, three fucking four weeks. It's crazy. Dude, I had an envelope like this big and I uh, was trying to, I was going to send it to like Canada or something. And then they were like, oh, it's like $40. And I'm like, you can like kick rocks. I'll fucking, I'll fly it there myself or something. <laughs> so I'll send a drone. I know, like right? I'm not. Train a pigeon or something. <laughs> yeah. In the conversation yeah. back to COVID, did you guys see uh, Antarctica and the Andaman Islands? Like basically the two most remote places on the planet that are left. Both got COVID. I think oh, the fun. only one left is yeah, uh, Ascension that. Island. I think Ascension still hasn't gotten it, but basically, like all the corners of the Earth now have gotten it. <laughs> have you crazy. seen the yeah. the mail runners on docks? So, like, they deliver mail on a river, and they have to run up a dock, put it in, and the boat never stops that they're delivering from. So sometimes they jump off and fall in the water and shit. It's kind of funny. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> Oh, my I mean, question. I don't know. Potent, like, uh, you need to see that movie, uh, uh, Don't Look Up. 
because I'm just curious, like for the first half of the movie, I thought the asteroid was the metaphor for uh, the virus, but then basically it became obvious that it's just, you know, global warming and stuff that we're obviously not going to do anything about. Uh, I'm honestly just curious, like if there is another pandemic or contagion well, or whatever else, what, what are you going to demand? You're going to demand another stage three trial to whatever, like so, what if there's so an alien, alien herpes? I think we are doing something for global warming though. There's people that are actually so trying. Oh yeah. Uh, the Exxon is happy to fucking, no, not them. We're having like three conversations. Go ahead. Bowden. The 90% of people that have died of COVID have had four or more co comorbidities. Over 80% of them were obese or over the age of 65. If we and what, does it make it okay that they die? Like every time people say that, it's like, okay, let's just kick fatty off the bridge or what is it? No, but what I'm saying is, is that it's not, if I'm a healthy, young, you know, 30 something. Well, so just because you are healthy, that means the that they're expandable. That gets the highest Dude. amount of myocarditis. You know, it's in that same bracket. Fifteen to thirty-five is the one that's the ones that they're actually worried about right now. And I'm healthy otherwise. I work out. I eat Dude, there have been plenty of younger people who have caught fucking mega hospital cough up your lungs COVID. It's 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 idiotic. They said that in the beginning of, of uh, the freaking well, COVID that oh yeah, it's only the old people that get it. That's yeah, not well, the case I've anymore. COVID, young people are getting that. Everybody. It wasn't a huge deal. Um, Dude, I'm I'm reasonably healthy and I never get sick and I got real sick. Uh, it might have been something else. It may not have been COVID, but sure enough, I had all the signs from the freaking, all the symptoms and it lasted like three weeks. I'm still a little bit sick. I'm still fucking tired all the time. I randomly sleep throughout the day, which is not normal for me. I've never napped in my life. Uh, how do I say this? And I'm pretty healthy, honestly, you know, like uh, it happens to a lot of people. What's that Willie's uh, long haul. It sounds like you, you know, might have, Maybe. A, uh, I, hope I, hope, not. I hope not either brother. Yeah. I mean, uh, when I just got sick, I mean, I still haven't tested uh, negative yet. I'm, I'm going to wait till tomorrow. I'm feeling better since Saturday. Um, never felt like this before. I, I wasn't sick like you. Thank God. You mean only by the grace of God did I not get sick like you. Everybody around us that we had close contacts with got sick. The only ones that didn't were the ones that got boosted. I've been vaccinated. I didn't get the booster only because of time. And it was really be, becoming a pain in the ass to get an appointment around here. But the only people that did not get sick were the people that were boosted. And that's that's my family, basically, because I was around them on Christmas, Saturday. And um, but, you know, um, and even my daughter, the night, the night that she got her second vaccine dose, that's the first night that she said that, that she tested positive. And, you know, they say. In the questionnaire, anyway, have you had any close contacts, or um, you know, have have you tested? Are you presently test positive for COVID or anything like that before you get the vaccine? Just like the flu shot, they don't want you going in if you have a cold or you know sick or anything like that. But she still got it, no adverse effects whatsoever, and she's now negative. She's been negative for a few days now, thank God. But um, you know, everybody. Around us, it's just, you know, I mean, I'm not saying it like it's this big ta-da, but they were boosted and they didn't get it. I got it. Omicron, it doesn't matter if you've had it before. Um, and this is just the recent stuff. It doesn't matter if you've had other variants because, you know, the other variants are still going around. It doesn't mean that you can't get it, even if you've had Delta or the, or the uh, uh, what was the first one? I always forget what the first two were. And then, um, it's the but, uh, 
Yeah, that's it. The alpha. Thank you very much. I, I was going to say beta. <laughs> um, and I'll say something else too is, um, listen, she's in a, in a, in a tough position right now, but Rochelle Walensky was my doctor in 2010. She was the doctor in Boston that you went and saw with my problem with the, with the, uh, infection, infections that I got. And cause they had no name for them or, or at least for one of them rather. Um, when I got discharged from Beth Israel Hospital, that's where I had to go. Was Mass General? She <clears throat> she ran the infectious disease department there, for the basically for the state. But it's Mass General. You're talking. Thankfully, we live in Boston, which has some of the best medical schools, some of the best best medical facilities. You know, from Boston City to I mean, I can name them all. Beth Israel, <clears throat> Longwood, Mass General. I mean, the list goes on and on. And uh, you know, so she basically saved my life. So I, I you know. I would listen to what, and I'm talking for myself, just my own personal experience, believe me. And, um, but she was like the best thing that ever happened to me because I didn't know what was going to happen to me when I got discharged. They can only get my viral loads down to like 28 and you're supposed to be 15 before they discharge it. But, you know, they tried for a year, they couldn't do it. And um, so I had to go see her on a monthly basis. And she was one of the best people I've ever met on this planet. That's all I can say between the, and the knowledge that she has and the compassion that she showed towards me. Um, you know, she's a saint in my eyes. I'm not saying that she's perfect. I'm not saying that, you know, this novel, which obviously we all know means new, um, you know, we're learning about it, new, everything every day, new stuff. Okay. And um, if it wasn't for the vaccines, we'd have we'd literally a scourge like the black plague. Almost a fifth of the world's population would be gone. I mean, we're having problems now, freaking killing jobs. Imagine what it's going to be like, what kind of economic collapse that would be worldwide. And then back in 1917, it was proven the states that closed down and the countries that closed down the quickest stayed the longest closed down. And then um, they had the fastest, the quickest economic rebound and health rebound for those, for those countries and those states. The guidelines that we're, we're following now with the six, six feet crap, that's from back then. I know I probably said this before. It's part of my little spiel sometimes. But, um, you know, six feet, they did so many experiments and showed how that, you know, our, our breath can travel freaking 12, 13 feet, for Christ's sakes. It can hang in the air for, for how, how many seconds in, or minutes even, depending upon what the air quality is and what's in the air itself. So. Um, I don't know. I'm rambling. I just got stoned, but you know, I, oh, she I'm saved my that. life. She saved my life, man. That's all I get to say. And, uh, I got a question. I got at a least question. doctors are perfect. If the next, so the last one they said with the Botswana one was the NU variant, the new variant, right? The next alphabet letter in the Greek alphabet Jeez. is Xi. XI. Why is it not the Xi? Why did they skip that and go to Omicron? Is it because of the damn fake news, uh, Greek letters? alphabets? They diff- is there a different? Yeah, they didn't want to name it after. Uh, that's what it was. They, uh, I heard this story. Like Z was all about her. He was like, "Yeah, you're not gonna name it after me." Right. That's exactly why they did it. They skipped no, right, right over. Legit. That is the next word, a letter in the, the alphabet. Yeah, it's fully acknowledged, and it's fully acknowledged why they didn't do it. It's because of Z over in China. He didn't want it. They you know, they took it. away the Wuhan virus. Now they take away the Z variant. They're going too far, people. 
can't even. Not even one that. iota, bro. Not even <laughs> one iota. Cancel. Touche. The freedom fries. We're all the way on fucking Omicron. Is that still? Look at how many variants we've had, though. Seriously, it's ridiculous. And we're gonna get to freaking Omega before long here. Next one's pie. We just had testing like this, though. Either so, like we just never knew it was morphing like this. So, which language? What language do we switch the variants to after Greek? I don't know, Latin, (laughs) maybe. Sanskrit or Hebrew or Latin or what's what ancient language are we doing? Probably not Hebrew or like half of the Middle East will say that to that. Maybe that's what we should do, and then they'll like declare jihad on the Persian. See, there you go. At least one side will get it right. (laughs) Hey, you know, Um, hindsight's twenty twenty, but to think that uh, we had a we had a playbook literally to to help because you know Fauci in ninety two was asked on on a talk show, "What's your biggest fear?" And he said, a rapidly spreading, a rapidly transmissible respiratory disease. And sure enough, he said he never thought it would come in his lifetime, but he said shortly after maybe. But, um, you know, that was his fear in 92. So it's not like this wasn't, you know, wasn't thought of from almost, you know, modern medicine. Like there are always going to be these things that come up. We're always going to be as a human race fighting these things. And we're creating even more resilient ones because of the environment that we're creating with the global warming period, you know, and the way we become a germ-free society and all that crap, they say that has a lot to do with it as as well. I mean, there's just so many layers to this. Like Jimmy says, I'm not trying to be redundant here, but there's so many layers to this that, you know, if you really do the research and, and, and look what the science is saying, because science and law take two things out of the equation, feelings and how you think. Those two things, which is, can be completely irrational and uh, illogical. So they take it out. That's what science, that's all it is. It's the, as you know, as everybody knows, science is, is the pursuit of truth and, uh, and facts based on facts, hypothesis, experiment, facts. And then, you know, law that takes the emotion out of it, too. And it's the whole point of, you know, living in a modern civil society. Sorry, I'm rambling again, but. but uh, that's all right. You know, there's not a lot of answers. I mean, there's not, there's more like, like you say, more one. There's so many angles that you need to look at. Not just this. This that's what critical thinking is. Critical thinking is looking at it from different shoes, from different hats, from different perspectives, to give you a full picture. This is the reality is. Perhaps you've segued into I don't know. uh, People probably in the chat because so many of us think black and white now. They're like, oh, Fumi, you just uh, worship the doctors or something. Far from it, honestly. Uh, But uh, I was trying to explain earlier that uh, being a doctor, becoming a doctor, is such a challenging uh, 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 career path, uh, education path. I'm not just going to assume that by reading a magazine or a book or something that I could possibly uh, learn an adequate or appropriate amount to argue with them. Even when you talk to a doctor, when you're trying to describe your symptoms, at least I often feel a little bit stupid because I can feel, how do I say this, that my description of things is amateurish at best. You know, like I'm trying my best. Oh, such and such happened and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it's elementary. It's like a fucking, like someone trying to explain a a plumbing problem to a plumber 
And they're like, the, the water's leaking out of the thingy and the screw, blah, blah, blah. And the plumber, because he's a plumber, yeah. kind of understands what you're fucking saying. But you're actually talking like an idiot. That's how I always feel like I'm talking to a doctor. Like, the, the, the thingy's leaking and the, this part, right. like, when and it bent when it's not supposed to yeah. bend. I don't know, man. It was really the whole disaster's water it's everywhere. Distended. Yeah, it's distended. Yeah, 100%. And the doctor cobbles some sense of reason out of that, right? And there are, of course, dipshit doctors. I have met plenty in my life. Yeah. <laughs> but preferably, you try not to associate yourself with the dipshit doctors if you have a choice. And you go find someone who isn't a dipshit and they talk to you, hopefully, honestly, right? So that's where I start to lose faith in the people who say, all doctors are lying. Have you met all of the doctors? Like that, that sounds dumb to me too. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm rambling now at this point, but there's so many of these threads that people pull on. And I'm like, could we involve someone who actually knows what they're talking about in this, maybe to dispel some of these myths? Privately, I have done that. They don't want to come on the show because they don't want to, you know, it's weed and whatever. They don't risk your it's, it's. I understand. It. I, I fucking get it. If you made $250,000 a year from something, you wouldn't jeopardize it for some asshole YouTube show. You know what I mean? Come on. But uh, long story short, I've talked to them about this kind of stuff and it's no, 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 no. For the following reasons, for the following reasons. For Do you want me to send you another fucking basket of like, a, a, I've, I've had this offer. Like, do you want me to send you a stack of fucking shit that will explain why that's no? I'm like, no, because I don't have time for that. I guess maybe Potent would like that stack of shit. I don't know. But how do I say this? Like, we're always just pulling these, these, these threads. What's that, Potent? I don't have my own stack of shit. Don't worry. You'd have your own stack yeah. of shit. <laughs> you guys, let What's me talk with... Hey, how's everybody doing? I'm glad everybody's alive and safe, first off. But second yeah. off, I gotta get, clean this get on mess with up, Potent. Will you tell? Clean it up, will you? <laughs> I gotta yeah, I gotta I gotta say I'm with Potent on all most of the stuff. First off, <coughs> this mRNA vaccines are brand new. When everybody says the child the vaccine saved our lives for generations, it's a totally different mode of action, a totally, totally different beast of a vaccine if it was like the childhood vaccines how many times do we have to go for polio boosters today it's a totally different beast but beside that fact this is a fact these mrna medicines they've been trying for like 20 years to get them approved for human use and they never ever did there's a mo i could give you not stacked i give you i take pictures of the important parts and then give you a link but you only have to read one read one page. These things were never put in humans before this COVID-19 event. There is no long-term data at all because it was never used on humans before. I could give you the documentation. It's from Moderna, an SEC filing in 2020, October, it was released, and it says right in it, no mRNA medicines of any kind were ever approved by any agency in the world. But besides that, they were, they've been developing them, them, though, and trying to get them used. So that's just one thing. Um, does that, does that everybody mean... says, follow the science. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't, I don't know on, if that's me, a significant thing, Tal. I don't know if that's a big deal or not, because I'm not a fucking right, doctor. Right. I'm like, you might not is that dun, 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 or is that just like, well, these haven't been used yet? I don't know. I'm not a fucking doctor. I remember is, asking my friend, but, hey, I something to right. that effect, like, oh, these are new vaccines, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I got a fucking ration of shit for it. Not a ration of shit, but I got a whole explanation how, oh, it's actually perfect. So I don't remember any of it. So I can't, I can't express to you any of that right, right. now. 
But I remember kind of bringing that up. But But second of all, everybody says, yeah, the science. Let's follow the science. And, you know, and Charlie Fawn's right. Fauci has been following the shit forever. And yet, when this first popped out into American soil, he says, masks are useless. You don't need a mask. They don't even stop it. He's recorded saying that. So you're, you're I know I, I know all about it. It's, right. So, yeah, so you guys say the science. You don't have to fucking getting, hold everybody to every single fucking flaw in their entire life that they've ever made. Yeah. That's the stupidest fucking standard I think I've ever seen in my life. Me. I always say that. Dude, he was literally Trump was fucking selling masks. This has been fucking oh my fucking shit. Can we just literally so not wait, talk about that one? So Let's ban Fauci. I would like to actually from now on just yeah. not talk about Fauci ever again on the show. He is literally the devil for you guys. He's the fucking devil. If we bring him up, he did this, he did that. Can we just bring up everything except for bring up the concepts? Smart people talk about concepts. Dumb people talk about like fucking individuals. Let's maybe talk about the concepts instead of fucking Fauci. Let's not talk about him ever again. I don't want to talk about Fauci once. I don't want to talk. I've talked to doctors about him. He is the highest respected guy in the country. I do not want to talk about Fauci anymore. This is what you guys base your beliefs on now. And now you're saying. I don't base my beliefs on Fauci. I don't know the guy from a hole in the wall. I don't base my beliefs on him. It's a weird question because where do you want me to begin? I don't know. Do you want me to be, begin at the beginning of my life? I'm not. I'm not sure how to understand no, no, no. how to ask I that. Want you to tell me what who what your beliefs on COVID alone. You just choose the people that you believe to listen to. Meanwhile, First of all, the concept of belief is a stupid one. I'm an atheist. I'm an outspoken. I'm answering the question that I think you answered uh, or asked, Tao. I'm an outspoken uh, atheist. I think religion is stupid. I like religion as myths. I think myths are fun. I'm constantly talking about myths. I've named my strains. I will continue naming my strains after uh, Greek myths and then many other uh, things. I I think (laughs) stories are wonderful, but I think that religion has been used as a cudgel to abuse people throughout human history. So I don't use the concept of belief lightly. I don't believe in stuff. I either, how do I say this, recognize certain things or I don't, I might believe, I don't know, I might, I don't even know, I have opinions about random shit, but I don't have opinions on whether evolution is real. I studied evolution in school. I learned about it. I learned more or less how it works. Even if I don't understand every single part of it, I, I understand what evolution is. I understand what geology is. I understand roughly what chemistry is. I wasn't really that good at chemistry, but I understand those things. I don't have beliefs on those subjects. I don't believe that hydrogen exists. I don't believe that helium exists. I understand it exists much like one and one is two or one plus one equals two. I understand that there is a thing called hydrogen. There's a thing called helium and so forth. So there's a scientific method. There's a scientific process that you don't have to believe in. You just essentially understand it and you use the understanding to predict the future. Science is very like everything you do about it is predictable. And you can do that kind of prediction in other things too. It doesn't have to just be science. When you, when you function and think logically and approach the world logically, then things play out logically in a surprising amount that's of cases. When I, when, I, when I put the gas, when I hit the gas pedal on my car, though. the car goes forward. No, it is. It is the true. The projections they made at the beginning of this COVID thing, what projections? not one came true. What projections? That the CDC, and they've, they've said it. A lot of they, the projections have come true, Tao. Like, for example, they said over a million people would be dead. Over a million people are dead. That projection was quite accurate. They said that we were going to be fucked by this stuff for years. Now, it looks like that's you, correct. You realize they, the, they said the PCR test, they're not going to use it anymore. 
I don't know how significant that is. Is that significant? Well, when when the test was given false positives from day one, that is significant in my eyes. Okay, so now you want a hundred percent positive uh, test. So you want a lot of things to be perfect, Tal. Do you expect no, your car be to be perfect? perfect? I just don't want Do you to be... expect your driving experience to be perfect? I have been rear-ended three times in my life. In my in the car that I drive right now, I've been rear-ended three times that car. I should get a refund on that car and life because it was not perfect. It was unsafe. No, but I don't know. Perhaps it's a strange metaphor, but I mean, where else do you expect perfect, perfect safety? That's stupid. It's honestly, it's juvenile. And I feel like shaking people sometimes. Why are you telling me that you want something to be 100% safe? There isn't anything in this world. A chocolate bar isn't 100% safe. You accept risk by walking outside your door. You accept risk by opening your eyes. Apparently, you all got sick and got better. You're... Is it not? I, a, I, was, not to, I got real sick, sick one night though, we're and I was vaccinated. I was vaccinated. I wasn't boosted though. Go ahead. Wait, but we're not allowed to get sick anymore. What do and you mean? You guys don't to get know sick if anymore. you were unvaccinated if you wouldn't have just survived the same exact way. You don't. Dude, know I that thought I was immune. You, you guys all think that you've been saying uh, any number because there's so many freaking black and white people in the in the audience. They've have been saying like, "Oh, if you know, you're just scared of the virus." For the longest time, I thought it was immune. Like I literally thought that I was immune because like. Uh, uh, who was it? I think Kenny said uh, he got it. Somebody said they got it right at the very beginning, actually before the beginning of the, the pandemic, West Engine. I know somebody else basically the same thing. And they're 95% sure Captain 420. In fact, I kind of remember you talking about that Captain 420. Another friend of mine basically got it. It was very, very, very ill with almost the same uh, symptoms. Actually, to this day, has smell issues, uh, to be honest. So it was almost certainly COVID. Uh, how do I say this? Um, what was the point I was trying to make? Oh, uh, uh, at the first, uh, uh, the last Indo Expo, actually the last Indo Expo that happened, the EO crew famously went to the, the Colorado and we were all there. Dirt Mandan was there, Tenacity, uh, Keith, uh, uh, Black Sail, you name it. We were all freaking there. Uh, uh, Pete from England, uh, his business partner were there, all of them. The only two of us that did not get deathly ill were Dirt Mandan and I. And everybody else, Tanasi, who hikes up and down mountains and, you know, he's got enough freaking substances in his body to pickle a freaking uh, 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 an elephant in the savannah. Uh, uh, who else? Keith, who's healthy as fuck, on and on. Like all those guys, they yeah. sat in the bed for like three weeks. Tanasi was, said he was like on his fucking deathbed. I just he wasn't sure if he would talk to people again. Show. Yeah, this was like a year and a half ago. This was a I year know, and a half ago. Tell. So- and they uh, survived, and they probably could get it again. They did survive. They but we're talking about healthy people. If they were less healthy, they might not have survived. And there were a lot of people that died. And I don't understand how where yeah, see, you so now people, say like, well, they should have known. Where they, how do I say this? There's this like uh, hidden antipathy where, better. well, if they were fat and they weren't healthy, then they had it coming. I'm like, dude, no, we live no, in a society, and I've that. said this before during this. I think this is the subtext. I think this is the subtext of a lot of these people who are like, you know what? We just need to let it burn through the the, the culture. Basically, what it is is, fuck them. We need to. We just need to have a strong. Uh, 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 it's like eugenics, basically. It's like fucking quiet eugenics by right. other words or something. Like, seriously, no, no, no. and I don't understand why we live in a society. If some of our society is gonna be like, you know what? You're just too weak. Like no, I, I'll still right, live in yeah. a cabin or something. That's how the society part, is. If you're weak or immune, 
compromise, get the vaccine. If you like me, but that's not COVID, enough, Tal. That's not enough. That, you know, I, don't well, listen, I don't know how that's. No, no, you don't understand that the vaccinated people still spread it exactly the same. Yes, I do understand that. Please don't tell me what I don't understand. Okay, so then what is the use of us getting vaxxed? That'll help you. If we're vaxxed, you're going to spread it to you anyway. Admittedly, the vaccine, anyway? well, you have to get boosted now. That's part of the problem. Well, fuck, now you're basically just fighting back against modern medicine. What's the point of using no, bandages and fucking stuff? You're going to bleed to death right. anyway. You're fighting against logic and overwhelming our healthcare system. Too many. You do have to stop and listen to at some point. Go if ahead, we did let it burn through. through, our hospital systems around the world would be so overwhelmed yeah. that they would be a joke. The hospitals themselves would be a joke. There's not enough people to staff them. Why are we not using our military? Et cetera. Et cetera. Yeah, but even then, Fair it's going to burn through the military. I mean, you're talking a fifth of the world's population. Do you know what that's going to affect? Every single community, town, <laughs> Whole yes, remote. that's going to happen whether in the you're vaccinated world. or not. As no, the vaccine actually not. helps you because I, I tout the vaccine to, to just now not making me sick as hell when my daughter ended up getting it last week and my wife ended up getting it and then I got it. We were boosted. Everybody around us tout that was boosted didn't get it. It was just us. And we were the only ones that were boosted. And my daughter actually got the vaccine the very the right an hour before she tested positive. Uh, so she got the vaccine. Sucks. And then we went home and tested her because she wasn't feeling well and she had it. And yes, the doctor said when we called Children's Hospital, one of the best children's hospitals in the world in Boston, and we asked her doctor who she's got a really good rapport for the last seven years with, so she knows her history, said, I don't know. It shouldn't have an adverse effect, but she didn't know what to expect. But those are the chances that we had to take in order to save because I've seen people deathly ill. I've seen long hauls. It's nothing I want to go through. And if it did just logistically run through the whole world as a herd immunity, we would be really screwed. I mean, that's like literally that would be worse than the black flag. My mom would be flag. dead. Yeah, the black flag took about a fifth of the world's population. And with our population and modern society bad. that we live in now, it would absolutely literally destroy economically, uh, agriculturally. I mean, literally everything would be decimated. We would be in such <laughs> dire straits, and the vaccine, yes, it has never been used in humans before, but it has been used over the last, since, what, uh, I forget, the turn of the century, it was developed in 96, and then they finally synthesized it enough, or got it refined, so that it could stop being used in, in livestock, et cetera, et cetera. So it has been used, and experiments, obviously, lab experiments. So it has been studied a lot. And I'm not defeating what you're saying either. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm only saying reality and facts. I'm talking about my reality. That's all. Right. And I'm not, Tal, I got a lot of respect for you, brother. Yeah, I got everybody respect for everybody Everybody seems to believe here. in the science. Let me say one more thing. Everybody just seems to believe in the science for a plant, but not the science in humans. Yeah, tell that me just, about it. The federal And I'm not trying to disparage anybody either. This has just been a question since day one with all this misinformation. You remember, Trump told the CDC and any other scientific agency to take the word based, the phrase rather, based in science fact out of everything, which started right then for the first time ever politicized the CDC. First time ever. Can you imagine taking that out of our it's science? Every yeah. science department right. is taking based just... in Science or right. based in fact, I forget which. Things in. 
That's just first, beguiling. Beguiling. Unexplainable. Sorry. Fumi just said he, you know, don't tell him what he knows that, you know, the vaccine spread still. So, and it's the same viral load that they get. It's, it's said, the CDC says it. I have, well, I've been saying all along, uh, I realize I'm talking over you, but let me finish this one thought. It's why I've been saying all this. Let me finish one thought. I realize I did talk over you. Uh, it's why I've been saying all along that people, even though they're vaccinated, should continue to wear masks because I have been saying all along that even though you are vaccinated, you can still spread the virus. It will pass through you. The way this vaccine worked or the vaccines worked is that they prevented you essentially from getting tremendously sick. They did not prevent your body from, they did not, they were not like an invisible shield like in Dune where it like flashes that's, that's blue and the virus bounces off. Birth, it was not birth. sold like that. No, it was not, Tao. It was not. I, I was paying saying, attention to this shit since December Biden. before the Indo Expo. Biden, when I went to the Indo Expo, I was telling people, I don't know if we should be here. And sure enough, all those motherfuckers got sick. Right, uh, well, how do I say this? I've been paying attention to this since the beginning, Tal. I've been, been reading uh, legitimate sources. Go ahead. If you get the people like Biden said, it, like Bill Gates said it, if you get the vaccine, you won't get the virus. And that was Bill a Gates lie. Bill Gates not a doctor. Bill Gates is a fucking tech billionaire. What are you going to take his yes. word to the fucking bank about anything? But, first of all, why are you going to take his word to the bank? That, he's the one they put on TV to talk about. Who it gives a shit? Time. Who gives a shit? That's, now you're just being persnickety and just, what, what are they on freaking? Uh, if you get the vaccine, you won't get the virus. Give me a break, Tal. Give me a break. Grow up. You're, you're missold <laughs> a lot of stuff about the world. A lot of you're stuff about the, the world. You're in denial, man. I'll, 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 I'll put up Bill I'll Gates. Shit about what all these says. people say. I don't care. I don't care about Bill Gates. I don't give a shit. I could wipe my ass with his opinion. How about our president telling us this? What, Trump? I could wipe my ass with his opinion. Biden said it more than once. If you get the vaccine, you won't get the virus. At the time, that might have been accurate. I don't know. I still, I'm not a big fan. I've said this before. I'm not a big fan of Biden either. Everything before this, they knew that the how contagious it was, how it spread. When they flip flop on shit like that, you're telling me that they didn't have the, the science before this. Fauci's been you remember who the president years. was like before Biden, right? Yeah, I know that you have a different opinion about him, but yeah, he knew well, in, we, in January talking about it, and they fucked everything. Woodward, he was talking <laughs> to Bob Woodward. Remember the recordings with Bob Woodward, and Trump was saying how, yeah, this thing will friggin' kill you if the wrong person gets it. This thing will friggin' kill you. <laughs> and then he's going out literally like three days later and saying, no, no need to wear masks, no need right. to do this, no need to do that. And I'm not spouting any opinion. I'm just spouting. What was on tape? He said he knew in January he was saying Bob Woodward, yep, this thing's a horrible thing. <laughs> Wipe out any anything and anybody in its path. Yeah. And then three days later coming out and saying, No, you don't need to wear a mask, everything's fine. We just won't test anybody and yeah. we won't know where everybody was sick. We had a playbook to hopefully stop this at our shores. He threw it in the trash during his transition. <laughs> What the hell, man? Why do you think Ebola didn't hit us like it should have hit us? Ebola could have hit us hard, but we had a plan yeah. because of Ebola in place because this was one of the biggest fears that the science world had. No, China does have a China has a hemorrhagic fever right now that's ripping through a city. 
that is very similar to Ebola, actually. Uh, but uh, I've been uh, I've been hearing people are worried about uh, SARS coming back. They don't know why it went away. No, no, no. Was it bird flu or SARS? I actually don't remember right bird now. Bird flu. Israel. Uh, Israel is getting fucked up pretty hard by bird. Well, flu they're right worried now. about basically uh, something as uh, contagious as freaking Omicron, but basically yeah. as deadly uh-huh. as fucking bird flu. I don't know why people debate masks. I mean, thieves and plague doctors figured this shit out in the 1300s that that masks fucking work. Like, we we have a pretty good track record of a few hundred years on that one to prove that it works. Like, they didn't know why back then. They had no uh, theory of disease back then. They actually didn't know that it was because they thought it was like the cameras and stuff. Right? So, I mean, it worked I by, there was a lot of them. stuff that worked. There was a treatment for plague actually that required a bunch of weird steps where they had to ferment this and that and the other thing. They had no idea how it worked, but it actually did work. It's very interesting what people can well, come you up know, with. And that always, so we always talk about like stuff to stimulate the plant's immune system, right? And make it like more defensible. Necessity there's is gotta be a way to do it. Well, there's gotta be a way to do it through, through um, different food, you know, same way well, they have said that all along. Uh, uh, vitamin E and uh, uh, literally good health, they have said, has been one of the best preventers of, of problems. Yeah. But that's the same for everything. But not everybody. That's it. Just seems so brutal and 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 needlessly fucking brutal. Honestly, when people like Saint Bernard say, "I just really don't give a shit if weak people die," I'm like, dude, if your kid broke his legs or something, I mean, I'm not. I, I'm not going to say directly. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know why he says it. I think it's just a fucking uh, turn the pot, to be honest. Because I can't believe that he thinks that way. Dude, I mean, seriously, Charlie's Farm, how brutal is that? Your kid breaks their legs for six weeks, they're weak. Fuck them if they die. Yeah. I mean, where's the line? Yeah, we actually, you know, our life expectancy went down because of COVID, but it was going down anyway. But I mean, we have such an unhealthy society as a whole worldwide. We're lazy as hell. We don't work the fields like we used to for 16 hours a day, get up at the crack of dawn. It's not even close to being any like we are sedimentary beings now. We sit and do everything sitting down. That's why it's such a huge problem. Yeah. And we don't yeah. go in the sun. No really questions yeah. that we kind of yeah. got to ask, though. How long can we keep? everything under lockdown it's killing completely strangling the economy and because people can't even work or do anything you had november this past this past november is the last numbers people we have quit in their job was the highest ever recorded in the united states yeah. like, million the whole so. country is fucking i get that ballistic like this next election cycle is going to be unlike anything we've ever seen and not in a good way how many shots how many how much longer is reasonable to keep the planet shut down while strangling the economy and and then how many jabs per year how many jabs per year is too many I don't. I think I that's a stupid. I, well, with all due respect, question. I think that is a stupid question. Well, I have to be frank. Because if they were to give us twelve jabs a month, does it fucking matter? If Ebola month? came to the, the United States, would you literally turn down the eleventh jab? Because no, ten or too many. Ten or enough. That's my limit. No, I'm going to take my risk with Ebola. Come on. This has been politicized the to the point that you're now counting how many jabs is appropriate. That's that's foolish. Well, let me ask you. So let me let me talk about yeah, fear for yeah, a second. Because Omicron, Omicron, it's just a bullet, right? man. It just just does some shit to your skin. Eat you alive. Right, Eat you alive. Yeah, Omicron came around, and they say it's like getting literally like getting a cold. It's not. That's that's a fucking lie. Did you hear me when I spoke earlier? 
Did, I mean, I seriously, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills where me. people literally do not hear the words that other people speak. And then they just repeat no, some other dog shit. You don't believe Tal, that's what you, that's what I am reasonably that's healthy and people. I nearly died one night. Like that's fucking silly. Oh, it's just a cold. How many people died from Omicron version? How many people I don't are know. actually I'm not vaccinated? A doctor. I'm not up on this. I'm not up on that. There's tons of people dying. Bad. Bad. Oh, give me a break. It's not as bad, Suddenly it's not bad. It's meshed in with the Delta variant too. Because the Delta variant hasn't gone away. And neither has <laughs> right. the Alpha Delta variant. variant so you got all three of them at once. The first but, one, the Alpha, that's right. what the vaccine worked for like 95% for after that when Delta and everything it started going down but you know like we were talking earlier two shots only good for a 50-50 shot if you're lucky you know what I mean and yeah. that's first, the first and why didn't we have any flu last year we didn't have an outbreak right. like we always we did have flu do. Your test didn't yeah. work. The, listen no I didn't say we didn't have it. flu I it's said not, why didn't we, we have the flu yes the I know but not in the outbreak never mind I didn't say we didn't have it. I said we didn't have no. the outbreak that we usually we have. We did. They just labeled no, it. No, uh, Charlie's Farm, uh, Tal, Charlie's Farm is, is not making that up. Uh, actually, I've heard that from a few folks. I've, I've read a few stories about it. I bet you we could look it up. Uh, cases of cold and flu are way, 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 way down, partly because uh, we're just literally isolated. Yeah. That's one of the Wearing biggest masks reasons. Masks. And then also, essentially, uh, people are, See, how do I say this? There, there is some, pardon? COVID, What's illogical? COVID, the transmission of the flu is the same as COVID. No, COVID is so much more contagious. Fuck me, there is no goalpost that you won't move, Tao. Like, we have to be able to talk about one thing at a time and not 50 at a time. No, seriously, this is, this is, dude, 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 dude. We can't talk about 50 things at once. It's illogical. It's, I didn't say it disappeared. It's way down. Again, black and white. That's exactly what was happening. Let's put it this way. What was happening? The rich are getting when they got a flu case in, they called it a COVID case because the test came out the That's just that's Please just your that's, that's your Fox News stuff right there. They're to call everything COVID. The fuck off. No, 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 no. Please don't put words in my Let's put it this way. It doesn't work like that. I'm excited about the Pfizer. The Pfizer doesn't come on. Let me just tell you that. What's that? I didn't say it disappeared, Tao. Again with the fucking zero or million with you. I said it's way down. It's not Pardon? true. It's not true. That's I what don't, they tell us and everyone oh believes it, but it's God. not true. Reality is reality. Truth. Reality is reality. Science okay, according to Tao, according to Tao, come on, you just, you're, 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 you're kind of just being sarcastic at the moment. So I didn't say that the flu disappeared completely forever and ever and ever like a princess that tapped her heels together. I said it was way, way down. And I've heard that in multiple places, way, way down to the point that in my personal experience, uh, I was denying that I had COVID because I was like, well, I've been isolating. I haven't lost my sense of taste. That was the very beginning of Omicron, right? And all of the freaking variants, you lose your sense of taste, and you lose your sense of smell. Basically everybody, even if it's only for one day, I lost neither of those, thankfully, because I fucking do all this shit. You guys see me do this show that would have been really bad for me if i'd lost my sense of taste and smell i didn't lose that so i thought oh i don't i just have a cold but then my friends told me you you actually probably should get tested because you might have freaking omicron because blah 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 sure enough my freaking cold goes on for like three and a half going on whatever four weeks now chances are it was fucking covid uh where was i going to with that before uh uh i can't remember where i was going to with that honestly so um, if you get diagnosed what kind of treatment do you get different than if you just were at home you know. do you know 
Oh, actually, lately, oh, now I remember what I was saying. Uh, that uh, no, I kind of already forget again. Lack of quick tests to, to yeah, well. But I mean, again, like you guys can bat everything away. Well, it doesn't show up. It doesn't. Well, it's also a new variant. I mean, what do you fucking want? All of this stuff is a moving goalpost. All of science is a moving goalpost. Everyone just the same. You can't even test to tell if people have it or not. So it's back to square one. I don't think that's accurate that it's affecting everyone the same. I think they're saying that, okay, they are saying that the vaccinated and all right, I think you are correct that the vaccinated and unvaccinated are, now I think about it, are getting infected the same, but there's a rapid or very great, uh, Fuck, I'm ahead of my fucking skin on this shit. I'm not the doctor. I don't know why we're debating this stuff. You guys spend all your time researching this shit like little hobbyists, and then you expect to have a discussion with normal human beings. It's a little bit asinine. You have 50 fucking articles for every opinion. Every single one. Oh, Fauci did this. Fauci did that. Fauci did that. Well, tell me about this. Tell me about I fucking barely know what you guys are talking about. And you should be talking. Shut the fuck up for a second. You guys should be talking to doctors, not lay people who are normal and have opinions. I don't know what you want for me to to disprove that Fauci is a fascist. What the fuck do you want? That's stupid. Like, if you have these concerns, you guys should bring these up to actual doctors. I don't know. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills these days. Actual doctors were blowing whistles and they were censoring them. Why would they do that? I, I, oh, I, can't I don't know. I'm taking your word for it. I don't know. Tell me more. Well, I don't know. I don't know what Back you're talking about. The number of, of Omicron deaths. The only confirmed one is a guy in Texas. Well, so that's good then. Fuck. That's that's excellent then. What do you want? And yeah. So we what don't want we don't want the world season? scared that they can't talk to that grandmother. Give me a fucking break. Now, this has not been some kind of overblown thing. Like we wrong. literally have what the graves to show the deaths. Like we have the deaths Hold to on. show. Like we can show. We can prove this. Like people it's have proven, died. We know people on this panel whose family have died. Tested the first time said it was COVID, even though they died of freaking pneumonia. Or this is proven. Oh, so to it was a fake news test. Is what you're trying to say? Okay. So how come all this is proven to hurt people that have autoimmune system problems, breathing problems, stuff like going on like that? So you're telling me that you don't want me to be fucking careful for my high-risk mother. If she dies, she dies. You know what? You can fight me about that. No, did she get the I'll vaccine? fight you about that. That's not productive either. But I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying, that's my mother. You know what I mean? I'm going to do everything to protect that lady. Yeah, yeah, it's Man, a very brutal way to look at things. Like, everybody who thinks they're so strong, you will get weak at some point in your life. There is a guarantee in this life you will be weak at some point, and you might reconsider at that point in your life. Oh, I probably shouldn't have been such a hard ass because now everyone is treating me the way I wanted everyone to be treated. Right. Actually, that's not what's going to happen. People will treat you with mercy. But people like St. Bernard's and everybody else, they will at some point. They probably have been weak in their life. And in that circumstance, I guess, according to their logic, we should have let them die. It's not how society should work. I just don't understand how we have gotten there that we think like, well, you know what? If they're obese and shit, fuck them. Fatty should get fucked. My question I, mean, that's just, is, I don't, I don't understand how we came to that. Get at all. We, we blew, no, that's, that's literally the opposite of the truth, the towel. That's literally the opposite. important because both of them are increasing in hospitalization. Right. Like, why are we not doing it? And we talked about this before. 
why is there no public health campaign? Hey, if we all got a little healthier, we'll all have less issues from this. Because uh, in this country, opposition is gold. When Michelle Obama tried to get, literally, when she tried to get American school children to eat better, have you seen the state of our fucking school lunches? Garbage pizza, French fries, shitty mashed potatoes, chicken nuggets, whatever else. When she tried to improve the diets, she got fucking harangued by the right wing. That what were they calling her? The gorilla arms, and they called her a tranny, and all this different shit. They made fun of her endlessly. Uh, they started at Lauren Bobert, and all those fuckers were talking about uh, uh, McDonald's, Big Mac. I mean, McDonald's. Yeah, we should have food Wendy's freedom and, and shit. In the Fuck high me, food freedom. In the high school cafeterias, you got McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell. You know, I mean, the thing is that half across the country, subsidies. they got fast food. There should be subsidies to reduce the cost of healthy foods. And, and maybe even a tax on sugary food. Like, there is dry. shit that they could have done to not even, like, tell people to go fucking get up off their ass and go do shit. Even just influencing food purchases via, via you know, and people get, yeah, people want to get bad. And, yeah, I drink a lot of soda and shit. But you know what? Fine. Put a fucking quarter cent tax on it and then make vegetables cheaper. I don't give a shit. That would do a lot to solve a lot. Uh, yeah, but I don't like Bloomberg, but, the, but Bloomberg did try to raise the price of soda I, I and he got a rash this. of shit. Bloomberg's a piece this. of shit the anyway. Factory farming lobbyists, the factory farming lobbyists want us to stuff our face. Do you kidding me? The sugar right. industry in itself, come yeah. on. Are you kidding me? They have, they are so strong. Yeah, I mean, they, they could take sugar out of everything. The salt, forget about salt and sodium. It's addictive. Both substances, our bodies crave it. Oh, yeah. They know right. if we get it young, we're addicted to it. And then, we live in a, a society, so it's 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 not as simple as just getting in shape either. And I'm not trying to disparage anybody because you're right; it would be awesome, potent. But I will say, mm-hmm. what are the answers to all these? You have some, but you know, realistic that are reachable. Like, how do you how do you get rid of the sugar sugar industry or the the the, the factory farming <laughs> industry and 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 the pharmaceutical industry i mean you're talking about i mean how do you do that because that's really where it starts you got to get rid of these and right. they're not going anywhere listen they're not we all that's a realistic that's a realistic view that's a realistic view they're the ones that control most of this shit you know what i mean because they are so friggin' powerful and rich and they've got us addicted to all their substances. When you get somebody addicted, if you were a big, huge lobbyist and be like, oh, my God, I can get these people addicted for I can average my 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 estimates of profits out over whatever their lifespan is in that country. And, you know, who cares if it goes down for a year or two? I'm going to make so much money over off of them in a, over a lifetime. That's the way they think. About That's that. exactly what they do. They don't the think about us in any other way, <laughs> but how much money they're going to make off of us. Over a <coughs> lifetime. That's their business model. There you go. You figured it out, Charlie. No, but what I'm saying is, is that we, you know, if we could reduce the cost of the healthier foods, it would go that just that alone would change a large amount of people's life. If they could buy shit as cheap that was good for them as the cheap shit that's garbage. Because at the end of the day, go to the hood and try and find <coughs> a healthy food. That's cheap. Uh, even lowering the price isn't going to solve that issue. You have the food desert situation that still won't solve the issue. There are, of course, a number of, uh, uh, I guess I don't know any of them because I don't live necessarily in those areas, but there's a number of people who are trying to build uh, 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 literally a network of fresh and and, and uh, uh, green food, basically, like vegetables and fucking fruits and stuff uh, for um, 
uh, low-income communities around the country because they're basically places where they don't have grocery stores. They don't have freaking fresh food markets. There's all kinds of places where you couldn't get a banana if you wanted to. So it doesn't matter how much you subsidize it. Like they literally, they'd have to cross town to buy a head of lettuce. That sounds fucking ridiculous, but it's true. I mean, it's literally fucking true. Have you guys ever been to like really poor places in LA? Like there's the, uh, uh, payday loans, there's 7-Eleven, the liquor store, honestly, probably a gun store, another 7-Eleven, on and on and on. No grocery stores. No fucking grocery stores. If there's like maybe like a, 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 a what do they fucking call them? A, 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 shit, I can't think of the fucking word right yeah. now. Uh, a corner market, you know, but they don't have. Bodega. Yeah, Bodega. There we go. Maybe yeah, something so, yeah. like that. Yeah. Let me ask you guys a question. Does our federal government tell us that marijuana is good and it will help us? Why are they still lying to us about that, Yumi? Well, that is, yeah, I mean, how do I say this? Excuse me. No system is perfect, and I don't trust the federal government as far as I can throw it. We know, Except all of us know, that mushrooms, it's not just, it's just not, uh, not just uh, marijuana, it's mushrooms. I, uh, I, don't, right. I don't give a shit about cocaine. A few friends of mine say, oh, it should be perfectly safe. Okay, fine. Fuck them. Jack Carrere thought that too. Other uh, LSD, on and on and on. All of those drugs are verboten. It doesn't matter. We can talk about them all the same because they're all fucking verboten. We can't even really talk about them. We'll get our channel demonetized, on and on and on. Uh, that's well, obviously bullshit. And there's a clear path. Uh, to Harry Anslinger and Nixon and all the, frankly, in my opinion, shitheads of American politics. Weirdly enough, you're on those people's sides. You're actually a Republican. Well, I I would assume you're a Republican. So I don't know where you square with that kind of stuff. Well, regardless, uh, 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 maybe that was unfair. Okay. Uh, How do I say this? Um, A lot of that shit traces back to them. Really, anything bad in the government traces back to some asshole. I mean, I think that's 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 fair to say, right? And but that asshole could be Democrat, that asshole could be Republican, that asshole could be any number of things. Us. Pardon? Why did the not assholes fix that problem when they were in charge? Like, when, especially with the cannabis. Nobody's so fixed it. Nobody's fixed the like, cannabis yet. Biden was was I teasing us that he would legalize it, but he hasn't done it either. Because that's why I question yeah. everything. He lied about that. Really, he lied yeah. about student loans. He lied about a whole bunch. He lied about the voting rights bill. He lied. You know, name take your pick. Yeah, and that's that's where I say I agree with you about lying, because if he was serious about it, he would shame Joe Manchin to within an inch of that fuckface's life. He would go and boycott personally with Air Force One. He'd fly circles oh, around the fuckface's right. right. You know what I mean? I think we really you talk to reason with the people like you don't shame anybody into anything like you, you like you, you, people you, don't you, have any shame oh anymore. joe manchin no he he, he needs to be shamed the dude right, a great line in god bless america by bob k goley why um shame why have no civilization anymore when no one's interested in being civilized it's a good fucking point like people, when people lose <laughs> you can't even fucking shame me. Like, look, fucking Matthew Gates. Let's talk about that. How the flying fuck is he still in fucking office? Right? <laughs> right? I thought you were talking about Zinfandel. I said, yeah, don't fuck with Zinfandel. Hang them on Venmo and leave it on public ledger so anyone can see it. Using campaign funds and using campaign funds is something too. Like, I wanted to say this a little while ago. <laughs> at the beginning, at the beginning of the pandemic, a lot of people had time to start like looking into stuff. That's why, I, shit, shelters, underground shelters are up. Sales are up. People are planning for things. You know what I mean? There's there's stuff going on in this world 
And it's not just this vaccine. It's there's, it, there's a bunch more steps involved in this world. Look at other fucking countries. Let's forget about the fucking U.S. And let's look at other countries real quick. And they're, and they're fighting against, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's... there's and another this thing about Republicans, Republicans are always talking about oh, fucking just, you know, multi-gendered bathrooms and shit. The only people that ever get caught in bathrooms are fucking Republican congressmen trying to get blowjobs by tapping Who feet else cares, in the right? bathroom. The oh, my God, there's a woman <laughs> shitting next door to me. In a bathroom. We ain't never had nobody else. <laughs> the fuck, you know. You know, uh, I, uh, I, I really think people are planning for the end of the world. You know At least the rich right. are. He rarely well, talks like Captain 420 talk. He usually listens to our babble. Let him talk. I, I really like to see what would happen to the United States if it was a, like Thailand, a tourist-driven country where all of a sudden this happens and 30% of the people lose their jobs. Well, there are parts like that in the U.S., for like you've got a million and a half, two million people quitting their jobs in November. Yeah, quitting their jobs because point, they don't want to go million. to work because yeah. of this. Ten point four million people quit quit their jobs. That's not only men. Yeah, that's because people are fucking smartening up. The Crazy. first real yeah. thing that, that kicks off, like the the country's kind of a <laughs> work for anyone, work for your fucking self. or some kind of police action or some kind of thing is going to set this country off in a way it hasn't been set off in a long time. I don't I know mean, what yeah, it's going to exactly. be, but it's going to happen between now and the next election. I think it's going to be hard. It'll probably be another massacre of babies. Actually, probably won't be that because we don't seem no. to be bothered by those. It'll be another one. killing of some black people. You know, this time I think like well, I could see them passing, I could see them repealing Roe versus Wade, causing national oh, protests yeah. that spirals mm. into fucking oh, yeah. shit show city. That's what I'm, I'm thinking too. Realistic. I'm with Steve on something like this. I mm. think what's going to yeah. happen is it the the politics are tearing this world apart, and like the the things that the, like the Republicans or the Democrats talk about, the people are so bored right now. They're so stuck on it that they're ready to butt heads. And I gotta say, the Republicans are very gun-toting people and ready to shoot whenever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most yeah. of the Proud Boys, well, most of the militias, most of all that shit are right are are not like there's Antifa and shit, blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. But like you know what I, I mean? A lot of the gun-toting NRA NRA members are, are Republicans. It's yeah. a fact. Nico brings up a good point. Guam is still a U.S. Ah. territory. We can fuck <laughs> off to there. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's asleep? <laughs> I want to go to New Zealand. No, no. <laughs> oh. Did you see there's like some newer evidence possibly of the Tasmanian tiger? There's a new trail. Yes, there. I showed it the other day. That was cool. Yeah. The tiger's still, so cool. It looks like a I dog. Hope still around. That would be so cool. Did there's you see the picture? The guy has a picture. They de-extincted some animal recently too. Yeah. Was it a bird or a reptile or something recently? Where what, what was it? I don't remember. Like, it was like in the last week or two, they released like a couple thousand of them back into the wild for the first time since they were extinct. It, it's been pretty interesting. Like, it's kind of funny. And anything in water that we think is stink, that is a stink, I'm kind of skeptical about. Because <laughs> we've only like looked at what, 10, 12% of the ocean, maybe 15%. 
Yeah, I feel it. But at the same time, it's it's pretty easy to see when you kill entire ecosystems. You know what I mean? Like oh, they say, the Great Barrier Reef is basically fucking but done for. But we can't get down deep enough to check for some stuff. Some stuff that some some well, of these not, animals. How do I say? There's not all that much stuff. Well, that's not true. There is a lot of stuff that lives down there. But I mean, like specific stuff lives down at five miles deep. You know, like you don't you don't really have whales down there. You know what I mean? But yeah, oh yeah. Uh, but I'm saying like not just whales. I'm saying like anything like that. Like that we would think that's extinct. It's funny that we're, they're just coming up. Like. The human race is so easy to write something off. Well, I mean, again, remember, those people are, again, we're, we're basically making the same assumption we're making with the doctors. Like, somehow we know better than the doctors. Like, there are actually marine biologists. Like, some of them actually live in Oregon, frankly. Like, Oregon State University has this amazing, uh, like, uh, aquarium and marine biology program and stuff. And they literally study the ocean. So, for example, yeah, they'll, got, they'll do got, studies of we, we certain areas. Home. They'll do, a, a, like, a survey. Okay, there's this many fish in this area. And they'll literally go out yeah, and fucking yeah. count the fish. Awesome. And they'll do that year after year after year after year. And they know, okay, the fish are going down. The fish are going up. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, they'll satellite uh, a track a tagged fish or tagged whales or whatever else and they can actually track them worldwide so they don't just guess you know a lot of people be like oh, it's a fucking worldwide conspiracy to make us pay more money for some shit uh when i was a kid people hated the spotted owls they're like fuck the spotted owl they literally they had bumper stickers fuck the spotted owl the fucking mentality the of this shit like the scientists actually were saying this this animal is going extinct because we're overlogging the forest and stuff more toilet paper so they could cut down more trees to kill more spotted owls that's it dude i live next to loggers that's how they money. felt because for them trees were money and they said is fuck the spotted owl part of evolution extinction yeah everything is part of evolution yeah but i mean like i don't think that's a good thing that we basically just extinctify fish for no reason no owls for no reason competed to them or something i don't know how even that i don't think it's listen a, i got a question for everyone how come we can't keep our waters clean our airs clean we can tell we can we don't because yeah, we don't the we let me finish air. without why can't we do that just because we want clean air and clean land and clean stuff they have to attach scare tactics like new york city's going to be underwater to it I think we should that do it. That that's not a scare tactic. I disagree true. with you wholeheartedly. That's, that's not a scare tactic. Have you looked at the yeah. fucking news in the last yeah. year? Dude, in 19... Dude. When, when Al Gore... Boston was just out in water. Said New York no, I'm underwater. sorry. Fucking South Boulder Based on scientists. New York probably won't be underwater because New York is rich enough to actually literally build uh, uh, dikes like Holland does. Like Florida should have been underwater. California should have been underwater. Florida will be. Not all of it, but Miami. It's not a scare tactic, Tal. From 1989, yeah. they were saying that in 10 years, we don't do something. Every single year for the last yeah. 10 years has been harder than the year before. Something. We're going to be underwater. Meanwhile, greenhouse gases have been going up exponentially, and none of us are underwater yet. There's a, there's a, sinking every year. there's a hindsight 2020. It takes a little time. It's a roller coaster sitting in the ocean right now off the coast of New Jersey. Like, are we living in the same universe? Like, do not watch the news. Yeah. The whole Miami. See, this is science denialism, Tao. And, and so it makes me uh, wonder. You don't like, think that's going to get underwater? Look at Key West. Yeah. Look at it. Key West. Like, if a tsunami comes through like it does in some of the countries, where they're fucked. They're fucked. The water's going to rise too high. Same thing with Manhattan. Same thing in Boston. Fucking... We were walking around, Charlie, and you're like, the water used to be up to here, pretty yep. much. Remember? Yep. Yep. 
He's, he Those islands that Cody mentioned uh, in, in the God, South please. Pacific. Since I was a kid in the 60s, it's been, I remember, you know, warnings back then, and it's slowly happening. Slowly happening. That's why they've had to, you know, we sand and condition the beaches around Boston. Revere, mm-hmm. Beach, all the local beaches around Boston, Revere, and uh, 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 Quincy, Carson Beach, South Boston, all those beaches, Walston, Quincy, <clears> they've had to, uh, you know, redo them. And, uh, yeah, now the when the pole like, shift happens, my God, you can't it's a fact of be on the water. But it's a fact pole that pole shift is meaningless. It's just been happening so slowly that yeah, it's, it's a fact that up. permafrost is <clears throat> melting. It's a fact yeah, it's that glaciers up, are yeah. melting. There's people in Russia right now. I was showing on the Discord yesterday that are literally tunneling <laughs> into permafrost for the benefit of getting mammoth husks and bones and shit, <laughs> and. It's just it's it's it's. They said it every year. It gets less and less. It, and where's all that water going? It's going back into the world. Remember that? Like two weeks ago, I was talking about uh, that channel Bolton bankrupt. He was going across the Baikal Amur railway in uh, the well former Soviet Union now Russia. Uh, the the former Soviet Union built it basically because the Trans Siberian Railroad essentially came right next to China. And, and uh, the Soviet Union and China had already had like a reason to not really trust each other anymore. And so the, the, the Soviet Union realized, fuck, if China wants to, they'll cut our country in half. So they had to basically build a new railway uh, a couple hundred miles further north that was more defendable. Uh, it was uh, it's considered to be the most expensive uh, single uh, engineering project in all of the 20th century, basically bigger than anything, bigger than building anything in Manhattan, any of the skyscrapers, anything B- bigger than all the shit they built in Saudi Arabia, everything, because they built it basically from uh, uh, like Ukraine, essentially, all the way to like Vladivostok uh, over like tundra and permafrost, everything. They built most of the road with strengthened steel rods on the uh, permafrost. And the thing is, as the permafrost melts, the rods are going to sink into the fucking ground and it's not going to be a railway anymore. And all those cities are going to be cut off because the only connection on the, uh, the only connection to those cities is that railway. There's no actual roads between them. It's the weirdest freaking situation. So if you look, the largest wave ever has been what to reference the Empire State Buildings. Fjord, though, that's a little different scenario. Mountain collapsed into the fjord, and but that's still adding fjord. water to the oceans, is what I'm getting to. Anything coming off the glaciers is going to add water to our oceans. That's a little different than the. That's true. The bigger water is from uh, Antarctica. It would the, be like, from like a hurricane. Glacier. It'd be from a hurricane surge or storm surge. That's what's. Well, that was that was the next thing. New Orleans. Does anyone remember New Orleans? <laughs> so on a ice. I posted New Orleans this is underwater level to begin with, but it, is ice growing on a different part of some other part of the world? No. No, no everything's getting warmer. Everything's getting warmer. Um, and Florida so, is only six feet Boston. above water uh, sea level. Excuse me. But Key West the whole is state sea of level. On average, is six feet. That's it. Yeah, yeah fucking Boston. Key West, you can step out maybe a foot in, like on some of those fucking spots, and you're at, yeah. you're at the ocean. I posted the Super Labs recipe and kind of some basic instructions up there on uh, my Instagram for people kept asking me about it. So you guys can find that on there if you want. Got some pictures and stuff so you know what it looks like and some fun pictures. It was all separated and the labs kept growing on top. Thought that was fucking sweet. That's dope, right? I was actually looking. That is, that's actually really dope. 
I was looking the other day at like I think it's cool spirulina and stuff. Um, everyone's up here. I've been hearing a lot about spirulina lately. It's actually been really popular. Well, it's probably been popular for a long time, but like people are just starting to talk about it the last couple of years. Yeah, explain this uh, potent. Oh, I there's a typo on that slide on number six. It should be the labs below it. Anyways, it's fine. Um, it's still addressed here in the lower part. Um, but basically, uh, it's making labs. Uh, this is a five-gallon batch, which makes enough for a decent-sized grow. The super labs yeah, has to be used cool. right away, though. Um, you use it at a ratio of 1 to 10 in foliar, 1 to 20 in a top dress, uh, and then you're left with labs below that. <clears throat> but you can strain off the curds off the top, but basically you put four gallons of milk, a uh, quarter to half a gallon of rice wash, so you get the yeasts and all the rest the way you would make a normal um, uh, uh, labs. And then you're going to also add one to two pounds of powdered spirulina. You're going to add about a quarter pound of dried kelp. Um, this just adds a couple of extra hormones and things. It kind of speeds up uptake um, more than anything else um, in the trials that we did. We don't fully understand what's going on, but it works. So, And how, how long can that be kept for? So Sure. So you make this and then it, um, oh, so next you would uh, inoculate it with your seed lactobacillus. So um, you know, if you have a previous batch of, of, you could, you know, just take a scoop out of the last batch and put it in the next one, or at, you know, when you initially do it, just order a couple of different sources of kefir grains off of Amazon or whatever, uh, and, um, uh, combine them, uh, with the milk, the labs, the, uh, the rice wash, the powdered spirulina and the kelp meal, uh, and, um, the milk in your five gallon bucket. And then you're going to put your lid on. And, um, and let it sit and ferment for um, uh, seven to 14 days, depending on the temperature and the um, activity of your lactobacillus culture. Uh, and then you're going to get the different layers. So you get the curds, then you get the blue phycocyanin below that, uh, and then the regular lactobacillus uh, below that. Um, you use the blue portion of it right away. So you baste it or siphon it off or pour it off, depending on how you want to do it. Um, and then that has to be, again, doesn't have much of a shelf life. It'll, it'll keep for a couple of days, but you really should use it in the first 24 to 48 hours or, you know, right away if you can. Um, and then uh, uh, the rest of the labs can just be used or stored or you can cut it with sugar and it'll be just fine um, uh, below that. Um, but uh, this is really good for reviving plants or increasing vigor, speeding up growth and veg. Uh, you can use it a little bit. Yeah, I, we haven't used it a ton in flour, but you could go ahead and you know, experiment with it yourself. Um, but this just uh, unlocks a lot of the phycocyanins and some of the other awesome compounds uh, in a way that makes some hyper plant available. It has lots of vitamin B in it, which also is a growth accelerator. Um, so it really just helps, you know, repair injured plants, um, hooked up plants. You can eat it too. Well, not labs. It's barely no. Yeah. yeah, you can make cheese out of the curds. Well, the the you could probably actually do that. I didn't think about that, but spirulina is actually really good for you if you want, like, like a, a, a not an energy drink, like a healthy protein shake and stuff. Spirulina is really good to add to stuff like that. I've eaten super lab. <laughs> Fucking West. I think Owen has too. But the I mean, reason why yeah. I ask is because I did kind of read this before and it just makes me remember more when I hear someone explain it after I've read it. Uh, but my main thing was for us that 
do have plants that we've kept mothers of for 15, 20, 25 years. And would this be able to help revitalize some of those? Oh, yeah. You know, I would add labs and then I would do one of like Hoots Fix It mixes. That thing works really well, but it's kelp and alfalfa. You know what I mean? It, it, it's pretty much kelp and alfalfa. And then you add labs. I think you, your plants would get a lot better. Well, we're talking about damaged plants, really. Oh, they're bad. Well, they've gotten a little bit of problems over the years. Just like, you know, everybody says you should, if you keep mothers, you should take them outside every once in a while. I like cloning. Of, I've always, if I ever do do clones, I do clone of clone of clone. I never, I never thought like keeping one plan and just taking clones off of it. I don't know well, why. I kind of keep my mom. So usually I'll put them in the very back of the facility. And like, we only really go in there. Oh, shit. Cheers. We're funny. Um, oh, cheers. But like the clone room in front of that, because that's like the next room as far as labor. And then, you know, your hallway for whatever. Um, this way you can kind of keep them under lock and key and just keep like one human that's allowed in that room. <laughs> keep your biosecurity <laughs> down. Makes it a lot easier just to have one one cut master because it's not often that you need more than like 1400 or 2000 clones in a, in a day, right? Like how often do you need more than that? Like, you know, that's your every day. The funny thing is Spartan grown, not the genetic company. Spartan grown was talking about, he works in mechanical and stuff. And like when their mother's ready to take like 200 clones off of, their mothers yeah. that's what they do and then the, the mother pretty much dies after it no here look i'll show you a that's what he that said manage yeah, that's their Hold style on. everybody has a different style yeah uh, some people will just clone 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 and they don't uh, uh they don't have a mother they just basically take clones off the last biggest clone uh some people will pick the biggest clone <laughs> amongst the clones and take clones off that one i mean some people have mothers everybody has a different style I have to ask, Charlie, I, I hear the scissors going. Can I see the size that you're cutting off those plants? Because they seem about the size to make a clone out of. Yeah, this is the thickest. I, I just killed a few plants off, just called them. So, but nothing sure. major. I'm just uh, prepping a few of these, just pick up the cuts off, and then I'm getting rid of them. They've been uh, they've been packed in so tight, and I, I you know over the last week not feeling well. I haven't gotten any attention really for about two and a half. Really. I went downstairs, and my plants look so sad. I'm not even sick. I'm just cold, and I I'm like when it gets cold, I don't like doing much and like yeah. family issues, family issues good. and stuff. Yeah. So I've been I've been hiding in my room, and I went downstairs, and all my plants seem to be well, not all of them. A couple of them are still pretty good, but yeah, <laughs> a few of them were really sad. Yeah, but they were just they were just thirsty. That's all, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she perked right up before I even came yeah. out upstairs. She perked back up. Yeah, she was really happy to completely. see. You. She was just happy to see you. The black flag. Well, they, they were. We didn't have room to take any more clones, so this is what the, the plants got a little bit behind schedule. But you can see if you prune them right and you top them right, man, you can get hundreds of clones per plant like every week. Yeah, I want to get. Hold on. I can kill all these off, but I, I don't want to waste them, so I'm going to take a few cuttings before I do. 
That's basically what I'm doing. It's almost like a wasted time to be honest, because I don't need these plants at all. Oh, uh, so this is like another feeling that you don't want to get rid of it. Yeah, it's going to be productive in some way, bro. It's going to be productive in some way. I wasted my time and my money on it. <laughs> 850 gallon brewers. That's nice. All right, guys, I'm going to run. That's beautiful. Taking off, Wes? Cheers, bud. I am. Cheers, buddy. We're heading out. Uh, not too far after you. That's here. Have a good one, Peace dude. out, Wes. Have a good night, By Wes. By the way, uh, uh, I was looking for, I guess I don't have any more. I don't know. Maybe I still have some hidden. I thought I had a little satchel, like a little powder, uh, a satchel of uh, a potent sublingual powder or whatever. I could swear I still had some somewhere, but anyway, I couldn't find it. But I found a probably five-year-old joint from Harborside. It's a pre-roll. And I legitimately spent $10 on this. Like... I don't even know. It doesn't even say. It just says pre-roll sativa. Does it go up in value? Yeah, right. Is it collectible? I bet. I bet that's exactly how it works. So it's probably going to be disgusting. But ladies and gentlemen, I hate to waste weed, so I'm going to smoke a probably five-year-old joint. I think I picked it up when I went to like the Emerald Cup, and then on the way up, I was like, "Oh, I'm going to try a couple strains from Harborside. I heard about that place." And uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so cheers, folks. Still has some terps to it. Honestly, it tastes kind of hashy. That's kind of funny. Some of our early pheno testing is testing a couple just to see what, what did what. And so how many yeah, of those were auto flowers? 20 or 30 plants, 40 plants that you don't those. have rooms for clones, you just let me know. <laughs> those are all photos. I'm just kidding. Because they all look the same. Hold on, actually, here. This is what I wanted to show you guys. So, because I don't know how many of you guys have seen this. So, what about fasciation? So, look how thin that stalk is this dimension, and how wide it is this uh, dimension. Interesting. See, it's flat stalk. Uh, bunchy tops. Mm. What the fuck is that hurt? Branches? Is it a trifoliate? No, it's it's fasciation. So it'll be it'll have really nice top nugs, and the rest of the plant will look like shit. Okay. It, it's much more common in hemp. You don't. See, it does happen in, in THC lines, but you do see it uh, much more. And then this is the little red, little fucking red thrips. We're getting all over the place. Oh, out east, Fuckers. still haven't fully ID those little fucks. I got good microscope pictures of them though. When visualizing them doing that, uh, that frog dance. Hello, my honey. <laughs> you know, if aliens came as insects, we would never know they were here. What if aliens were occupied? Yeah, maybe. Look at that little fucker. He's looking right back. That is a great too. picture, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, when I, I go out there, I at least have enough to at least take decent ID pics. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think we might start uh, rolling out of here. It's been a spirited discussion. I don't think we solved a single goddamn thing. No, no one's country... mind has changed. Else, no, I think in this country, like the problems are just too know. big, and we're just we're pretty much fucked. Like, we all agree. Deal with it.
We'd still let you in our camp. Don't worry, vaccinated or not. We don't have passports. <laughs> Dude, it's a it's a crazy one because I know a few people, I know a couple people right now actually who are holed up. Like I can think of a couple people. Uh one woman and her mom are basically holed up because she has asthma and the mom, I think, is in remission or something of cancer. Anyway, both of those people are at high risk. And according to some people, fuck them. Let them die. Let's push them off the boat first. But I disagree. I think both of those people, well, I don't know the other one, but I know one. Pretty, pretty chill person. Very productive, interesting person. Isn't that the point? Uh, well, I think that they're so high risk that they're 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 concerned that because I think I don't remember honestly. There, I, I got some explanation about it honestly. Like the oh fuck, I'm misremembering literally everything about it. Uh, asthma itself, I think, is an auto-inflammatory or an autoimmune disease, isn't it? I think the the lung tissue attacks itself. So the 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 thing that they take actually stops the lungs from do. I'm way ahead of my fucking skis on this shit. Anyway, long story short. They're all vaccinated, asthma, but they're still really steroids. concerned. And they have a steroid in it. how awesome mm. the color of cinnabar chanterelles is? That orange is awesome. Yeah, it's the same color. It's the color yeah, of uh, Coot's computer. Dude, why did he That's get an orange cool. computer? <laughs> Aren't you glad he got a new computer? <laughs> he was like, what color do I want to get? get it. I don't want to get. I don't want to get <laughs> Apple like orange or silver. No Apple white or silver That's for nice. me, please. I said no Apple white or silver. <laughs> no Apple white or silver, dude. I think they have like green and blue and whatever. He's like, no, give me the orange, fam. I just go with the regular <laughs> colors, though. Well, the new one has like they're all colorful, kind of like the old Max way back when. So He'll know it's his at least. Right? right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, like, uh, if there's any hunters nearby, you know, he doesn't have to wear a vest. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know have to Maybe he's secretly <laughs> Dutch. They're going to light him on fire. Uh, Unless you're lighting him on fire, I don't care. You know what's that? This I still light him on joint. fire. This yeah. five-year-old joint is still probably one of the best pre-rolls I've ever smoked. Wow. Uh, I have smoked some really bad pre-rolls, and I've smoked like three or four good ones, and they literally stick out. I had a good out. one the other day. Um, did you? Yeah, great Like from high. the dispensary? Yep. Right on. Well, good. Maybe they're changing it. Because, I mean, it's not that hard to make a good pre-roll. But nobody ever does. They just make they it with the shittiest the possible shit. stuff. They're like, yeah. no, then that's exactly what they do. They, they're like, nobody will ever know. Everybody always does. Everybody always knows that it's garbage. But right? here's the thing I will say about, about this. A lot of people like the pre-rolls because of the fact, like, yeah, they are putting in the shit. But the way they trim their weed, a lot of the trichomes are falling into that shit. Uh, grow hack. Mm-hmm. A lot of caterpillars grow really bright under UV lights. That's dope. Wow. That's cool. Holy yeah. shit. Oh, I heard uh, some decent news the other day that monarch butterfly uh, numbers are up. Oh, that's so cool. evidently the the, yeah. the refuges or whatever in Mexico are uh, they're seeing lots of butterflies. That's we have news. a butterfly like place in Massachusetts. Maybe this summer I'll go. It's pretty cool. Dude, they're amazing. I remember being fascinated by those goddamn monarch butterflies. Like they fly all the way down to Mexico and it's like yeah. three generations. 
Like they start flying <laughs> and literally their grandchildren will be the ones that actually get there. That's fucking it's incredible. And then the same thing on the reverse, like their great, great, great grandchildren will be the ones like they'll never even meet each other on the way, but they'll still migrate down to their home ground and then come back. It's really crazy. Yeah, for sure. I fucking, I don't know. My, grand first my dad loved, Oh yeah. My dad loved blue jays and uh, monarchs. Oh, well, they're just pretty animals. Blue jays are pretty, but they're assholes. Blue jays so are, are really, so are, really, they're really oh, cool, God. cute they're animals, birds, but they're right? terrible. So are cardinals. They are, they're pretty. Dude, most birds are kind of dicks. I have to be honest. Woodpeckers and I stuff. Like, most birds I are like, like birds, fuck so. you. I'm going to take whatever that is. Oh, shit. There's a movie with Jack Black about birding. It is hilarious. It's called the, 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 the fuck. The Great Year or the Big Year or something like that. I got to look this up. because if you Oh, fuck. Never... Have you guys seen the... Uh, I haven't seen this movie from Sasha Baron Cohen, and now I have to see it. Have you guys seen The Brothers Grimsby? No. So I saw this scene uh, on Reddit and I want to show it, but it's so fucking dirty. I cannot possibly show it. It's fucking, I busted my gut laughing. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen and his brother, his brother's like a James Bond kind of guy. And then Sasha Baron Cohen is his like older brother. Who's basically just like a soccer hooligan, I guess they call him in, in England. And I don't remember what the plot of the entire movie is, but this, uh, was that the big year? Uh, this scene, uh, they have to hide somewhere and they end up hiding inside of an elephant. And then some stuff happens that, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, uh, it was next level. I don't know. I don't even know if I should say it. Cause then you're just going to think it's weird. It was fucking hilarious. A chainsaw story. That's a good one, Bowden. I like the lamp. Yo, this actually has some pretty decent actors in it. Jack Black. Steve, Wilson, Steve Martin. It's pretty funny. If you seen is, it, uh, kind of funny. And if you like sure? birds, which they like me, they really, really like me. Well, it actually shows like there are people that are really into bird watching, and it's like from their perspective, and they're like going on trips, just like they to make the bird magazines number one person or whatever. It's pretty funny. Regards to say that it was a swing and a miss from Sasha. However, he also thinks that uh, weak people should be kicked first <laughs> off the list. We're gonna play Squid Games with Grandma. Can she can she swing an axe or not? Next. Hey, <laughs> wow. The purge. The purge. That's it. That's it. Except for this time, it's just like Grandma and Grandpa. Why, Junior? I like the Purge movies. Keep up. I just think it's... I don't potent. think it's where... How potent? How far away did you dump those hermaphrodites from your facility? He dumped them in his uh, enemy's yard. Yeah, uh, far enough. Far enough to impregnate your plants. We took, we took a bunch of uh, horse poop and that one on top of that. Yeah, okay. When I was a kid, I had a, I had a little patch and there was a male in there. And I uprooted, I pulled it out and I threw it as far as I could into the woods. It'll grow. And when I came back, yeah, this shit was pollinated like heck. I kicked one over and I, I did the same thing. I take a walk in the fucking shoes. Definitely still alive, still yeah. pumping. I was like, yep, I learned my I learned that day. Yeah. When I went back. I did too. I kicked one over to back in the day and it didn't die. <laughs> I didn't go back for like a couple like I mean, a week and I, a half. 
totally pulled it out of the ground, shook the roots out, and like it was still a little root ball, so it had some weight. And I threw it as far as I could, you know, like some in the middle of the woods of nowhere. I figured the shit would dry out and die, but it didn't. Yeah, oh, no, it probably landed like a dart, bro. That, yep, that root ball right. just went boop. <laughs> Right in the shade somewhere. Life finds a way. I think the plant's pretty cool. Like, you hear stories of, like, birds pooping out seeds and squirrels and shit and surviving. and like birds pooping out squirrels? That seems like it would be a happy Um <laughs> You hear about, like, Rasta Bob said they've literally taken cuts off plants and put it right in the dirt, and it's done decent. Like, the plants, the plants, plants will clean that way, yeah. Yeah, remarkable. <laughs> you can clone that way in Thailand. Huh. <laughs> well, you have to remember Thailand's like 95, 98% humidity all year. <laughs> I wonder what ours is right now. It's 25 Thailand's degrees. Humidity dome for cloning. <laughs> no domes. <laughs> no domes needed. So it's no. 24 degrees and 90% humidity here. Hmm. And dew point's 23. Really stunning. I don't know why. I guess I'm just stoned. I actually, this I is, you know, know what? For a five-year-old joint, this is not bad. I'm actually getting high. I thought, like, for sure, there's no way I'm going to get high. Actually, I'm feeling it a little bit. Uh, it's it got close? some flavor to it. Uh, was it in a tube? It was a sativa. Yeah. I don't know, like kind of a chemi. Something or other. I don't know. Yeah, it was in the tube. But I mean, it was it just in the tube. I don't know where the tube is now. That one was sealed pretty good. Uh, where was the lid? It was, it was sealed reasonably well. But I mean, it's still been like literally like five years. I mean, honestly, it's it's moist. It's not dry. So I guess it was sealed reasonably well. It's kind of fun. That's what the the pandemic did. <laughs> To the new generation, everyone <laughs> learned to work for themselves. TikTok pandemic equals skeet skeet. Make it rain. It. <laughs> um. Yeah. Everyone's literally that. trying to work for themselves. I'll put it that way. It's the nicest way you can put <laughs> everything. Yeah, they've been having discussions. Mm-hmm. What happened to the workforce? Everyone didn't start their own business and is successful already, right? They're trying. I mean, shit. Some people definitely did, yeah, over the past year and a half. Let me tell you, TikTok spreads information and dumb businesses like crazy. <laughs> like clothing companies and stuff. Like there's small bit like entrepreneurs, NFT people. Dude, NFTs are huge right now. It's it's kind of crazy. Oh yeah. I wanted to say this before I go. So, Steve, the future isn't VR, it's AR. Augmented reality, not virtual reality. Because in augmented reality, it's gonna be the real yeah, it's gonna be the real world. People don't people aren't gonna be in like they can walk around and like pretty much what we were talking about. They can if someone's homeless on the side of the road, they Visualize can visualize holographs adult, basically. Yeah, they can put like an adult room or something. You know, well, it I is mean? a little bit idiotic to think we're all gonna be walking around with goggles. How glasses, at least. up and dystopian is it that people like what the fuck happened to society that that's like what this has come to what like this i just feel so fucking like cyberpunk night like seven twenty seventy seven. or like you sound like that cam like that character from network i've got a lot of problems with you people what do you mean like ar and vr 
Yeah, you have like, a VR headset. Like that just seems insane at that point. Like what? But what? Having ad space about homeless people, like that's fucking nuts. Like in so many ways. Like what the fuck? Oh, okay. Now I get it. I didn't realize that we were putting ad space about homeless people. They will do that though. Yeah. They'll be like, well, this is yeah, unused uh, airspace. They'll put I'll, I'll move to the mountains and just be like, fuck it. I need my Starlink and my fucking ability to watch cool videos and the hell with the rest of the society at that point. I I that's I know. Call me an old man. But <laughs> hippies asking who dictates this vision of the future well uh the billionaires our tech yeah our tech companies because look this is this is what's fucking happening look at this is an nft delorean augmented reality i'm not gonna play it but like this is real like this is happening so like i know we're growers and we're hermits and shit but but I pay for 3D images when I could download an image for free that I could also have in 3D. That doesn't, I, I don't get that. You have to glow those NFTs, I have to be honest. Is um, the real world really that bad that we want to go into a fake one? Yep, yeah. it is because we're all fucking goddamn virus. I like my little world. <laughs> I mean, uh, Tal, you are in a virtual world right now, you're in a primitive version of it. Yeah, staring at a virtual reality. I mean, there's there's really nothing different about what we're doing right now in this Zoom room than if we were to wear goggles. It would be a more sophisticated experience. We'd be more immersed in it. But we are literally, we're not in the same room, literally. But right. however many people are watching, I don't know, maybe like up to 100 people are watching, plus us, we're all in the same space right now, basically like talking to each other across the entire world because we are actually intercontinental. Yeah. That's augmented. Well, it's not augmented reality because it's not being... Uh, 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 overlaid on real life, but it's virtual reality. It's virtual, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. This shit, you guys billions, are all real. This people, billions right? and billions of dollars. Tao, look at I'm it. An you guys billions are real people, of dollars. Right? Oh, I believe that it's point, worth billions of dollars. I just also think that it's a scam. You know, at one point, like, one of cartels, shit like that. You know, I, I, they exist. Have you guys? It's crazy. Is bean thrips that the zebra stripes on them? Did you guys no, I had games? sucker bugs. What what was what were they last year? I've like, only seen me. these east of the Rockies. I didn't know if they're out there as well. Excuse me. Let's say when you hear hoofsteps, think of horses, not zebras. But in this case, when you hear hoofsteps, you have to think of zebras. Okay, yeah. What's the bug that sucks the stem that looks like powdery mildew? Scale. No wait. Yes. Uh, Scale bugs. bug. Yeah, gotcha. I had those last year for some odd reason. I've never yes. had them before. They Those showed up real bad to get rid of them. Yeah. But they, I didn't like what they did to the plants. So I don't ever want to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do something. That, so That's they the climb Bugs on are not the only bad because they're gross, but they also do shit to your plants. Like they, they affect yeah. the viruses and all kinds of I mean, viruses, probably the bad one. Cause you can never really get rid of viruses, you know? So, so I noticed, dude, that's another thing. Why are we not talking about that? Nobody here talks about that shit. They're like, you're all going to be fine. You're going to fucking get immunity and blah, blah, blah. This fucking virus is like herpes. It will lodge in your nerve ganglia and you will have it forever in some fashion or form. For all we know, you guys are like, oh, long-term testing, long-term test. How do you fucking know that you're not going to have long-term COVID 20 years from now pop up when you're, I don't even fucking know. 
Yeah, you know, cancer you and your body is weak enough. I am actually like, worried about that, Tao. I'm fucking worried yeah, about right, that now because I've been sick for a fucking month. You got to worry about that too, right? Yes, but if you're vaccinated, okay. it looks like you have way less problems than if you're unvaccinated. So how are you guys like, I'm fucking Cowboy Bill. I'm going to be fine. I don't know. Why are you guys so blase about this? Bad. Bizarre I'm to me. Very NFTs are just stuff that was never put in humans before. And it's not anti-vaxxer. It's anti-unknown substance pretty much dude you're you're at this point i think you're pretty much anti-vax though like is uh, there a vaccine that yeah. you're in favor of let's be honest probably not yeah even well the childhood ones no you don't want to sound like you're anti-vax but you are anti-vax that's the reality of it. Like between, between you, you and me like and you are no but you are though how what vaccine are you vax, in favor of vaccines I would you take the smallpox vaccine tomorrow I don't want it for myself as well. Right. I'm not anti-vax. Would you take uh, Would you take the vaccine for uh, uh, douchebaggery? Would you take you it tomorrow? There's a vaccine. Rabies is the is the one you got to get. Right. If if, if you yeah. take rabies, would you yeah. take if you got bit by a bat? You would you take a rabies rabies. vaccine? Yeah. You would. I probably would. I think okay. I would. At least that one. At least yeah. that's that's just rational. This rabies sucks. <laughs> that's just rational though. But good for you. Yeah, like I don't, I don't I'm mean to be an asshole. I'm mean, like patting you on the head or something. <laughs> How do you guys feel about that? What's that? It's Dude, a that's a that's a Pikachu with a fucking halo or something. What is that? Is it worth like a million dollars? Smoking device? What the fuck is it? Is that like one of those stamps that basically they printed it wrong and so now it's worth a billion dollars? I think it, I, don't, I don't know. I hope so, but it's just the desk ornament, Tao. I'm a nerd. Oh, man. okay, cool. <laughs> It's a fifty dollar desk ornament. I got one. <laughs> I got one for you. I don't even know if I should put this stuff. In. It's pretty funny. You're laughing so hard. You better put it up now. All right. <laughs> 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 what was he gonna say? <laughs> it's gonna be inside long. <laughs> I'll tell people this again too. If you have stuff, like, you got to start looking at what's collectible nowadays. Because, like, what you might think is collectible is, might not be collectible anymore. And new stuff is. Like, things are becoming, like, VHSs. Some VHSs, first first presses of Disney movies and stuff, worth money. Some of the old Beanie Babies actually worth money. Some of the old baseball cards are starting to rise in fair values. Like crazy values. Same thing with any card, any card game, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic, Pokemon, uh, D- D- Dragon Ball Z. If you have any anime fucking games from back in the day, if you if you collected your like PS1s, PS2s, anything like that, that's all becoming worth money. Uh wouldn't it be funny, Smash, if like, well, it's not funny, but it has no, happens all the time. If like somebody is sitting on like a collection of like 10,000 games, they're like, oh, this isn't worth shit. And they like give it to Goodwill and they're like, yeah. The people find them all the time. All the time, yeah. That's why you go yeah, to yard sale. People don't know. <laughs> Dude, I missed out this one time. Uh, my friend could be lying to me. Like I, 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 every once in a while, I think he might have just been bullshitting to me. Now, you know what? I probably shouldn't tell this story because it was probably bullshit. Well, whatever. I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, you know what? Fuck, it was bullshit. I bet you it was bullshit. I'm realizing now. Uh, there was like a thrift store, like an antique thrift store or whatever in the town that I, I went to college in. And my friend basically told me, hey, man, uh, there's an Ariflex. It's like an old German movie camera, basically, but from like World War II in this case. And he was like, it was sealed up, man. 
It was, they're selling it for like 35. Okay, it was bullshit. I realize now that like all these years I've been holding that story. It was bullshit. Made it up. Never mind. Yeah, but you want to know something? I wish my it was parents, true, though. I wish it was my true. Parents, my parents have items downstairs that came out of 1940s houses that was Mission Oak Furniture. Oh, yeah. By oh, yeah. Stickley. And, you know, Stickley rockers are five, seven, eight thousand, ten thousand, fifteen thousand dollars a piece. And you buy them in a garage sale for sixty dollars. Yeah, you or a Sam Maloof chair or something. Yeah, people pick up those like at garage sales, and there's like fifty thousand dollar chair, and they pick them up for fifty bucks, or whatever. You there was some dude just a little while ago. They picked up a, I can't remember what it was. I think it was artwork. I think it was a painting, and it was worth quite well, a bit of money. They picked it up at an estate sale or something. That happens all the time. Paintings actually worth a ton of money. Fuck, I forget what I was gonna say. Um, Maybe we should fuck off. Yeah, it's just. Everything like people like you might not think about it, but collectibles change over the years and things become collectible and some mm-hmm. stuff doesn't never bank on it to be your that first income. Changed. You know what I mean? But like if you can if you can capitalize on it, just like if you if you know the stock market good or you know NFTs or Bitcoin or whatever, I'm good at this shit, collectibles. Unless you're one of those blonde dudes from the uh, Antiques Roadshow, then you can bank on it, right? The yeah. only problem you have work? smash is you don't have ten, fifteen thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars in your pocket, and yeah, that's right. what holds you well, back. I have yeah, a good if you're doing a state sale with fifty bucks is different than going there with like ten grand. It's true. I go to Rietta Ranch and stuff. Like mm. I can't wait for the summer. I like going to like flea markets. I do a lot. I don't really do the garage sale thing. I, I find better deals at flea markets because people are trying to like. I've noticed a lot more people are trying to actually like sell things at flea markets so you can get better deals. Uh, there's not a lot of garage sales where I'm from. It's all like everyone would go to the flea markets. You know what I mean? There's a couple of them. You get a table. Um, but ever since couple- the 70s, we've been coming up to Brimfield, Massachusetts, because the whole town for the whole week turns into Huge. a big antique biggest, market. Biggest one you'll ever see. I'm going to see, like, probably the most ridiculous picture I took in Africa. Guess who owns this vehicle? This mega fucking... Uh, Will Smith. No. Google. The Catholic Church. president of Nigeria. No, the Catholic Church in Zimbabwe owns this mega yacht of a fucking land vehicle. All right. The Catholic Church is the biggest landowner on Earth. That's here's the thing. Of all the things that they could waste money on and improve people's lives there, they're not waste money. They waste money on this instead of spending this money on something that would feed people or facilitate, you know, a wells or a thousand more important fucking things in a goddamn land. Yeah. This is Catholic Church is a weird place, dude. They don't they don't like save money to to help poor people. I don't know why people think they do that. Like you the know, Franciscans did, and is, this Pope, uh, uh, evidently, this Pope was a very <laughs> controversial choice. Uh, for example, he uh, wears simple like white robes, right? The one before him, uh, the Pope Nazi, I like to call him, uh, he wore like robes that cost like 10,000 bucks a piece. Like they were custom made and his hats were like 10,000 bucks a piece and shit. And this new one, like he dresses like a poor monk, basically. It's, it's a whole thing. Like they, they actually give money to the poor and so on. But like the Catholic Church is famous for just being extravagantly wealthy. 
building houses for their guy. priests and <laughs> yeah right seriously and seriously they, they own like 250 yes. million hectares or some shit i mean they they own like the, the, it's enough land to cover a number of countries evidently there's a couple big big catholic uh institutions around me and they have huge properties and they're on budget, so they have to kill their budget to get the same amount of money yeah. next year. So they do that. They play the game like everybody else. Yeah, you guys got Dolan out there in St. Pat's down here, down in Manhattan. He's like one of the most powerful archdiocese along with Boston, Chicago, back in the day. I told you I knew law. Six priests got to me. Three brothers got to me. Two lay people got to me as I was coming up through the freaking system. I'll tell you horror stories. Mm-hmm. Completely orchestrated. It's a culture. It's a culture. And that's just one angle of the Catholic Church. You guys touched on one of my other little tweaks with it. It's got so much goddamn money. Sorry, God, I didn't mean to take the book name of it. They have so much money, they can solve so many problems, but they're not going to. They want Elon Musk. Power to. and politics. That's all it is. Power and politics. Sorry. Go ahead. I sued the son of a bitch, man. I sued him, man. I told you, my stepmother was in the convent for 11 years or something. And every time I went to her about a freaking priest, she she had him on pedestals. She wouldn't believe me. It's the same old story with everybody else. I'm not trying to, you know, go on a rant here about Catholic priests. But, um, you know, yeah, it's a corrupt organization, obviously. Yeah, and the same thing in like pastors and stuff. If you ever look at like the churches that have pastors and shit, pastors live real good, for sure. Always live in nice, nice I cars. I nice know house. I've gotten a law, but exiled to the freaking Vatican for the rest of his life. I know exactly personally why Cardinal Law was literally wished out of this country over the Vatican. Can't be prosecuted. Oh, pastors can't either. Technically, they're a church, so can't roll out. Even the recent paper that just came out that they just had like a year ago, it still gives cover to the priests. Doesn't say that they have to be accountable. There's nothing. That big paper came in, you know, almost like a Vatican III type reform shit, but it was just all bullshit. Complete bullshit. But you guys again, Manana. Peace out, Paul. Good good to see you too. I'm going to follow you. Man. Cheers, man. Uh, always, always awesome to see you. Pack the rest of this little bit of weed. I was just going to say, actually, St. Bernard's is right about, uh, well, at least according to Insider. I don't know if they're, they're not a super legit source, but whatever. It is what it is. Uh, Queen Elizabeth uh, owns at least, this is a few years ago, actually. billion acres of land worldwide, including Great Britain, Northern Ireland, Canada, Australia, and other spots here and there. Also, the Falkland Islands. Uh, Blah, 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 blah. The second place is King Abdullah. Basically, he's the absolute ruler. I've heard about this. It's such a strange situation. Whoever's the king of Saudi Arabia literally absolutely controls that country. It's a strange situation. It's the no, I think actually the theirs is is the stranger system. Like most places actually have like constitutional monarchies and stuff, but actually they are absolute rulers of that place. The do you know what the emirates so, like each individual emirate maybe this the the sultan or whatever I mean, yes. is the absolute ruler. Maybe the crown, like the British crown thing about everywhere they've reached to and like still are conquered kind of, and like people use their flags and 
and shit. No, that's yeah, that's what it is. They, they all have land. Australia and wherever. Yeah, they, yeah that's what they they when they took it over or invaded or whatever happened, and they have land there. They they have land there. That's their property. Uh, unless it was seized, like in France and stuff. Uh, but the Catholic Church is their place. Uh, this was like I said a couple of years ago, but they say 177 million. Uh, uh, what? No, 110 acres plus 177 million more uh, all around the globe. All over the damn place. Damn, no, but some of these others are surprising. Of course, these fuckers are just all sultans and kings and whatever the fuck. Yeah, Thailand. Uh, go, go to the Thailand one real quick. The king of Thailand, yeah. He's he looked rich. Yeah, he looked That's the old one, too. That's the one that passed away, and now the new one, man, you don't even want to see him. It's even crazy. Because if right? you ever want to go to Thailand, like I've probably said enough stuff already. If I ever go to Thailand, I bet you'll be arrested. You're not allowed to say anything bad about the king, like anything, anything, anything. And their king is very, very unusual. Let's just put it that. Dude, Catherine 420, just nod. Yes, yes, exactly that. Very, very unusual. Let's say his son will never be king because <laughs> of problems that happened in europe mm-hmm. centuries ago switzerland wait go back down sorry what these guys oh, swaziland. no swaziland oh okay he's one of the last absolute monarchs yeah so the same thing with the, the saudi arabian guy there's not too many absolute monarchs i think the the sultan of brunei is one of them and there's a couple other ones these were one that surprised me so who the fuck hears about James, Arthur, and John Irving? Uh, the, approximately 3.6 million acres of land held in Maine, New Brunswick, New Brunswick, and Nova Scotia make the Irvings the largest landowners in those states and provinces. They're heirs to the James oh, I've Irving heard that group name companies. Before. The Irving Group? Uh, and then Ted Turner. This one was a bit surprising to me. Uh, took 2 million acres of like hunting land and stuff, and then uh, 11,000 acres in Patagonia. Anyway. Nice to have money. Yeah. Isn't he doing it as a preserve, though? Because he's totally the climate change shit or something. Hopefully. That's what I mean. Nice heard. if at least I mean, one oh, of these yeah, billionaires was worth a shit. No evidence. So I know it's not a lot. And like, we're probably past the point of really saving the world or not. I don't think we are, but I think the peep, the races, like the human race. Um, but like there's people trying if you ever if you ever hear about like team trees, team C's, they're pulling they're they're pulling like pounds of well, like the next generation of people are very different than the past generation very, i actually am a little so. bit helpful because the stuff i hear about even just honestly kids you know they say kids these days but actually literally kids these days have started to think so differently that mm-hmm. i think that society actually will change quite a bit so I even do. if there is everyone is assuming a horrible fucking time in the next few years i hope that's not the case because i don't think people realize how bad it could get Hopefully, at the other side of that, there are completely different people who will take us into a different direction. Uh, something that isn't so fucking dog eat dog. And I don't know. It's just, it, I don't know. The way our society works, especially this country's society, just doesn't make a lot of sense to me, honestly. You know, we, we, we spend just as much as basically any other country on, we spend more on healthcare, way more on guns and bombs and shit. We have, we have way worse lives in most cases. It's bizarre. We have lower we have life expectancy than Germany and France and England. It's strange. We have kids that have phones in their hands at all times. So they're getting more information. That's a bad thing, honestly. Oh, no, they're getting more information than anyone, any other generation that's ever been around. 
Like they can literally search whatever the fuck they want and set their finger to their tips. And we've like we remember when we had to like go to the fucking library for the the thesaurus or something. I do remember? Like yeah. I had to go to the library and look through the Dewey Decimal System. You guys remember that? I do. That's not a thing anymore. So I mean, in like, the library it is, but I know what you mean. Yeah, you just Google it, you know, or DuckDuckGo it or whatever. Oh, not even at our library. They took over, like they don't they have it, but it's alphabetical now. Oh, yeah, use a computer. Interesting. I actually went, I showed our downtown. I have like a typical downtown. It's like a one, it's a pretty long road and it loops around to a brewery and stuff, but it's like a one, one town main road. (laughs) Like, yeah, we don't have a big, like, if you go to New York, you'll think like New York, like city is huge and it's pretty big. But a lot of the towns around here and the cities around here, our main streets are just one road going up. You know what I mean? That's like the post office, the the, the town hall or whatever. And some stores that are probably fucking closed. Mm. Boston has a big downtown for sure. <laughs> Damn, Charlie's hacking those fuckers up. He's always working, man. I don't know how he does it. Like, after this, he's going to work another five hours and then go, like, have breakfast with his daughter. And then after that, work another 10 hours. And then on and on. Jesus, H. credit. This guy's like the Energizer freaking bunny. I actually missed her birthday today. Today was her 10th birthday. Oh, my birthday. goodness. Happy yeah, birthday to your I daughter. Wasn't, I wasn't home. Thank God for these phones. We can do freaking video calls and all. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I, t- I promised her I'd be home tomorrow by the time she gets out of school. Mm-hmm. And I'll have a surprise for her. But you know what she says to me? Gotta love my daughter. She goes, Daddy, but you need to, you have to do what you you need to do so that we can do what we want to do. I said, You're a smart girl. Very smart girl. I taught her that very young. Do what you need to do so you can do what you want to do. She spit it right back at me. (laughs) Looking for land, man. Like, I'm looking for, I mean, I don't have a lot of money. I could come up with a decent chunk of money if I need to. Take me a little bit, but I could do it. So I'm finally looking for land. Like, you know what I mean? Like my own property and stuff. Like I'll still well, have Everyone discuss- I know basically says the same thing. It's kind of amusing. Yeah. This is the back to the land movement. Well, I, I just want a house, my own house. It doesn't matter if I have a lot of land. I just want my own house. I, I bought this. That was the American dream, right? It used to be achievable. You know, this is this is the the delusion that I think a lot of the folks these days are telling themselves that everything is fine somehow still. But remember, the American dream was that you would get a house and it wasn't like a fucking far off dream. It was an achievable dream. Like there are people like I know people that lived in the same house since they were 20 and they raised their family there and on and on. And then they would hand it off to their family and on and on and on and on. And nowadays, like a lot of folks like my sister probably will never be able to afford a house. She knows that, you know, and if she is, it's, it's going to be lucky or she's going to have to move on and on and on. It's a challenging time. And uh, we just kind of. I mean, we finger, we, 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 uh, I don't even know. We wave it away, brush it away and pretend that's normal. Another yeah. one of these fucking trolls. The bots. I don't know. Well, we've got this one when my dad died. Um, I helped with the down payment and stuff. So like, I, I've been here, but like, I don't know. I could do, I could do my own thing. You know what I mean? I kind of want to do my own thing. I'm sick of like being under someone's finger. 
Yeah, that's not healthy. I mean, the way we do it in the U.S. is kind of strange, right? Like in, in a lot of other countries, the, the family does still live together until they're, honestly, sometimes the rest of their lives, 30, 40, 50, maybe they raise their, their kids together and the grandparents take care of the kids. It's free uh, child care. They're very different than the U.S. where it's like, oh, you're 18? Get the fuck out. You know, it's a very mercenary system and it teaches us all to basically work for ourselves only and so on. And then we pay fortunes. I hear some of my friends pay fucking fortunes for childcare when, you know, their parents would be perfectly happy oh, to take care does. of kids yeah. and stuff, you know? Yeah. You know, they charge you like te- like $10 a minute if you're late. Wow, really? I'm not surprised. Some, something no, crazy some of the like prices that. that I've heard for childcare are just fucking astronomical. Like, I don't know how anyone can possibly afford it. Like, even before college or anything else, they're paying basically like for university prices. Stunning. Anyway. All right, guys. I'm out of here. Cheers, Have, Have a great one. night. Everyone be safe. Stay safe. Have a good night, Tao. Nice seeing you, man. Good Have a good night, everyone. Captain. Hope you love stuff. this feeling better, Here's brother. Me. How's your mouth feeling, by the way? It's good. Too. Good. All right. I think about you every day, yeah. man. I know that pain. Been... Yeah, it's, it's all right. Most of us know it, actually, huh? <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, Have a it good just kind of faded. It just kind of faded yeah. away. Cool, very cool. But um, all right, buddy. My I got a lot going it. on here. There's a lot of stuff that's like I need to work on to be per like in a happy place. So that's what I'm trying to do right now. Yeah. All right, everyone. Have a great night. Be safe. Good Peace. Have a good one. Who's next? Next uh, oh, volunteer. Next. Victim, go for it, Charlie's. Thank you, everybody, for putting up with me. And I wish everybody always, my friend, the best. Thanks for having me. I mean it. Hello, man. Happy Good birthday to my daughter, Charlie. Yeah, man. Happy birthday, Happy girl. birthday. Many more. Yeah. Peace out, Charlie. Good to see you, Captain Tao. Everybody, Huey, and Chad, because I can't see Chad. I never see Chad. I bum out about that. Love to see what they say anyway. Even if they they don't agree with me, that's the best part. All right, They've man. been talking about the whole time. They've been, see right there. They said, "Oh, uh, a charming, handsome man. Uh, uh, you're always welcome." <laughs> 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 see you guys. Have a good one. Love and respect. Uh, I'm gonna uh, step out with Charlie. Go for it. Fumi, it's always good uh, coming up and chatting with everybody. And I'm glad we could have a civil discussion, even though we have disagreements. You know, that's the way it should be. And I love all you guys and uh, chat too. And peace out, everybody. Good to see Hello. you. Good to see you. Happy New Year. Uh, Mag was saying, oh, I don't even know why I'm reading that. He's talking about solar panels. Uh, Christophe, La Puissance, Big Force. Uh, a bientôt. Uh, no? Nous quittons? Yes. Oui. Uh, no, Hello, uh, that's it. Adios. Uh, nous quittons. Um, à tout okay. des mots au revoir thank again for the show oh, my yeah. friends à bientôt à mm-hmm. bientôt voilà. cheers my friend adios yes I, I think he has a uh, killer whale. He's he's uh, having a jam session with a killer whale in the in the room. It's kind of fun. Wouldn't that be fun? Like the killer whale wouldn't be able to actually strum the guitar, but maybe the killer whale could sing. Like, 
I mean, that's unfair to say a killer whale couldn't str- I mean, it could strung, but it couldn't really play chords. It could do like, it could do the sliders. Like you could do like the old school, like blues sliders, basically like a killer whale strumming a blue slider guitar. You have to be a really big guitar. Cause I realized the killer whale would probably have to get its fins really close. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. I'm just having fun. There we go. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Or are we assuming maybe percussion of some kind? I don't know. Drums doesn't really have flippers. I don't know. Maybe it does. Maybe that's uh, maybe I'm making assumptions. Maybe the killer whale is like, bro, I could totally do a freaking drum set. I don't know. We have to figure it out. It'd be pretty funny. What's up, Banshee. Cheers, buddy. Uh, Captain 420, my friend, uh, any final thoughts, uh, words of wisdom, uh, uh, or as I sometimes ask Wes Engine, did you learn something? Mm, yeah, I learned a few things, but I forgot them already. I started, uh, weed and whiskey Wednesday a little bit earlier in the conversation. <laughs> it counts. It counts. It's, it's already Wednesday. It counts. So uh, just see everybody later on this evening here at Weed and Whiskey Wednesdays. You're and first. have a wonderful night. Peace and love. Cheers, dude. Thank you very much for uh, saying so. Well said, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we will be here tomorrow. Uh, much like James Bond, we will return. Uh, let's see here. Uh, check us out, ladies and gentlemen. If you did not know before, uh, I do turn this show into a podcast. This was a spirited enough episode that I may actually turn it into a podcast. We'll see how it goes, uh, depending on how much hate mail I have received by the end of the show. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, uh, ladies and gentlemen, check us out at your favorite podcasting platform of choice. iTunes, Spotify, you know, the drill, uh, Google Podcasts, whatever. Uh, where else? Pandora. I don't know. On. Look up the name Chronic Table, as you see right behind my ears. Right there, see Chronic Table, ladies and gentlemen. I try to post a couple times a week. I can't always uh, do two, but I always try to do at least one. And uh, I hope you guys will uh, listen to it. It's one of the more unique weed shows. I think you you might agree. We have Coot on there all the time. He doesn't show up on that many uh, uh, shows. We get folks like uh, Mr. Toad and Poten on there all the time and a bunch of others. And we have uh, long... Uh, uh, basically drawn out uh, discussions, you know, instead of wrapping it up in a couple hours shortly, we talk about it for sometimes eight hours. You know what I mean? So we have uh, long form discussions. I hope you guys will enjoy us on uh, the podcasting platforms. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, check out the, the photo contest. I'm still soliciting ideas for uh, shaking it up a little bit. Uh, if you guys have any ideas how I could, uh, I don't know, just make it a little bit more, uh, uh, different somehow in a, in any way really than the last few contests. I would love to hear it because, you know, all of us basically, uh, uh, I'm not going to say that I'm getting bored, but it would be nice to shake it up. You know what I mean? Like it's always nice to do things differently. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you have any ideas, please let me know. Cheers. Green puffin man. I see you there. What's going on? My friend, Dan, the indoor man, what's going on, dude. Uh, follow simple rules ladies and gentlemen if you want to join the photo contest uh, again it's by popular choice so you can honestly enter tomorrow if you want to follow portland cannabis tasting society don't hiccup into the mic uh use the hashtag uh, create a new post basically and then tag me with that post so that i can repost it there's a freaking rogue beetle crawling on me you guys probably think i'm lying half the time there he is little fucker He's looking for food. See how he's roving? That, by the way, if you guys see that, oh, he just flew away. See, they can fly. Fuck you. Get out of my face. Uh, they look for food. So that's one of the things. When you see a critter like looking, 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 it's a good indication it's a predator. Maybe not the only indication that you might want to look at, but it's one of the good indications that, oh, shit, that's a predator. Like if it's literally like actively looking for something to eat, 
chances are it's not an herbivore. Herbivores can find food on a leaf, right? And they just kind of stand there. Think of a cow, right? Like a cow doesn't run like a fucking maniac looking for food. It goes and finds some grass and chews on it. Wolves, coyotes, uh, cats, they look around for food, right? So anyway, that was uh, interesting. What was I trying to say? Thank you, Robert Bendula. I appreciate that very much. He's saying I hit the like button. And actually, that's a good reminder, ladies and gentlemen, if you wouldn't mind hitting the like button, uh, leaving a positive review, if you are listening to the show on podcasting platform, telling your friends, it's enormously helpful if you guys could tell your friends. Uh, The only way that shows like this can grow is if you actually do tell your friends. Google has demonetized uh, channels like mine. I'll get an announcement probably 30 minutes after the show. Your channel has, your show has, or whatever. This episode has been uh, age, I can't remember the language right now, has been age restricted, blah, 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 blah. I always give Google a nice fat middle finger, maybe even two of them, even maybe my thumbs, basically four, you know, four limbed middle fingers. Uh, it's still not quite enough because uh, uh, whatever, fuck that shit. But in, in the meantime, uh, Google won't help the channel grow, but you guys could, if you enjoy the channel, if you enjoy the show, tell your friends, even if you enjoy the panel and you don't enjoy me, tell your friends because the panel is here, I guess, thanks to the show. I don't know, I'm not going to pat my back because you just said you didn't like me. Oh, I'm going to freaking cry after the show. I'm not. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, cheers. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, Let me think, what am I forgetting? I'm forgetting a very obvious thing. Come take a look at my website, ladies and gentlemen. I would be honored if you did. I'll be brief, hopefully. Hopefully you know. If you did not know, you're like, oh my God, is that the same company as you? Is the legendary and amazing Fumadoro Seco that I've heard so much about from the likes of Wes Engine and Atomic Spoon and uh, uh, who else? Uh, uh, Richard D and any number of other folks who've been saying, oh my God, it's amazing. Is that the same thing as you, Fumador? Well, yes, intrepid visitor. That's me. Okay, I'm I'm trying to be funny. I realize I sound like a jerk off. But yeah, this is my seed company right here, ladies and gentlemen. This is my website. I put it all together. I took all the photos. I grew all the plants. Pretty much did everything that you see here. Uh, If you would like to contact Fumadoro, if you are looking at the page, uh, you can just basically do what I'm showing you to do. If you're listening in, you can basically click the links over at the contact Fumadoro page over at fumadoro.com, F-U-M-I-D-O-R-O.com. You can also click fumesofgold.com. That's uh, basically what Fumadoro is a pun for. It redirects to the same place. There's a link right there for Discord. Come join us, ladies and gentlemen, over the Discord. We're having lots of fun there. Smashed has his little dab room and, and D's on there sometimes. A lot of folks uh, are over there goofing off, talking about fun stuff. We have uh, text-only rooms. You don't have to be on audio. You don't have to feel like you're on a camera or whatever. You can just come and, and talk about fun stuff with us. We have the the Show Us Your Pets page, which is delightful, all kinds of fun uh, dogs and cats and stuff. I hope to, hope to, hope to finally uh, join one of these days soon. I'm going to hopefully, hopefully finally get a dog. Can't tell you how much I've been uh, looking forward to it. Anyway, uh, photo contest over there is going as well. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you are listening, watching, or observing, or someone's told you about it, take a look at youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Fumador the Flare. Just click that fucking link. It'll be easier. I don't know why that C's in there, but whatever. It is It is what it is. It's a fucking programming bullshittery. Fumador underscore Chibador is the Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. And take a look, my friends, at... If you have any seed or genetic preservation kit or photography needs, perhaps I've got you covered. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, right at the top here, there are three uh, specials, essentially, if, if you've wondered what these are. Three deals, basically. Uh, starting from the right over here, the West Engine Swindle Bundle is three packs of seeds, uh, actually three packs that you're paying for, and you get a couple of freebies as well. But these are uh, everything that isn't Morgana. And then if you want lots and lots of Morgana, right in the middle here, these, which is three, right on the left over here, it's one pack of Morgana and two packs of something else. And just email me what you would like, and then I will be happy to send it. 
individual packs, ladies and gentlemen, five packs as well as 10 packs are right here. For example, I was just talking about Morgana. Uh, I quite enjoy this. If you're new to the show or if you're new to, to you know, hearing about uh, Fumidoro, I'm quite fond of this. Uh, a very uplifting and, uh, uh, as I say, kind of happiness-inducing weed. Uh, giggly, goofy. Uh, I first discovered the happiness-inducing uh, nature of her when I was literally sitting in a dentist chair after having just smoked a joint uh, uh, in the parking lot, allegedly, and uh, bursting out laughing when I was just about to get a root canal. So that was a pleasant experience because I'm not phobic of dentists, but I'm not really fond of them either. So I'm not like, hey, yo, what's up, dentist? Come drill holes in my mouth. Uh, but, uh, you know, it was nice to just kind of sit there and giggle like a fucking idiot. If you'd like to giggle like an idiot in a dentist chair, ladies and gentlemen, Morgana, she's been grown indoors, outdoors, in greenhouses, underground, uh, above ground. What did I say? I said that already. I don't know. Wherever in submarine, probably not, but maybe. I don't know. It'd be nice if she was. That'd be fun. If you intend to grow her in a submarine, please let me know. I'll send you a pack of seeds. Black Prince Ruby, same thing. I'll send you a pack of seeds if you want to grow her in a submarine as well. That'd be kind of funny. You got to send pictures, though. Black Prince Ruby, my friends, is uh, one of my new favorites. You're going to hear lots and lots and lots more from her. I hope and hope and hope. Hint, hint, hint. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's uh, Ruby Jack by Ruby Jack F2. Uh, let's maybe not get into it all because you're like, oh my God, it's fucking late now. I want to go to sleep or whatever it is. Maybe you're across the world. You're like, I want to go to work now. Or you probably don't want to go to work, but you know what I mean? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's a Ruby Jack in cross. You will hear more of these things in the future. If you want lots of strawberry flavors, especially lots of strawberry candy, uh, delightful high uh, that has a bit of CBD in it, enough that you feel it, you feel relaxed and uh, rejuvenated and refreshed. I quite like this. I think you will as well. A nice high that right there was uh, cannabis uh, sugar. Uh, what do you call this? Uh, leaf gutation. Okay, I'm forgetting the exact word right now, but it's basically sugar sap. That's the mom to the thousand one nights, actually. But this was an actual, honest to God, Ruby Jack. This is the Ruby Jack number eight. I call her Pink Panther. Uh, she tastes like a pink lemonade. This was the successor to the Ruby Jack number seven, who was the mom to Black Prince Ruby. Maybe I'll leave it at that, ladies and gentlemen. Let me go back one page if the website would stop lagging. That right there, by the way, is the thousand one nights I was talking about. Fajoli da tavola, new seeds available, ladies and gentlemen. If, uh, as always, you'd like some photographs, those are the only things that I don't print or make myself. I took the photographs, edited them, and so on, but they are drop shipped from uh, New York. So if you'd like one of those, they can even send them framed and unframed, uh, you name it. See Log of the Bat, ladies and gentlemen, is the freebie for the moment. Hopefully there, there will be more freebies in the future. But at the moment, every 10-pack gets, uh, actually every pack, but especially every 10-pack gets a freebie of Sea Log of the Bat. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for hanging. Thanks for hanging for the infomercial. I hope you uh, uh, don't get offended. Uh, I hope you would take a look at these seeds. I, I took great care to uh, breed them. Uh, I'm currently breeding another round right now. I hope to uh, share more with that you in, with you in the very near future. And uh, I hope you'll consider me. Uh, uh, I think that I do things a little bit differently. If you don't know uh, what I do as a breeder, I'm fairly new, as you might imagine. I'm not, I haven't been around as long as Exotic Mike or Lemon Hoko or some of these folks, but I hope you uh, will uh, uh, stick around for what I have planned. And hope, you know, of course, life is what happens when you are busy making plans. So you never know what it will turn into. But uh, I hope you will join me on the journey. And if you wouldn't mind uh, picking up a pack of seeds on the way, I would be honored to uh, send some to you. Thank you, uh, Southern VT Grower, uh, Stony Creek, Gray Sun Grow, Robert, uh, male flower for hanging out. Cheers, buddy. Gray Sun Grow. Well, I just said you twice, but uh, uh, you're worth it, my friend. Atomic Spoon, always a legend. Cheers, my friend. Uh, uh, who else is going on? St. Bernard's. What's going on, dude? Uh, uh, cheers. Thanks for hanging. 
Wilson here, uh, uh, Marshall, uh, Robert Benjamin is still in the house, Magma, uh, 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 all you guys, American one. Cheers, folks. Kristoff, thanks for hanging, my friend. Uh, thanks for uh, chilling out until the very end. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, as I always say, be kind, be decent, be gentle. Don't be fucking pricks. It's very easy at all times of the day to be a fucking prick. You're going to see other people be a prick tomorrow. You probably saw people be pricks today. That doesn't mean you should be a prick. Please do not be a prick. Be kind, rewind. Cats uh, and dogs, cats and frogs. Hams and cogs. 